Yo, what's up, everybody? What's going on? This, I'm your host, Statics J. Welcome to the next episode of the Statics J Podcast. This is a dedicated episode. Uh, the episode is going to be the best and the worst Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. I'm joined with my two friends. Mr. Quicks is right there to the right. Oh, and Grizzly. And Grizzly's right there to the left. Say what's up to the people listening. Right there. He's supposed to say hello. Okay. Can you lean back from the mic, sir? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and also, and also, I have my uh, also uh, uh, special showdown ninety nine in the background. He already done his list, so he's just there for uh, support and object in case we said something wrong. <laughs> okay, so supervising. So how we're gonna, so how we're gonna do this? We're gonna go by uh, the, our whole list. Uh, we're gonna it's twenty three movies right now. Currently, we're not gonna count the one that's coming out for Black Widow. Uh, we're just gonna go on that list and see which ones like you know we want to go from the like, worst to best. And then just have a conversation. So how we're going to do this, we're going to go by down each number. And after one person said what they uh, said, the movie they're going to put in the list, the next person is going to follow. And just want to keep on continuing, continuing there for after. So it's going to be an interesting conversation. And, uh, yeah. So starting off, I'm going to go ahead and start this off first. And um, the worst MCU, I'm going to say my least favorite. I want to say worst. The least, my least favorite MCU movie for rank number 23 is Thor. My reason being, when it came out in 2011, uh, during the phase one part, I felt that the movie was pretty boring for the most part. I mean, they showed, like, they showed the backstory of, like, you know, Thor, how he was and everything. I thought that was pretty cool, but I thought the actor playing uh, Thor at the time didn't really stand out as much, and then, um, it was just not for me. And uh, that's, why, that's my answer for 23. Which way are we going? Are we going? Yeah, I'm, are you going to me? Yeah, are we still going to yeah, you're going. Yeah, you. Um, it's twenty-three. I, I probably have to say, keep it in the Thor family. Go with Thor: The Dark World. It's uh, the worst than the first. Yeah, <laughs> the me, worst of the awful. worst. <clears throat> Look, I've watched the first Thor multiple times. I have never made it through a second sitting all the way of the second of the second Thor movie. I I hate it. It's <laughs> awful. Everything seems so awkward. Like, and it sucks because I like uh, the guy that plays. Was it Malekith? Is yeah, Malekith. I like the guy that plays him, the actor. I just, I can't stand the movie. It's terrible. It's It was a poor way to introduce something that becomes a really crucial piece of the story later on. And like, it just, I don't, the whole thing, I'm just going to leave it at that. Just, uh, I'll, we'll be here all night. <laughs> it was just, yeah. I just didn't care about the movie at all. Bad. It was it's just bad. whatever. All right. That's, that's, that's your number 23? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Quicks? I'm an inclined and glee with my good friend here, Brandon, when it comes to the dark world. Because when it comes to me, when it comes to that Thor series, well, that Thor movie itself, to me, is just on the back burner. Because when you think about the whole list of all those MCU movies that come out. I'm surprised. Me, this is the worst. Because okay. for me, like, even though this is going to be somewhat of, I want to say, well, I could say somewhat pinnated. But when it came out, when the third first came out, for me, when I was younger, that was something I was actually excited for. So even then, I wasn't heavily into that story at that time. When it came for that movie, it was something I actually enjoyed. I wanted to see. Getting older, when it came out, The Dark World, it was cool. It had some fascinating ideas. But the same thing, it just... It didn't really draw me in. I'm like, compared to like, you know, we're kind of being off topic. When you think about like the incredible movie, the incredible Hawk movie from Fox, that one was just kind of a blah movie. He was supposed to start something out great, but it was just blah. That's how I come out with Dark Rose. It has some cool aspects to it, but it's nothing that's going to make me remember it out of all the other MCU movies. I thought Thor the Dark World was, was a lot more action mm-hmm. packed, more, more action packed than the first. That's what, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah, it is more action packed, but when the action is subpar action, yeah, 
It depends on the price of that because some people are more story-driven versus they like, like seeing action. Look, yeah. the final that's battle a- with Malekith is so bad. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember it's that part. Because, like, it's his just- ship, which has been <laughs> invisible for like the whole movie, just decloaks and crashes into this, like, <laughs> wherever they are in the middle of this city. Why now? Right. And, and then the, the battle with him lasts for five minutes, maybe. It's okay. one of the least fulfilling endings in the entire Infinity Saga. <laughs> it, it really is. You <laughs> 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 to say something. Yeah. <laughs> That's Lila. Uh, now, I'm just laughing because mm-hmm. I get what y'all saying, mm-hmm. but to me, uh, Thor, the first one, was horrible. The third was unforgivable. Mm. Yeah. This and uh, Thor, the third one, it was relatable. From reading comics for all them years, mm-hmm. you know I can kind of relate to the story. Even though the visual wasn't there, what it should be, mm-hmm. but I like. Uh, I gotta say, I, I like some of the effects that they had when the lightning cloud, when the lightning came down, and all of a sudden all the, the Asgard that come out of the, uh, you know, out of the the, the smoke. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that aspect of it. But name something that in Thor one that was memorable. Only thing you probably can think that is remember about the movie when he got his hammer. That, uh, what they Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah. He jumped up in the sky while they fighting the ice giant, and he hit the ground. Yeah, and, you know he, he caused an earthquake. Mm. What else in the movie that is remember? Uh, the, the, destroy- the destroyer was. Pretty That's cool. only. That's the only remember the destroyer. destroyer. Yeah, no. When the city, the destroyer armor was cool. But I said, but uh, it wasn't really no battle. Not yeah. really, because yeah, battle, it was weaker than. You know, I, I just remember the destroyer because it was like the, yeah, it was but, the CGI was out of place. Yeah. Do you remember the fight with the destroyer? No. I remember the destroyer. I remember the destroyer. Laser beam where he got hit. What's? I'm gonna say yeah. Do you remember the destroyer or do you remember the battle with the destroyer? I remember. I, also, I remember the destroyer, but I also remember him firing the laser beam that through like when it came to that street. Yeah. No, from the whole battle. No, no, no. But I still perceive. No, I don't remember the whole battle. No. Okay, look. Seeing the, the battle with the dark, dark was, Slight know, revision, tie for worst film, the first two. <laughs> 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 that was saying. Then on that, I would say, correct, what, what, uh, Samuel Jackson word, correct the mundo. Correct the mundo. Correct the mundo, Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Check on the big brain of Brad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So so okay. So mm-hmm. twenty three is I got the first Thor. And you st- I guess we got the second the second Thor. Both, I will yeah. say the opening scene of that movie really put me in. The, I was like, hey, this is going to be good, and then it just. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then they introduced Malekith, and I was like, okay, well, Dark Elves is kind of cool. They sneak into Asgard, and spoiler mm-hmm. alert for anyone who hasn't seen that movie somehow. Uh, and they they kill everybody, and they they make off with the with the, the ether. Yeah, and yeah. kill his mother, and that's all in like the first what forty five minutes of the movie. Yeah, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. wow, this has been a great escalation, and then it just does not deliver on the back half of the movie for me. Yeah, I'll give you, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. They did drop the ball. Yeah, on, the opening but was it great. Out great. Yeah, it starts and, well. It does. Okay. They, they don't. They don't finish well. Yeah, like, yeah, he even kills Loki, but then Loki's not actually dead, which becomes a theme of this. Yeah, series. yeah. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. then the battle with Malekith was really lackluster, especially given that. As we know now, the ether contained an infinity stone, so he was powered by an infinity stone. Yeah. And Thor mopped the floor with him. Yeah. 
When oh, that did happen, yeah. On, mm. Like, as we see later on when uh, Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan has the one stone, and he's almost unbeatable until they share the power of the stone. Mm-hmm. I you don't understand. Realize, I just don't understand. But you got to realize, too, in Dark Elf, uh, uh, it wasn't in its final form. It was still in a gas form. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, so it, mm-hmm. went in, it went in a pure form, so that, that is a difference. That, that, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question, too. Because you remember the opening of Thor 2? Do you remember the, uh, anything in Thor 1? Do you have the memory of the opening of that? Just the, the, the ice giant. The, the ice, ice giant, right? Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it wasn't that memorable. But the, mm-hmm. he, the, like, the Thor starts the fight with the yeah. ice giants. That's really yeah. neat. That, and that Loki's trying to be the voice of reason, which is really odd. Exactly. Mm-hmm. As you then he got banished too. Thor character was a brat. Yeah, like a big brat. Yeah. I remember Chris Hemsworth had a blonde beard at the time. It was yeah, really he, noticeable he blonde beard. Like yeah. It was uh, very noticeable. Like, he looked back like, dang, bro. I, you do, I do think <laughs> both of the movies, especially the first Thor, important in like, the overall journey of Thor as a character through the Infinity Saga. Because it's important that we see him where he's got all this confidence and he struts because... He's the you know he's the golden boy and he's the heir of Asgard and he's so proud and high and mighty and he's struck down by his own father and then as we get through the series you know it it becomes part of the journey that he he was so high and he falls so far only to get back to where he was mm-hmm. and you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's a bad movie but it is important to his character development unfortunately okay. just expunge them both and just leave Ragnarok that masterful piece of. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yours, mm. your, 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 your uh, Thor two is twenty three. Oh yeah, Thor. Okay. Mm. All right, so we're, we're, we're ready to move on to twenty two. Yeah. Move okay. On to 22, yeah. All right. Yeah. So now we now we got twenty three out the way for number twenty two. Uh, for twenty two, for me, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I've for twenty two, I'm going to have to pick Iron Man two. I had to pick. I had to pick Iron Man. Iron Man Two was. Uh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't. I know. I didn't. Iron Man. I enjoy some parts of it, but when I look at Iron Man Two, I think of it like a com like a comedy movie. It was just like a waste of time kind of thing. And here it comes. I'm just. It's just oh, my. Oh boy. It's just my opinion. Like the Whiplash dude, I was really disappointed with as a that's, character. That's a, that's a poor it, villain. He was just a yeah, and and Mickey Rourke. It was like everybody's like, oh, he's a great. He's gonna be good. And his performance in the movie, he was like what barely in the movie yeah, at all. I, yeah. I was excited for him to be a villain because he kind of yeah. revived his career at that point. Because that was right after the wrestler. Yeah. And uh, he. Won an Oscar, was nominated for an Oscar. That's a great movie, by the way, if you guys have never seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's mm. fantastic. Um, but I thought for sure he was going to be great, and then he's barely in the movie. Mm. He doesn't really have a great like reason to want revenge on Tony Stark. Yeah. At, yeah. Least, at least not as much as I did some reading later on about the character. Like, they really didn't. Like, in in the comics, like that character has much more motivation to hate Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He didn't in the movie. We didn't have yeah. enough. Didn't know enough about him. Yeah, it's just. And that's why in the movie after that he did the expendable. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, <laughs> he did expendable. It was like, like because the plot, <laughs> it's a great series. Of movies. Well, the plot of the movie was like like it was Whiplash, and there was like with Justin with Hammerhead and such. And he and he was out and he was done with you know his you know inventions and whatnot. Mm. And then, like Tony was like going through like some kind of like was a sickness or something that like, he was uh I forgot he was 
he was going through something where he thought he was gonna like die or whatever. I can't remember what it, what yeah, it was. On the car night that he had in his chest. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The uh, that the, what was that that shrapnel or whatever from the yeah. the, the bomb, bomb. Yeah, bomb he created. Yeah, you know the the doctor we meet in the first one that saved his life. Yeah, he yeah. Was having to change those cores out because that's what's the magnets what's keeping the the shrapnel from finally getting to his heart and killing gotcha, him. Gotcha. Yeah. The, yeah. That's what I think was. for for me about the movie is just because I remember. Like after 2008 and Comic Con, they were talking about they were filming Iron Man two, and I was really excited about it. But then when we when I saw the end result, I was like, "Eh, mm-hmm. it was okay." Yeah, it was just I don't know. It just didn't really for me. It just didn't really do much do much for me. But that's just my final answer on it. That's 22 for me. What for, what about you for you guys? Um, uh, the other Thor, Thor movie. So that's fair. Yeah. Thor. yeah, this will yeah. this will be the same <laughs> See, the same thing for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. So, so jumping to twenty one. So, okay, so that's mm-hmm. everybody's yeah, twenty two. Yeah, across yeah. the board. It's the okay, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one for me is the uh, the the uh, the second four. And mm-hmm. uh, y'all pretty much said it. it was, I'm just going for me. If I'm just going off of just by, I, I like action and such. So I'm going to go off of the, the stuff I remember the most. If I had, if I was entertained through it throughout throughout the movie, that's how I'm just going to go off of it if it's something i remember the most i'm just gonna go off of that i just hate to say it, i think i remember a little bit i had a lot more entertainment and with dark with thor 2 than i did with iron man 2 yeah, that's well, the, one of the best parts like i said earlier yeah. we had a lightning strike when he came off the rainbow brick uh bridge and all the uh as going to come out came out running out mm-hmm. yeah. oh that was that one did it for me i, I mm-hmm. love that part okay mm-hmm. thor and then and then uh so twenty, so we're on twenty one. Yeah, twenty one. So I already said for me twenty one. I picked uh, Thor of the Dark World. Thor of the Dark World. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine would be Iron Man two. That's where that's where I'm gonna put my Iron Man two. Okay. It's uh we we kind of hit all the nails. I think um, the trailer made that movie look so much better than it was gonna be, and I think it hit all of the best moments in the movie in the trailer. For Iron One Man, of the few yeah. times the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where the trailer showed you pretty much all of the good bits of the movie. Oh, like one of my favorite Tony Stark transformations in the series is the one where he throws that briefcase out on the racetrack and turns yes. into Iron Man. Ooh. Oh, the one awesome! Like, that was fire. And it's yeah. wasted. In That's that true. Movie. Yeah. It's up there with like when he's falling in. What is that? The first Avengers movie where he's yeah. falling and he 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 uh, puts a suit on mid like. Mid free fall, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Also, oh man, we can make a whole other top ten list of Iron Man transformations. So that's Iron Man has like a lot of great, like, great suits and yeah. such. Oh, <laughs> what's, what's crazy is like in the comics, it's kind of easy to keep up with the suit change numbers, but like you don't realize until we get later on in the series, you start seeing yes. how many he goes mm-hmm. through. Then you like, look away from the camera, yeah, and you look back and I'm like, that's kind of dated. It was like, oh man, yeah. it's, it just got better and better and better. Yeah. I kind of like a Civil War suit a little bit more, but that's <laughs> better than a nano suit. Well, by design, by by, by design. Design one? No, I'm, I'm, I mean design, like how it looks in appearance, but like how it, how it, technology wise, I, I, I like the nano suit. But uh, that's that's another topic though. Uh, what's your, what's yours for twenty one? I want to be different, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm gonna to have different. to agree with basically the same thing. Iron Man two. Iron Man two. Yeah. The, the twenty one. Yeah. The same year, Iron Man two. And also, I hate to change another gods. What I mean by changing another god is when Taron Howard left. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, didn't, you didn't like the replacement for yeah, I like the replacement. It's just that you know it kind of changed. You know, you, 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 you had to get used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, then it changed up. Then it the, like, they would chain Iron Man. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You got to make that adjustment, and that kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Next time, baby. You know, you know what I found interesting about that though is I don't know how 
I don't know if Rhodey is as well received if Terrence Howard stays in that role. I think Don Cheadle ended up having really, and I, I guess Terrence Howard could have as well mm-hmm. had the same chemistry mm-hmm. just spending all that time together. But Don Cheadle came in; it was almost like he had been Brody yeah. the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. You were stopping in the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think I yeah. think people really. I think I've always been a fan of War Machine. Like mm-hmm. Rhodey's always been one of my favorite Marvel superheroes. Yeah, just because War Machine has all of the heavy stuff that Iron Man doesn't. Like mm-hmm. Iron Man's high on my list too. They're kind of close, but yeah, Rhodey's always had the edge just because War Machine's like configurations are always so much cooler. Oh, yeah, like, like maximum firepower. Yeah, like, all of the missiles and everything like. That's mm-hmm. the kind of powered arm I want. Like, yeah, Tony's like cat plasma weapons are cool and all, but mm-hmm. give me the heavy weapons yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think I would have been interested. I, I, w- I would be interested to see Don Cheadle in that role through the whole uh, yeah the whole run. And I, I like the difference between Iron Man and uh, War Machine. Yeah, like Iron Man is all tech. Yeah, and War Machine's War just Machine brute force. Yeah, science or his engineering. It was like tech versus mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like you can you know. Uh, between the two. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know I used to watch that Iron Man cartoon. Did you ever watch the Iron Man cartoon? Y'all remember that? Uh, I hate to say this, I hated it. it I, I I remember it from really <laughs> little, but like that's where my love of War Machine came from because oh, okay. when they used to always go out together, and I was like, man, War Machine looks so much cooler than Iron Man. <laughs> no, no. Like, Tony, Tony's such a he. I don't. Tony's kind of a, a douche. You know what I mean? Kind of, like, mm. kind of a the bit versus the Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Ford versus Ferrari in theaters yeah. now. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sponsor. So we're, I guess we're moving on to 20. 20. Yeah, on to 20. Okay. For 20. I'm going to let y'all go with this one before me this time. This is where it gets slightly tough. I'm going to go with you, uh, Quicks. Go ahead. AKA you want Jason. Me to go? Yep. Oh, You're put on the spot. Oh, boy. Number 20. Yeah. Basically, we're getting into like the decent category. Movies that are decent. No, that's about 15. Yeah. This is just, it's look, look, but see, at this the, point, this, this is where is, the movies start getting better. It's going to be tougher now. We got the worst. Yeah, it's going to be to do this. you're gonna you're gonna upset somebody. Just... I think my I think my might might be like what? <laughs> Maybe we'll Maybe see. I should... okay, well, no, I see. Do a thing. You ain't got no answer, bro. For me personally, I would say it would have to be between. Captain America Winter Soldier. What? That's why or What? I'm just What are you doing? Hold on. Winter Soldier. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. What do you mean? This is all opinion. I'm not saying it's a bad Hold on. Hold on. No. I'm not here must say I'm not saying that it's a bad movie. It's just basing it off of my opinion as to how I enjoyed it. I said I wanna say we compare between that one. Actually no, I'll say I'll say the first Captain America movie. And then between, okay. No, I'll I say, was about I'll to say, say. No, I'll say. I'll say between that one and then me personally, I'll say that one and Captain Marvel. Because Captain Marvel was good, but to me, it wasn't how... Okay, I mean, I can, it was basically... it was. We all knew it was an origin story. It was okay, to explain I, her how she... I can, I can see the Captain Marvel kind of. That's yeah, going to be a tough one to place for me because I like it. Yeah, but, but it's just not... I don't not, like it as some of the other ones. I don't hate it like some people did. I, I, don't know, I didn't hate it. It's just... I could talk ad nauseum about why people hated that movie. I don't, I don't understand why. See, I, if I said, for me, it'd be like 2019. What's like, like, think about 2019 because that's tough. Because when you think about the, the Captain America more, when it comes to Winter Soldier, not the Winter Soldier, but the first Captain America movie, yeah. To be honest, how it was presented beforehand, it wasn't really hyped how it was supposed to be. It was kind of underhyped, and then a lot of people got a little leery on it. Then, of course, when we got into Saw, we saw the movie for how it was. It was 
interesting because you get to see how he became this character, especially how I forgot his name, Chris. What's his last name? Chris Evans. Chris Evans, especially how how his first his character started. Of course, they had the CGI where he was super skinny. Of course, how his yeah. character was. Yeah, it was a until it was a stand-in double yeah. until you got the super serum. So super serum from there, and then it's like going forward from there. You get to see his character how he went to war, and then of course he made of course the display Red Skull, and then the Hydra from there. So it's like cool lore from there, but it's just for me personally, it's not something that's super memorable. It's entertaining for what it was, especially when it comes to the Tesseract and then events from the I'll say it's it's hard. Okay, so you said twenty with twenty huh? is, is I'll can, say it's between twenty and nineteen with between Captain Marvel and then Captain America. I'll I'll, I'll jump. I guess huh? I'll jump in mm-hmm. twenty. I said it's hard. I, I <laughs> for for me, number twenty is uh, Captain Marvel. You said Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel for me. I I, I hate this I enjoy <laughs> for me. I, I enjoy I, I enjoyed it for I I I'll Enjoy it for what it was, but it didn't we, do much we, for me. We, I'm just gonna we, say we, that. Uh, <laughs> what we, you want? Mr. Uh, Show that was supposed to interject. Oh, yeah, Go ahead. Okay, you said you enjoyed it for what it was. What was it? It's about a it was in a story about a lady was it from like, from like, the lady who used to live on Earth who got uh what's her name. She she got abducted. She got, she got well the she most powerful being in the universe. Yeah, <laughs> she got yeah pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the orange. I would say this. I'll put that move a little higher. I think. I think. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I think. Think. I think. Why I said it because, like, because when Captain Marvel came up, it was just that. I'll be honest. We were all like, okay, I don't. I just want to get through this so we can get to like yeah, Endgame. Really That's what it pretty much. Poorly, t- poorly timed. It was kind. It was kind of because it was the, the, final, the time. Yeah. It, the time it, it felt. End of everything. And yeah, it, it, it so felt ready for Endgame. Yeah, it felt pretty much like filler because like because like Infinity War happened. Then we saw that. We're like, what's, what's, what's going on with Captain Marvel? We're like, all right, let's move on ahead. Let's move on ahead. Yeah, I want to get to yeah, this. Which is fair. <laughs> the only reason I give it a little, I give it a little higher rating because mm-hmm. you get a lot of comic book fan service. Okay. Because, yeah, most people didn't know that they paid homage to both Captain Marvel. Yes. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, they did. Uh, the, 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 yeah. Because the woman that she gets the powers from is the original Captain Marvel, right? Oh, uh, no. Uh, it's a guy. Marvel? Originally. Yeah, it was a guy. The Marvel, yeah. Captain Marvel yeah. also uh, a power. It was a new Black Marvel. It was the Black uh, Captain Marvel. And the lady who was a friend in that movie, she was the Black Cap- Captain Marvel. Oh. But now, when she had the Captain Marvel came back, she became Photon. Mm. Yeah, so mm. and they, a lot of people didn't catch that in the movie. So that's why I like about it because they had both Captain Marvel in the movie, but a lot of people did not catch that. Gotcha. That's why I put it a little bit higher because being an old comic book fan, mm-hmm. and I realized that, and, and and I love it. But a lot of people missed that. They didn't catch it when the uh, you know let your old comic book fan. Mm-hmm. That's why I rate that movie just a little bit higher. It was, it was tough for me because it, it was it was it was tough for me because it was because because my nineteen was was Captain America First Avenger. It was like even those it was yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah. it was it was tough for me. That was like that's why I'll say 19 for another yeah, my, topic. My 20 would be Captain America First Avenger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. same here. I put Captain America First Avenger. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons is, you know, I love the story. I love how they mm-hmm. chose Captain, yeah. uh, Captain America. But the villain, his voice did not fit the character. You don't, you don't think... <laughs> no, Hugo, was it, Hugo, think, uh, Hugo, wasn't it? Hugo, what, what is it? Hugo Weaving? Hugo Weaving? Yeah. You, don't, you didn't like his semi-unconvincing uh, German accent? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Captain Ooh. America. Shots fired. <laughs> I just look at him. I just, mm. I just look at the dude like, oh, that's the dude from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's funny that you say that because 
Um, he was actually given the voice of Megatron in Transformers because of his voice. Oh, really? They told Frank Welker, who voiced Megatron in the original series, mm-hmm. after they hired Peter Cullen to be Optimus Prime, because let's be honest, if that hadn't happened, then nobody would have seen the movie. That's um, they told Frank Welker that his voice wasn't, uh, it wasn't good enough. The oh, man wow. who's the voice of Megatron, they told him it wasn't good enough. They had to bring him back for the rest of the series, though, because he voiced, like, Two other characters and uh, Soundwave, which is another character he voiced in the show. Mm-hmm. But imagine that. Like, you you said his voice was weak, and then he was actually given a job because of his voice. Mm-hmm. They said he was... Now, I just wonder, uh, maybe he couldn't sound as menacing. They didn't want him to sound as menacing as he did with Megatron, because he's a pretty good Megatron, mm-hmm. as it turned out. But I, that's interesting. He's interesting. Uh, that's crazy. Interesting moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 20 for everybody. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Captain America. Captain America. Captain America. America. So three caps and one me, but Captain Marvel. Now we're on to 19. uh, So for me, I was already said it, for 19 for me is Captain America America. versus versus Avengers. Um, Same reason, like I said before, like I enjoy like the entertainment story. I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't really, I didn't think much about what you said about the... uh, about uh, what's it called? You said you go with this terrible German accent. I didn't think about it yeah, at the time. I, I'm like, you know, he's not I, wrong. I'm so used to bad accents I sometimes. Remember. Yeah, especially in like more actiony movies, like it, it didn't really bother me. But now that he says that, like, I can kind of see it. Yeah, like in that movie, I just remember like some of the little humor and uh, like some of the little like I'm a I'm like I'm a fan. I'm a Captain America fan of his character, so I, so I do um appreciate it. You know how he grew up and such, and how he yeah. was getting. You know how he was just uh. You know, like he was this very skinny dude, but he was—he had like this all of the heart, this heart and the courage. Like, even, like, like no matter what, like no matter what, he still like he still uh, had like the ambition and like the like the willpower to do anything, even though he was like physically like like I hate to say the word like phys- physically like inferior to everybody he and was. such. He was. But it's like, a correct assessment. Yeah, but he was just. Uh, but I mean, but he he had to, he still had the courage to you know do what he did. And I uh, I like that movie. Yeah. The things I like about the movie, I should rephrase what I'm saying. Um, I like that from the get-go of the introduction of Steve Rogers, we understand the kind of man that he is. Yeah. And that never wavers for a single second through 23 movies. I know he's not in all of them. Mm-hmm. But every time Steve is on screen, he's the same guy he was when we met the kids. Exactly. Meet up in the alleyway. Exactly. He's and the same he, dude. That, I think that's why so many people like Captain America, mm-hmm. especially the way Chris Evans played him, the way yeah. they wrote him. It's hard to not like him. Yeah. You know, it, it really is. Like, you just see this guy that has miles and miles of heart. Yeah. And he's the, like, like the, um, what was the doctor's name that <sighs> created the serum? I forgot his name. I don't, I don't you know, he mean. tells him that night before, he's like, I don't want this serum to change who you are. Always be a good man. You know, and it's like, okay, well, yeah. I don't think he could not be. I feel you on that. I think for me as a movie too, like, I think it's probably one of like, for me, it's like one of the, one of the most watchable movies. Like you can, like if I were to watch it on TV and so I sit down and watch it and be like, and be like, oh yeah, that did happen. Like it had like, I think it had like a, Decent cast of characters, even like yeah, the characters yeah. themselves, because they had like Nick Fury's father was in it. You had How- like Howard Stark was in it. Yeah. Um, like Bucky before having him. Like you, mm-hmm. you see like a lot. Like like Captain America's and his like his story and his characters. Like man, he, he his universe of characters are pretty. Uh, like the villains are pretty. Uh, I guess sinister is the word for it. Yeah, because it's coming because it takes place in like, in, yeah, like they around, come from yeah. that time where it's easy to yeah. write a sinister character. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, it just. 
I don't know. I, I just, I just, as a movie itself, I, it was probably one of the most watchable. Well, like one, one of the, the it's, it's, even though it's like, the, it's like the least on the list, but it's still one of the yeah. like one yeah, of the watchable I, weeks I can I watch. I tune in for a little bit every time it's on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you want to say, Mister Show? Yeah. And one thing I would say, like, kind of like what we were talking about earlier today. You know, everybody set their own limit. Even mm-hmm. like with a little guy, uh, he was fearless. Yeah. And that that one thing I like about Captain America. Even though uh, people are already uh, say, "Oh, you you cannot fit this job," yeah, <laughs> you know you don't you don't fit the type. Yeah, body too weak, but he didn't let that stop him. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I would say you yourself set your own limit, and that's one thing I like about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, even oh forgot. Yeah, like, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones in this movie too. Yeah, he is as yeah. the guy that's in charge of the little training program. Mm-hmm. One of one of my favorite bits is that scene, the scenes where he's in boot camp and like he keeps getting told he's not right. He's not like he was saying he's not yeah. good enough. And every time we see Steve have this ingenuity and like he won't be denied. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 he said like it, he like the scene where he says nobody's ever gotten this uh, this flag, but whoever can get this flag, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. base. And the, nobody can get it, and he just pulls the pin out, and the the pole falls over, and he gives him the flag. And that's what we're, we're going to say next. See? <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> nobody thought of that. And then, interestingly enough, Tommy Lee Jones' character is him telling Peggy Carter that he's just not fit for the program. Yeah. And so he throws that grenade, and Steve's the only one that jumps on the grenade. And that sort of, like, epitomizes Steve Rogers as a character. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else dove out of the way and he mm-hmm. not he just instant instinctively jumped on the grenade. This is a selfless character. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing too, because people all think, well, you gotta be physical to be strong. You gotta have the physical presence. Mm-hmm. You gotta be physically strong, you gotta be mentally strong too. Yeah, that's, that's why I, I kinda like I kinda gravitate towards characters who are um a little more like I guess selfless and such because this mm-hmm. is a little more inspiring. It's it shows that, you know, I think as a human society that we should you know be inspired more to be more um you know self selfless, selfless and, yeah. and help you know help others in needs just you know you don't 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 do it cuz you like have to but just do it cuz it's right mm-hmm. you know it's just helping somebody so mm-hmm. anyways but anyways uh that's my oh oh wait, did you pick the different thing um no, I would be Captain Marvel okay same reason huh anything you want to elaborate on my fault ah I'll say one reason I don't drink Captain Marvel because first one of the big things when they evolved the Creed, not, uh, and you also have the skulls which is involved too, which I was super excited to see them for once. So it's like you see her purpose where she actually basically went to the unit, well, went to different plants to actually save a different race that was going to be extinct due to, of course, you got Galactus who was getting ready to consume worlds, yeah, which I'm excited for. Because you know we all been waiting for Galactus, but you know certain movies didn't deliver. <laughs> oh, far fetched! Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we were about that, yeah. <laughs> that was one thing that excited me too, at least about that. And of course, I like the idea, even though it's kind of dark, but how they were using her as a weapon yeah. to basically to take over a certain planets. Was or, it like a know, battery stuff? or something? Like huh? a power? Like a power? Like a battery of some sort? What do you mean? No, they had like a... she had the she had the power of the way one of the gen, like. Yeah, she had but one of the powers of the stones. Yeah, but the thing is, she was getting uh, used as a weapon. Right? Yeah, because they were this they kind of. I want to see that's the mind check, but basically they convinced her that that she's the allies with those certain guys. I don't remember their names exactly, but ideally she was just used as a weapon for their objectives. So over time, of course, when she broke away, she would come home, dump them down. Yeah, but um, they even had the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy in that one too. I, uh, yeah, I I thought it was an interesting twist with the scrolls that they were they were the victims. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. As, yeah. as it turned out, I I really I I really did like that because. You know, we're whenever you think of the scrolls, you think of the war that they had with the Avengers and yeah. the comics, and like that they're bad guys. So to have them introduced and put into the universe, and then to have them be 
truly the victims, not the the, the monsters mm-hmm. we're led to believe early on, but that they're you know trying to survive because they're being hunted and annihilated, and yeah. they're the ones that need the help. As mm-hmm. it turns out, that was an interesting twist. I, I did appreciate that. That was mm-hmm. nice. That was a nice mm-hmm. like, change of pace. Oh, that reminds me of the scrolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that's like it's just another reason why. I see, of course, it's the origin story, but of course, it's like there's not really many characters that could match a power at that time. Because think about, like, the whole time she was captured on that ship, there's really nobody really that could stop her, especially when at full power. Yeah. Yeah, there was very, yeah, so that's why later on, of course, when it comes to, you know, the end game when he had Thanos, it was kind of exciting to see that fight between those two. Because mm-hmm. you got to display here real power, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. I heard they, they, filmed, they filmed her scene with Avengers, and they did the Captain Marvel movie afterwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, so everybody got we got nineteen. Oh, what's well, what's your nineteen, wow. Mr. Showdown? Wow. I'm so sorry, buddy. So just because I ain't got no mic, that means I can't talk. Is that what you're trying to say? The no. disrespect. <laughs> uh, my number was nineteen. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would hate to say this is a mirror of me, Miss Marvel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I say it's so we got three Captain. One of the Captain, Captain America. All right, that's cool. Captain's cleaning house on number nineteen. See, this is see eighteen is gonna get really interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> now, now it's gonna I'm get really. A lot of movies that I don't love. Uh, okay, we're at that decent range. Okay, so for eighteen, for me, I'm going to pick the uh, Ant Man. It's. I think it's a fair. I enjoy. I I I like I like it, man. But I, but I I enjoy it, man. It was it was an entertaining movie and everything. I think I don't know. It's just a, I think it was a. There were some better movies than that, man. I I hate to say it. I mean, it's better than the ones before the before I mentioned. But I had to put I, I had to put Ant Man. I think it's like the safe number. There were there were a lot more entertaining movies. I think the Ant Man the Wasp was a better movie than than that. And even like you know, that's that's I know it's tough. I'm just that's that's a tough one. That's that's what I'm saying. I told you it was gonna get tough. Like, wait, 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 wait. I, I wait. wanna say Ant Man. Hold, hold, like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Trying to fix it. Hold up. You know, wait, wait. I, I, you know what? Let me take that oh. back. I hate to let me take that oh, back. Oh, so you're now. I hate to say that. I probably put Incredible Hulk at 18. Oh wait. Yeah. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Before Army? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Before Hitman? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Oh, which, that which incredible, that incredible Hulk, Hulk was that? good. Is that the one with... Uh, but, 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 the, the, I think... I think the, re- the, re- reason why, the reason why I think I, I probably put the 18... Because, like, like, the Incredible Hulk was just... Uh, it had, what, three major fight scenes in it? And it was just, it was just like... A, no, for me, how I watched it, it was just... The two thousand eight, the two thousand eight yeah, one, yeah. Okay, hold on, the hold one on. with Edward Norton in it. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the one I'm talking. About. Yeah, the Edward Norton in it. Okay. Yeah, I, I just. Hmm. Three. I remember like three at best. Well, those fight scenes were incredible. Hello, one fight scene with Abomination. Yeah, <laughs> when they went to that one, that but uh, I, I, was that, I, it was that college, and then he yeah, went yeah. that center port, and then yeah, the but, but, but when, when I look at it, when I look at it now, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Then Abomination. Yeah, it was cool. And that was a big fight. They went to that, even to the city, the city level. Destruction, <laughs> flames everywhere. It was a big fight. Yeah, I had to say 18. I'm sorry for me. For Incredible. Yeah. That Incredible bad. <laughs> no, it's just... 
like I incredibly disagree with your decision. No, I, like, I said it was gonna get. I said I said it was gonna be, it's gonna get tough. It was just for for me. Like I, I don't. The thing with me, like I there was all I remember was the 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 fights for the most part, and then like and then like at the end of the movie where he like he did got to control the power and he smiled at the end. But it was just that kind of like we said with like like Terrence Howard and everything else. It was just that it was kind of short lived. And now four years later, we didn't get another. We didn't see uh, Hulk again to like the the first Avengers, and it was a it was a new different uh, cast. Yeah, him and, and Terrence were like pretty much yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they had, they had to do what they had to do. So yeah. And that was one of his biggest mistakes. Yeah, and but but it also gave us Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I love Mark Ruffalo. Addition, and everyone loves him so much they want him to have his own standalone. Which but I, I, would I, w- see. I will say that the, the 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 incredible. I'll say one cool thing about the Incredible Hulk is just the uh, I guess the CGI for it. He looked a lot more vicious and and the that like that one looks a lot more vicious than the one we kind of have now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he like he was he was cut and ripped. And he yeah. was he like he was about to yeah. whoop somebody. That's, that's my number for 18. But what's y'all's pick for 18? For me, it, I can't decide if I want to put Ant-Man or or kind of feeling Doctor Strange. But I don't know if I want it that low because I do like that movie. Doctor Strange is good, especially the ending. I love the, the ending. I really like the fighting in that movie once he started to learn how to fight with all of that. That that was pretty dope. Um, I think we go with Ant-Man. I like, like uh, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I like Scott Lang as a character. But yeah. I was bummed that Hank is in the movie, but he's not. We, we never. Yeah, I know what you mean. We you never know, get to. Like, come on. He was the one that's I, the. Uh, I do, he was the original. Man. He was original. He was. Now he was smart. Smart too. And yeah. It, yeah. And he created the pin particles and all that. Yeah. I do like that. The the story we get with Scott is that anyone can be a hero. You know, like yeah. You don't just because you don't have this. You're not a super soldier or a smart guy or anything like that. You know, a trained assassin or all these other characters we have. Here is Scott Lang, average man, who is a rehabilitated felon because he was a burglar, but he was good at it. Yeah. And he's, you know, a divorced father who doesn't get to see his daughter like he wants to. And he needs to score. He doesn't want to get into crime, but he's not making money. He gets fired from his job trying to be, you know, you know go straight. Mm. And he goes for this one job and steals from the wrong guy, but also the right guy. Yeah. Because it was all a test. And Hank knew. And then, you know, here's this guy who he's really just an average Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. he very much is an average Joe. He's not Dr. Bruce Banner, you know, the head of like the, the forefront of gamma radiation research. He's not Tony Stark, savant genius. He's not assassin like Black Widow. He's not anything. He's just a guy. Yeah. And he's he ends up uh, he ends up as part of, you know, the Avengers and a key cog in the wheel. And fairly important to a couple of things that they do, but overall, the movie itself, I just, it's got some good comedy, but like I said, I was bummed that Hank wasn't in it, uh, the whole, who's the bad guy in the movie? Is it the Yellow Jacket? Yeah, yeah. the Yellow Jacket. Um, who was the Yellow Jacket in that movie? Was it, he was the guy. Was it Jeff Bridges? No. no. That's that's the first Iron Man. That's yeah, the, that's, that's the, the uh, first Iron Yeah, first Iron Man. He was, I for, he was that guy that had to have been... I can't remember, but I remember he's taking a half a car. That's all. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember his name. Um, this is gonna get tough. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's where I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Ant Man. Okay, and you, and you, Mr. Quicks. I'm probably gonna have to agree. 
Say in the say in the mic again. Probably have to agree. It's probably going to be Ant Man. Okay. And pretty much he labeled most of the points anyway, but it's not really much that bad. What about you, Mister Showdown? I would say Iron Man three. And why I say that? Yep, yeah, Iron Man three because <laughs> I like the story of Iron Man three. I like that you know after all this stuff happened. That's a good point. You know, yeah, <laughs> had, had his nervous breakdown. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it, the movie didn't really do nothing for me. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I understand he had to fight his way back. He had to find the courage, you know, and, you know, it took a little kid to help him find a, you know, find a way back, you know, to, to being a hero. Mm-hmm. But I, I get it. But the story is just, it's just in a, it's just, in a, it's just to me, just in whole water. It could have been, a, it could have been a lot better, a lot of, uh, it looked like, uh, Static J got something to say. He would have tapped his Nah, it's just, I think, because this list, because, like, every, all these movies have, like, their own kind of cool dramas to it. You got, like, mm-hmm. your cosmic stuff, then there's comedies, and then there's, uh, action, crime, like, uh, thrillers. It's just, yeah. it's, it's so, cause every, every movie is so different with yeah. their own. That's the funny thing. But I think that's why they're so widely appealing to everyone. Yeah. There's something for everybody. Yes, yeah, that's what, that's what. Just it. with the heroes themselves, with the villains, with the stories and the movies yeah. and everything, like, you know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember three. That was. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's not a great movie. I, yeah. I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I can watch it anytime. I was, TV. I was mad when I saw Iron Man three, and then I watched it again. I, I, I like, ah, oh, that's not yeah, fair. See, that's how I, when I first yeah. watched it, I didn't really care for. Like, what is this garbage? Yeah. Then I watched it a second time. Okay, I get it. As he went out in the outer space and all this stuff, you know, he realized what was really out there and how insignificant we really was. Mm-hmm. Then you know, that, that could have you know. Uh, how can I say you? Uh, you know, you only see what's in front of you, mm-hmm. and then this ain't no a door open, and you see kind of like uh, what that movie that we were talking about earlier, and they seem like the Earth was in a closet, mm-hmm. and all around it was space, and that's how small you know you really is into the universe. Mm-hmm. I, I get it, you know, you had to suck all that in, and for a guy to have all that knowledge, and he he missed all that. Yeah. So it's it, like he had to remap. He was more. He was. Yeah, he had to remap the way he was thinking. Mm. He was very human in that movie. Yeah, and well, I, I, that, that's one thing I like. I like 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 the quality. And sometimes we, as adults, we we forget that little uh, all the stuff that we needed we need to know. And mm-hmm. a little kid can kind of bring us back to it. Yeah, you know, they 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 see these things simple, and we look at it it's so complex, and really it's not. We we make it more than what it is. And no, that's the reason that I picked Army Tree. That's a good. Good boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, on to what? 17? 17. So 17 for me. Uh Ant Man. Uh where was your 18? Eight my 18 was Incredible Hulk. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I know like what the heck you put the eight you put Ant Man after the Hulk? Okay. I'll probably explain why. It's the reason bad. why I like Ant Man, I know because like I know, you know it's funny because when I saw the first Ant Man, I, I was like, eh, I don't want to see that. So let's, I thought he was just a lesser character, but when I saw the movie and what they did with the character, I was entertained. I, I laughed a lot watching mm-hmm. the movie. Ant Man's a family. It's a family friendly movie mm-hmm. to watch. You can watch, you can watch that movie with your family and have a good time. You can watch it on Christmas. You can watch it whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing I like about uh, Ant Man. Uh, like it was probably with a supporting cast of characters they yeah. had because they had like Michael uh, Pena, Pena, whatever his name Michael is. Pena yeah, the guy like was all yeah, he like his best friend. Like, when he does like the little fast speaking things, let me tell you about my friend about his way. So I know this guy, he did this brother here, and he goes here this way, and he did this. I'm like, this. this guy, he's like, what they, you doing? Uh, they really let him just kind of run because he's he's just funny. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd is a funny guy. 
Yeah. And so they just kind of let them play off of each other, and it worked out. Yeah, really it was well. Hmm. And the rest of those guys and his crew, his little crew, are also hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, I forgot Ti was in that movie. Like, what yeah. you doing here? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, Ti was in it. It was just, I, I just love it. It was just entertaining. And then the thing I noticed about Edmund is like everybody was getting punched in the face the entire yeah. time. If you can count it, like there was an honors trailer that like, everybody gets now. Everybody gets punched in the face. Bam! <laughs> like everybody gets. If you watched it, like every, it's just that for me, I had a good time. Like I was laughing. Like. Every time, like, they were, like, sneaking in this base, and then, like, they, his best friend was, he was, like, pretending as a security guard or whatever. And the guy goes, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, no, bam! <laughs> 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 I, just, I just, I just love little, I, I'm just, I, I'm a little, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, like, slapstick humor and stuff. So, you know, that's just that's my reason. That's just, that's why I like, it's just the little things I like about Ant-Man. And then, like, the setup for, like, Hope to be, um, the Wasp was pretty cool. Probably was like yeah, that was that was at the end. Of the, was that the at the end of the movie or the trailer? Was it the credits? It was the end of I think the first movie. Probably like probably in the credits. Yeah, they, they kind of, they kind of pull what they did with like Iron Man with Terrence, Terrence Howard, except she actually became the Wasp. Yeah, <laughs> you know? she didn't get recast. She didn't get recast she though. Asked for too much money. Yeah, but uh, that's that's my answer. Did answer. Get, hmm. Would he get canceled? No, I was oh. saying, I was saying, like they they pulled the same thing. I remember when, remember when Terrence Howard was like, "Yeah, the next time, baby," when he saw that suit, and he never happened. I said they pulled the same thing with her, but she actually was the wall. She didn't get recasted. So, yeah. um, so for me, yeah. oh man, I had some. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be Iron Man three for me. This is gonna be Iron Man three. Um, Iron Man three. Yeah. I. I remember people saying that nobody I, liked it because I, I didn't care for it. I still don't. Yeah. I like it more than two, but I don't like it more than one. Um, mm. I do like the humanity we see from Tony, but and that's the that is it's like the tipping point for that came before Age of Ultron, right? Or was that? Af- yeah, no, it's after, before. Yeah, right yeah, before. Yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's the tipping point for the Tony we get for the rest of the series, where. His eye is never on the present; it's only on the future. You know, like that. Tony becomes the Tony that develops Ultron. That becomes the Tony that wants to. Oh yeah, because the plan for Thanos becomes the Tony that wants to make a better world for his eventual. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. where he comes from. So it it has kind of its place, and I like the the like we really get to see Tony vulnerable and weak, like you said. Yeah, something to that point, he's untouchable. Yeah, you know, minus the part where he's trapped in the cave at the beginning mm-hmm. of the first one, like he was a good man. He was you know? very, he's like, very cocky. Yeah, he, and he gets, you know, he gets brought down. I do love that. Um, what's his name? Ben, the the guy that plays the Mandarin, like the they actor do. in the movie. Yeah, um, Ben Ben Kingsley. Yeah, I, I loved him in that movie. But I hated Guy Pierce as the villain. I really did. I'm um, the Mandarin. Yeah, I, I hated Guy Pierce as the bad guy in that movie. It just his roles are so hit or miss for me. Yeah. And like in that movie, I was like, wow. Cause he came on screen. I was like, Oh look, it's guy Pierce. I bet he's the bad guy. And then like an hour later, it's like, Hey look, guy Pierce is the bad guy. Cool. Go call that one next. Like I, I, I did I wasn't invested in him as the bad guy, hmm. especially after like the reveal where the Mandarin Ben Kingsley isn't the Mandarin. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a Joker actor. It was like, okay, well that's a decent twist, I guess. But, Thanks for just confirming what I knew before you gave me that reveal. Yeah. You know, I, I, Guy Pierce is, he's got like certain roles that are good for him, and that was not one. 
Forgettable, sadly. Yeah, he's <laughs> very forgettable. This 23 movie saga. He's just there. Yeah. I think he was highest on the list. And they did like a Watch Mojo, like, like forgettable villains. And he oh, was yeah. like, he was, was the highest one. Top of that one. Um, along with Mickey Rourke in the second Iron Man. Yeah. Movie. And for you, Mr. Quicks. Pretty much the same thing for me. It's going to be Iron Man 3. That man. Pretty much the same thing. It's like, for me, I'm a little bit of a sucker when it comes to comeback stories. Like for a C for a 3, of course, you pretty much said it before, how basically he's just. At the point where he's like this mentally just broke down for how it is. Of course, his home gets destroyed. Of course, Pepper and everyone's had that to escape. And of course, you watch the store, but you see how broken he is. Because, like you said before, when it comes to space, like he only seems like the little speck of what's happening on Earth. And then once that opens up, where he sees those different alien creatures, he sees vision of Thanos and all that. He sees how everything's just how basically he said how small he is. So it's like he has to recuperate his mind and just gets to focus where of course you're seeing where he creates Ultron from there creating defenses where he creates those, all those different mechs in the future but it's just from him just mentally trying to come back from his basically mentally not even say mentally a comeback but mentally evolving himself to prepare for the worst in the future it's like a little I, a little paranoid but he was well it's yeah. yeah but it's paranoid but in, somewhat in a good extent somewhat because he's preparing what's going to happen in the future which, which he does though ready, yeah. yeah which he does though but not everybody agrees with him but it kind of helps him evolve as a character because he's mentally preparing for the worst that's what I'll say yeah and, so yeah nah. and you're number 17 versus showdown I would say don't get me wrong Spider-Man Homecoming <sighs> yes I'm interested I, to know. Uh, don't get me wrong. I am shooketh. I am. I love Spider-Man. I love the character to play as Spider-Man. It's just the villain. Vulture. I don't know what? Why, yeah, I don't know okay. why I put Vulture into a mechanical suit. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I hey. When I found out Michael Keaton was the bad guy, I was like, cool, it's going to be a good... He did everything he could to save that character. The Vulture as a whole in that movie is kind of rough. Although the Vulture is one of my least yeah, favorite exactly. Spider-Man villains, period, I've always found him to be beyond stupid and inferior to Peter. Here's some dude with a dumb suit keeping up with a superhuman. Come on, man! Like everybody else that he fights is some sort of freak, like mm-hmm. him. The Vulture is just some like middle-aged man in a suit that flies. <laughs> I like the way they made him look to try and make him seem more menacing with like the solid steel metal wings that can mm-hmm. slice through things like butter and. You know, the claws and all, but it, that's just a weak villain, especially for an opening movie. I guess I get it because it makes yeah. it easier to establish Spider-Man and, like, have a weaker villain so you can let Spider-Man do some other things around mm-hmm. as the villain's doing things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I agree. That, yeah, I love the story of Spider-Man. I, I love the film coming to it own. It's just that the villain was a very weak villain. The, uh, I gotta say, uh, the presentation of the villain was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that kind of kind of lost me. And that would be my number eighteen pick. Say seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, might want to edit that out. That's <laughs> no, all good. We'll fix it. You'll see. You'll see subtitles on the screen. You'll see it in red. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so we had to take a quick break. I had to turn, I had to reset the camera and everything. But uh, okay, so now we're on uh, number uh, sixteen, and uh, for number sixteen pick. For me, I'm going to have to go with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, look. Let, let me jump in real, real fast here. I'm going to be honest with you guys. The home stretch to Endgame, I was not the most faithful in the series. So I still haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
It's all good. But I was just going to toss neither. it in here before I got near the top ten. Are you serious? You haven't seen it either? No. That's why I'm taking a pass on this round. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it is yet. It, is it good? I, I picked up that I missed out on yes. a, it's a better than, slightly it's, it's, important piece when you know, uh, it's, Scott ends up in the... It's, it's an important piece for uh, what's going to lead up to Endgame. 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 But um, nah, I, I, for for Endgame and the Wasp, it was pretty... I, I, I enjoyed it. It was better than uh, the first one. They introduced... Um, like they showed the, the you know the consequences what happened with civil war because uh what's his name was in uh house of arrest and such for two years and everything Ooh. and then uh scott lang oh scott lang. yeah they, 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 there was consequences for you know what happened in well, yeah. civil war. Well, i mean remember at the end of uh civil war cap has to break people out of that yeah uh, what do they call that prison out there well he, he broke he broke uh, out he broke out uh Falcon, black widow uh, yeah excuse me he, he broke out falcon uh Black Widow, uh, no Falcon, Scarlet Witch, and oh, uh, those two, and Black and Black and uh, Black. Oh, no, um, uh, somebody else was out there too. I, I thought it was like three or four people he broke out of there. Just only like two people, I think, at best. Because like, because what happened was that uh, Scott Lang and what's his, what's the other guy name? Hawkeye. Uh, the Hawkeye. They took like I think like Please or whatever. So oh. they they had to do like house arrest for like two years and such, so they can be with their families. Mm. That's what it was. But besides that, but basically, them and the walls they introduced some cool characters. They introduced like. Uh, that lady who was uh, I forgot her. I don't remember her name, but she's the one that can like phase through things or whatever because an experiment went wrong. And the person who was looking after her was uh Lawrence Fishburne character who was like the the Goliath. Oh, and Black Goliath. Black Goliath. It was just a uh, like. Remember what you were saying earlier? Like it'd be nice if you see like you know Hank Pym back in the early days yeah. and stuff. But it kind of sucks with you know because they're kind of older and such, so they can't really um. You know, do much. Uh, it, it was only so much they can do. We like, we know if you were like comic book fan growing up back in the day, it would be like a fan service to you know for you and such. But like maybe for back then, like it'd be kind of nice to see that person in action. You would see like you know to. Yeah, ju- then also you got to look at the timeline of the movie. Yeah, the timeline. Yeah, from timeline at the time, I would say, what Hank Pym? He wanted he wouldn't what you call he wasn't the Ant Man no more. Yeah. So yeah, and the line had retired. So. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, too, they, they, they at the end of the movie they found uh, what's her name the uh, the person who got, they got stuck in the quantum realm. Oh, he went ghost. The, uh, it was ghost, and it was his wife that he was trying to look for. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Hank Pym's wife. Yeah, they which felt, is, wasn't that the theory in the first movie that that's why he had been working so hard to try and get back because he yeah. knew she was stuck. And he was yeah, going to try and the, save her. The original one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to know how how she got stuck without that suit. Or had he made that new suit? Well, you remember she uh, she had a, she already had a suit, and to uh, order to get through that t- titanium plate, she had to shrink down small enough to get through it, but they can stop there as a rocket. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah, and, yeah. And when, when she had keep shrinking, and she getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That what was it, the quantum zone. I can't remember. Yeah, they got the quantum mm-hmm. realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that what that what happened. Yeah, and then. In the and in the movie because like they explained they were explaining things like you know about like time and everything that was it was gonna lead up to the plot to like Endgame that's where yeah. everybody was theorizing and everything that's why that was pretty cool so that's my you know so anyway that's that's like my, my answer for like sixteen. In my number sixteen, to both of y'all pass would be the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I was gonna put mm-hmm. it right around here too. Yeah. I just I just wasn't sure where I was gonna put Ant Man and Wasp and don't crucify me, Internet, but Far From Home. <clears throat> I still haven't seen it. Oh, I, I haven't said I haven't seen it. I know it's. I know. I know it would be high on the list. I just said. Oh boy! It happens. Help this man, Jesus. <laughs> it happens. He needs some milk. 
Okay, so six. So wait, so, so you're gonna wait oh, until you put. Just just go ahead and you can toss Emma in the wasp in here for me too. I guess for Jason, we'll just. Okay. Okay. I love the Hulk. better than the original original Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robo, 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 Oh, Eric Bana. Yeah. Yeah. And he had no experience. That was like 2003. That was an yeah, awful movie. He was horrible. I ain't never seen the critical hook off of Superpower Dog. Then he fought, he fought him with his lightning guy. I don't know. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, I don't know what the hell he was. Anyway, yeah. well, I could say here, right? Yeah, it's cool. You can say what you want. Yeah, look, don't be afraid to swear because the first two episodes of the podcast, Alex was over here dropping F-bombs. Like, oh, my God. Okay. Like mad, okay. it would have been hilarious if you had been bleeping him out because eventually I, it would just it gets it would like sound like it was like I, some angry rant. It gets to add some subtitles. It gets to a point. It gets to a point. You're like, I'm tired. I can't the, go. The dolphin noise. <laughs> you like, right. I mean, like, if you were an editor, you edit, if you were editing and such, and you, and you try to edit all those curse words. One of those, you're gonna have like one of them, man. You're like, oh, you're like, ah, oh, dang, I forgot about it. <laughs> That's true. And that, that's what that would really sold me on that. Yeah, that was a good fight because that was a pure yeah, destruction they, in they that tear city. The city apart. That looks like the city was in yeah, flames. That, uh, is that It's very underrated though. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where he like launches the the tanker truck at him or whatever? They're like tossing like vehicles at each other. Yeah, they were. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. And he has to made you know made the fist. Yeah. Yes. That's my love for our love. It's innovative. All that rage he made to Axel Bar- Hulk smash. Yeah. yeah. I think why he did the shockwave too when he yeah, slapped it. And I think you saw the... Sh- the Hulk smash and also did the Hulk stomp. That's what I'm saying. You get to see how destructive he really is. Yes. With that slap, it literally shattered glass mm. everywhere. Mm. Huge mm. cars were flying. I'm like, that's what I love. It's just the same we never got a solo, not a solo sequel of a whole Hulk movie. Yeah. Well, you know, now, like, like we were talking about earlier, man. With Black Widow coming in and establishing that we're going to start jumping around in the timeline, yeah, we very we, ugh, we very well may get mm-hmm. a, a movie, especially because the community wants it so badly. And Mark yeah. Ruffalo has since come out and said that if they want to do one, he's very open to because he actually enjoys playing Bruce Banner a lot. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that. Oh my god! My gosh! That would be awesome. Be that would be awesome. So uh, you think, but who would they pit him against, though? And when it comes to that arena, well, I mean, they, they, they kind of do with Thor Ragnarok. Reg- what's the name? Better A Bill? Well, I don't know. Since now, since they got control of Fox, they're going to make the, hopefully the original one. Because, like, in anime, they mm-hmm. put Bill uh, Ray Bill yeah. because they didn't have a right. So, in the, in the actual comic book, it's still a service. Yeah, the cosmic being oh, yeah. of the Galactus. Oh, so, that'd be interesting. Oh, that would man. be nice. That would be crazy, especially if in one of the future movies here we get a silver surfer, surfer like uh, <laughs> credit screen. Yeah, especially like before the Fantastic Four, you know, it, it kind of gives you because ah! we do know that. We I mean, you kind of have. Hold on, though. We do know that there's a Fantastic Four movie coming in which like the next I'm super hyped for because it's done by Marvel. Um, and it's all it, if he's not in the movie, which I don't think he will be. I'm sure they'll pick some lesser villain for the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, or maybe they'll pick Doctor Doom. To get him involved Ooh. in the series because of all the rumors for him being the next bad mm-hmm. guy. 
But if he's if Silver Surfer's not in the movie, he will be one of the credit scenes, if not the credit scene. There's oh, yeah. no way it doesn't happen. Yeah, but, they have a flash of a flash on you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it's like uh there's a her- there's like some talk, some about a herald of Galactus or something, right? Exactly. And then we it cuts to space and then he just flies by really fast. And then exactly. the, I mean they that's could, all you could do. They kinda could though, because they already showed the scrolls, so ideally all the yeah. come out with fans would know that hey, there's a might be a part where Galactus might appear, yeah. so they're doing the fantastic yeah, four. And, and they've they, they they've discussed him before too. Galactus yeah. has been mentioned by name in the MCU mm-hmm. and they've had like other little um what you call it? Like um Easter eggs and things like that. Mm-hmm. That have so his he's alike his uh his presence in the MCU is confirmed. Like he's there. Exactly. Yeah. So they just have to pull him, you know, pull him out of the pull yeah, him out I of the hat. I just hope with they they showing the strolls and the trees. Uh just hoping they go on with the Nihilation series. I hope I really hope that they That would be great. That's a dark series see, I thought, too. I thought with the introduction of the scrolls we were gonna get the scrolls as uh-huh. the, the Avengers next bad guy. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm. me. Then they hit us with the twist that they were the victims, but it still left the Kree open because the Avengers had a war with them yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, but the, the thing of it is, the, most times it always shows you that the Kree didn't scroll fighting, but it really didn't never tell you why they were at war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of you know, it kind of elaborate on that. But I, I, I'd wow. be very excited, even though if they do the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and they don't have to do like Doctor Doom, they can do like the Fantastic Four going to the the negative zone. And they bring out Annihilus because he he in a, he in a negative zone, oh, and that could lead up to the Annihilus series. Oh, oh boy! God, there's gonna be a lot of fans afraid because they know what's uh, yeah. about to happen. I'm sad yeah. that it took so long to get that the rights to that property because some of my favorite like interactions in the comics are between Reed Richards and Tony Stark mm-hmm. because they're both like hyper intelligent characters. Mm-hmm. And then they've had like the the moments before. There was like there was also Bruce was there, and then mm-hmm. other like the really smart characters. And it's yeah, always fun to watch them. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk to each other. And, you oh, know, like operate. in spot, stuff, science stuff. Yeah, we're not going to get that now because Tony's dead. Yeah. Oh man, oh, man don't don't don't. Oh my god. Sorry. Let... <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> I mean, they could try to pull it where it could be like. Like you say, with different plot levels, but time zones, they could have done what they could have met up somewhere at some point. Or they can show a flashback. Exactly. Yeah, so they could. Yeah. I mean, because technically, when it, they do initiate the Fantastic Four, it's going to be somewhat before the Thanos issue. Because then the Fantastic Four were technically were there when Thanos came, didn't weren't they? I think they uh, were there. Yes, they, 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 they were there. So I mean, so technically that was before the Thanos Infinity. Somebody issue. Infinity Gauntlet book? Yeah, I said Fantastic Four were no, there they, when they, they were against. The, I don't think it was in the. I don't uh, think they, they were. were. They were in the in the fight. Yeah, right, they were yeah, in the fight, yeah. but they were. Yeah, but they yeah. I didn't see the thing. I don't, I don't yeah. think anybody. I don't think I'm. I don't think I seen anybody in the Fantastic Four fight Thanos. Uh, I don't think they were. No, I don't think they did. But nope. I know they were. They were I don't. I don't yeah. I know Wolverine was there. I know mm-hmm. Drax yeah, was, was there. was there, which I'm excited. Yeah. I'm waiting for them to, to reboot X-Men. Who was that? That one's going to be. Remember, yeah. Silver Surfer was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Fantastic Four, I don't want to see them fight Dr. Doom, but it's been done too many times. Give me an analysis of Blastar. Yeah. There's a lot of characters. Wait, Gladiator? Ain't Gladiator? Wasn't he? Wasn't he like Gladiator? Was like kind of. Wasn't he? Didn't he make his first appearance in Fantastic Four? I know a lot of characters made his first appearance. He appeared in what's called in the Dark Phoenix saga in the Edmund. He came to the Fantastic Four because he thought. Or he was chasing a, a tree, I mean, a scroll chip. Yeah. And he lost, he lost it. 
Ah. But when he came, but he didn't know that the ship came to Earth also. Mm. So what happened is that uh, I know we're trying to get off topic, but when he came to Earth, he thought that the Fantastic Four was uh, with the scroll. Yeah. So yeah. So and everybody he he, he attacked the Fantastic Four. The first one he took out was the, the thing. Oh, it's clobbering time. No, he got clobbered himself. Um, yeah, he got bodied. Sorry, uh, so they could have him score, have him score off with the Punisher too, and bring him back in because they didn't they like kind of cross paths before the Punisher and the, the Fantastic Four. Uh, uh, not that I remember. Mm, uh, yeah, okay. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree with the. I don't want to see Doctor Doom again. If I get him, I want him in a credit scene just to establish his presence as a future bad guy. I don't because they ruined him. He is. He's a phenomenal villain. But they, but they that second reboot kind of like what they did was Michael B. Jordan, which I finally watched most of like a few months ago. Man, is that an awful movie? Yeah, Doctor Doom is so stupid. I don't want to say negative thing. He had no, he had no underoos on. It's just wrong. Yeah, I try. I tried to block that movie out of my head. I try to block it on my head. That's yeah. awful. All right. Okay. So we got a. Okay. So now, so now we're at number fifteen. This is going to be interesting. It gets hard. It gets only tougher from here. Oh boy. For me, for fifteen. I put Iron Man three. Okay. I yeah. need that. Iron Man three. Yeah, we we already said everything. Yeah, we we pretty yeah, much said everything we need to say about it. Yeah. So, uh, um, for fifteen for me, I'm gonna put Incredible Hulk right here. This is about the area I liked it. I only saw it the one time, so I need to go back and watch it. It's been a long time, especially since I haven't watched it since they finally officially added it to the canon yeah. timeline. So I need to go watch it, but. Uh, I remember being pretty cool. I think we covered most of the stuff. I, I really liked that they fought Abomination. That there he fought Abomination. I was like, good. It's an actual it, Hulk film. So the Abomination. I don't think about the Abomination fight was pretty cool because like yeah, he's just fight oh, was amazing. No, no, because he, he was he was stronger than the Hulk. Like yeah. until the Hulk until the Hulk gets really more mad and he gets yeah, more amped. Too angry. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one thing I think I want to see if we get some sort of. Um, I just want to see Red Hulk involved. So like, Dude. That's like top of my list. Oh. Uh-huh. Red Hulk and I want to see. Wolverine fight? She-Hulk. Red Hulk no, and she-Hulk. No, no, no. Dr. Samson. What's the name? Uh, Dr. Samson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Grey Hulk? No. No, the Grey Hulk. Samson. No, it's Dr. Samson. Dr. Samson, uh, he was the, you know, he the doctor who tried to help the Hulk. You know, he used the, uh, what's called, he uses uh, the gamma ray to turn it, turn it, or oh, he has the one with the green hair. He wore the red shirt with the lightning on it. I'm blanking. Mm-mm. I'm blanking. Oh my god! Oh. Um, I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't think of what else was he in. It's, oh my god! Doctor Samson. The comic book. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember when when they when they uh, the comic book? I don't know if you read it or not. When they removed Bruce Banner or David Banner because he changed his name from the Hulk. Yeah. 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 They, they, they separated him. David Trying to stop Bruce him. Banner. Yeah, <laughs> David Banner, dude. Yeah, but they were struggling. They were struggling hard. Sorry, I'm having a. He's inside. No, there's a side. No, because it was like David Banner. He said David, David Banner. Banner the it was a producer. He was a rapper named David Banner. Well, you know, <laughs> I was like, then I saw the intro to T.I. Stop it. Yeah, he did. 
kind of like a, a stripper guy. So that's why they that's why they changed the name on the TV show. Ah. Uh. TV show, he's not David Banner no more. I Me, mean, not, yeah, he's he Bruce Banner. So that's so yeah, probably, so David Banner probably took that name. Yeah. yeah. David, you didn't know that? That's, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it, it, it sounds like a stripper, so that's why they changed, they make them change the name. Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that's uh, so bad. You talking about the TV show at Lou Ferrigno? Yeah. Hey, that's right. a record. We've referenced that twice tonight already. Somewhere Lou Ferrigno's like, I'm, I'm raking in the dough from the. He don't. Thing. He don't get enough credit, man. Um, he was the one. Of the- <laughs> I I also would like. This is just like pure fan service for me. Uh, a whole movie where we get Professor Hulk. That just. Oh my god. That, I loved that character so much. In, in, in Yo, a lot of people hate that dude. Really? Some, I yeah. thought it was so the, fantastic. People. Did you see it in the comic book? I I see it in the comic books. He looks, he looks better than he does in the comic books because he know, looks like all dignified the way he dresses in the comic books. He just has like his lab coat. I can't, like we I can't see wait. him yeah. when they're doing the time travel yeah. stuff except without the shirt. Like he's just wearing the lab coat over the yeah. clothes. But here he's all dressed in like actual clothes and very refined. And then everybody loves the scene. I even bought a pop of it where he gives the tacos to Scott. Yeah, this big old fingers. Like, Holding all three tacos. He's like, how could you not want, at least, maybe even just a TV? He was like show. the nicest Hulk yeah. ever. Just like yeah. Professor Hulk, because it's the best of both mm. worlds. It's the power and strength of the Hulk with the mind of Bruce Banner. Like, mm. that's a really great combination. Yeah, it just, people, I don't know, people yeah, just. did it in the comic book, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it's, people, it's, people don't understand. I think people don't understand fan service. Like, like, like mm. yeah, people. That you know what's sold it to me. Yeah. One thing I'm sad about it is that. Yeah, the rematch. He wanted the rematch. We didn't get it. Let's be honest. Thanos, uh, he beat the Hulk up. He he embarrassed the Hulk. Bad time. Hulk didn't want to come back. Yeah, Hulk didn't want to come back. He did. No. I only got one one thing I was mad at. Yeah. Yeah. I only got got one thing I was mad about the Hulk. I'm going to say that when we get to Endgame, though. Oh, um, Oh, my God. I feel like when we get to the end game, it's going to be a larger conversation. Oh, yeah, we we, we got to speed this up because once we get inside the top ten, we're going to. Oh, it's going to be. Think we're long winded. It's already. Wow. I'm pretty. It's, oh, it's, they're going to listen to it. It's, they, they're going to appreciate. We do a lot of editing. Yeah, editing. But um, I'll say this though. Um, so for uh, now we're at, wait. You got fifteen. Yeah, he's he's up. The fifteen. Yeah. No, go ahead, said Incredible Hulk. I got my next one oh, ready, yeah, though. Okay, ahead, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to Incredible Hulk, huh? You get 15. Yeah, no, I got the next one ready. Oh, I thought you said next one. Uh-oh, it's magic. And you know. Oh, Dr. Strange. See, it was a time. See. Yeah. That's that's my uh, uh, that's my 14. That's my 14. That, that is my 14. Dr. Yeah, Strange is my 14. All right, well, let's get the let's get the. Uh, well, we already said what we got. I mean, Dr. Strange, because I, I, here's another one. I was not a fan of, like, you know. The the, really? the ma- no, like, cause, because, like, because, yeah. like, when I think of like, I play video games, whatever it was an RPG. I was like, man, I don't like wizards. They don't really. F- I mean, I like, I like the characters on the front line and doing things. But then when I see them do it in a way, it's like magical and like, like met. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like magic, and then there's some yeah. kind of like martial arts when they do it. I was like, that's pretty. It was pretty cool how they yeah, did it. The fight yeah, it scenes the- in Doctor Strange were really awesome. Oh the visuals and se- yeah, the, the, the visuals was, the- was great. Too. My gosh, man, the Marvel. Oh my god! That's uh, the ending. That's oh my god! Is that where you fall? I love it. Time loop. <laughs> Literally, that's time because, loop. Because you don't see an ending like that at all in the MCU universe Wait. until he fights Dumamu. Oh, that yeah, because yeah, like, well, 
I can't outclass you in power, so I got a better idea. <laughs> you stuck in a exactly, <laughs> and you saw how every time he did, you started noticing, you started getting more and more pissed off about it. He said, Ugh, kept killing um, him again and again and again, more new death scenes until he just stops. He's like, "What's going on?" Um, <laughs> I really, really hated Mads Mikkelsen as the bad guy. I don't even remember what his character's name was. Mm-hmm. I think they're oh, that was him. Yeah, he was I, very unrecognizable like for me. And I like him as an actor. I mm-hmm. really do. Uh, side note, should have been Geralt of Rivia. Fight me, nerds. I dare you. Um, Bring it on! Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fight over that one. Um, I, I just hated him as the bad guy. I felt like, I guess they were possessed by Dormammu in a way, or there's some weird cult for him or something. They didn't feel like they had... It's the, similarly to Guy Pierce, or not Guy Pierce. Uh, well, I guess Guy Pierce also, but mm-hmm. the, the Iron Man 2 and 3 villains. I just didn't feel the motivation for that. Yeah, well, they were, were possessed by the Dark Master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I get that, but at the same time, it's like, why don't we just fight? Have Dormammu be the obvious bad guy the whole movie? Oh, uh, this he got restrictions though. Yeah, he's stuck in the realm that he's in. Yes, but mm-hmm. um, but I, I, and I hate that. It, when, when did that come out? Twenty sixteen. Yep. So yeah. yep. I hate <laughs> so that we've good. not had any kind of. Update on what 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 Cal, Cal Ordo his the guy that helps him fight that's not Wong the other dude, um, uh, uh, the black guy that uh, Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor plays. Yeah, the one who turned. Uh, turned the, yeah, at, at the end of the movie he turns on. Like, yeah. At the end of the movie he's like, mm. we're we're not the same, and he betrays them and yeah. joins the like essentially yeah. works kinda for like, Dormammu. Kind of like Darden, the mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, yeah. He <laughs> Do becomes, it. He, Do it. <laughs> they set him up as the next villain, and then. Like the credits start and they come back. The credit scene is him like they murdering somebody or whatever it was, <laughs> and he looked <laughs> badass. Like he was about to. I was like, "Oh, Doctor Strange two, it's going down." And then we've seen more signed villains and cameos from everybody else's villains. We've heard nothing from this guy. Get, get, so if he doesn't show up in the get, next Doctor Strange movie as like the most powerful <laughs> villain we've ever seen, I'm gonna be. A little there was a there was a meme when Marvel because it was like with every superhero movie there was always a, a black dude as a, a black character, black person as a sidekick, and that was the one that was like, nah, I ain't no sidekick, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be Bucky. Yeah, he said, I'm not War Machine and I'm not he, Falcon. He beat the brakes off of Steven for that whole training montage and yeah. it was hilarious to me. <laughs> he was like, fight like your life depended on it. And he's oh, just... boy. So folks, it's 14, we got like three Doctor Strange. Well, yeah, three yeah. Doctor Strange. And yours, yours was, uh... It's no, getting... Doctor Strange. 14? Yes, no. he did Doctor Strange. No, he did Doctor Strange. 14's was... Our 14 was... No, no, our 14 was Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, our 14 So yeah. we were all just talking about it. Oh, so you're back yes. up again for yeah. 14. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Gotta, gotta... Look at that. It's like, uh... I play, so the first time I'm, I'm the first time I'm in the round when I agree with everybody. <laughs> so, um, well, 14? side note, yeah. I played Uno Flip for the first time over the weekend at yeah. the wedding, and um, it's it, that's what just happened. There's a card you can do that's like you play when you go to the dark side of Uno that skips everybody and goes back to you. That's what just happened. Okay, he just played that. He just hit us with the repeat card. And like, <laughs> you playing again? Bam! Reverse. Yeah, and mine would be easy. Ant Man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I love Ant Man. I I like everything. I love the company. And I, what I like about Ant Man, it didn't take itself too serious. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Made a movie to me for me. 
Yeah, I didn't take itself too serious at all. It was yeah. I I did like the lightheartedness that brought mm-hmm. to the series it, the whole like saga. It, I do appreciate the coming of that movie, which I knew was inevitable because of Paul Rudd being you know being Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really just kind of let him and Michael Pena do their thing, and that's what made it so funny. Mm-hmm. And I like that he actually can't pick him. He pick him. Yeah. The passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. He picked him to be the next Ant Man, even though most people didn't want to see him, but he picked him. And I just like Clark can't pick the next Superman. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would never happen. Throne. So what are we at? Number thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. This is where it gets interesting. I guess I'm up thirteen for me. Oh boy, Good I'm luck. gonna pick uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming for thirteen. Oh, me too. Yeah, I think for for me, like uh, you know, because Spider-Man, cause Spider-Man at the mm. time, Spider-Man at the time, he was just he's been rebooted like so many. He's been rebooted so much. Yeah, yeah. that was since mm-hmm. two, what? When did the first one of those come out? 2001? Two thousand and one. The first one was two thousand two. Okay. The next one was two thousand twelve. So, um, I did not yeah. like Andrew so we, Garfield. What do you so mean? We, we in in a when did Homecoming come out? Two thousand sixteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Like so Spider-Man in a fifteen. Huh? What? Oh, you said you like Spider-Man too? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying, 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 yeah, but um, this one, but this one, like when he, when you found out he was going to Marvel, it was like, okay, I'm cool with it. Well, he felt good. I, I, I liked Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. So this is how I looked at it. Andrew Garfield was a great Peter Parker. He was a bad Spider Man. Tobey Maguire was a bad Peter Parker. He was a good Spider Man. For me, for me, and Tom he, he, Holland is the best of both worlds. But for, yeah. for, for, for me, they like Andrew, Andrew Garfield, he, yeah. Like, the, but the issue I had with him, he looked his. He had an old face. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, no. But that's why they made him a senior in high school, yeah. than a, like a college kid. But he, yeah. but he looked, he looked like a pedo. <laughs> I just he he was the perfect Peter Parker because he was sarcastic. He was kind of an ass. Like he <laughs> he, he was nerdy, but. He was everything you feel when you read Peter Parker in the books, and then like a '90s Spider-Man, like the edginess. <laughs> he, yeah, a lot of that, but like, yeah, Tobey Maguire was a great Spider-Man, but not a great Peter Parker. Also, I can never let him live down that emo scene. Okay, from Spider-Man Three. We tried. Honestly, I can't. I tried to block. I gotta. We try to see. I try to block it off my head. Yeah. What do you mean? That's a stupid little comb over. Hey, have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? Someone did like the the Spider-Man dance scene with no music, and you're like. Those things. It's just you hear all the the noise. You're like. Um, but before that, I really like Spider-Man. One and two in that trilogy, I really liked those. Oh my god! And overall, I liked the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I did. Um, I I hated what they did to the Green Goblin though. In two, I I really didn't like that. That it was like some weird disease that caused um, Harry, not Norman, to become the first Green Goblin. That yeah. Norman was on his deathbed already. Or something else already. He's yes. already in his deathbed. And then Harry becomes a Green Goblin, and all of a sudden he becomes the bad guy with like twenty minutes left in the movie. Who who was the oh and Jimmy uh, and Jimmy, Jimmy Fox, Fox was, was so Electro. forgettable. I hate he was so he forgettable. Was, I was, so disappointed. I was like, disappointed. They they tried to give you this sympathy for his character, and it worked for like two minutes. He was a joke. And then, and then he was that. just forgettable. And then all of a sudden, the Green Goblin is the bad guy. Yeah, he ma- he didn't matter at I all. I did like I was... that they killed Gwen Stacy because that's something that happens. However, yeah, having a, a comic, but yeah. However, it, overall, it, the movie wasn't as good as the first Amazing Spider-Man. Who was the bad guy in the first Amazing Spider-Man? The Lizard. Ah, uh, yeah. 
again. But um, I, I was glad that they picked two more like not as bad as the Vulture, but better villains for him. Yeah, and they got the Green Goblin involved. But I think for the next movie, they've got to give everybody's been waiting for twenty years for a Venom Spider-Man showdown. It's got. I think happen. it's going to happen, especially when we know Venom. Yeah. With the with the agreement that they have and everything, it makes Venom a- able to be in the MCU. Yeah, it's got to happen. I think um, for like the homecoming, like what I liked about the movie, it was a lot. It was lighthearted too. Uh, it had a lot of good messages. This was one when Tony Stark was uh, he was like the mentor, like the yeah. father figure. He was like the Uncle Ben, you know, to the movie. Like whenever except, it was Spider, except he didn't get killed. Yeah, well, well, he, well, never mind. <laughs> but and then, like in the movie, when 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 Spider Man was like messing up and such, and he was like, "I'm nothing without the suit." And he's like, "If you're nothing with, uh, if, you, if you're gonna move, turn it, turn the mic when you do that." Yeah, but like when he said, "If you're nothing," like, when he said, "If you're nothing without the suit, yeah, then you shouldn't wear it and such." Exactly. And it was it was like a lot of it was like one of those cool messages. And then like, and then him like fighting the vulture without the suit and everything, and him was it was just. I love the characters. I love the vulture. He was one of the villains that was pretty memorable. Like he was, he was the reason why he was doing what he was doing was pretty relatable. He was trying to look out for his family. And then yeah. the cool part is like when you find out that the girl that Spider Man likes uh, was the daughter of the bad guy. I was like, yeah. oh my yeah. god! Yeah, you're like, bro, it was shocking. He goes to the house and who opens like the fans like or the audience knows at that point that he's the vulture. And yeah, he's, you know, pulling the strings. He opens the door and it's Michael Keaton. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a fun." Place. They kind of, it's, like, it's, like, it's kind of like they, they did like it's kind of like they did the same thing with like with the first Spider Man when you find out when they had the dinner scene with Harry and and he, like, oh, remember yeah. it, it was kind of nor, like you see uh, Willem Dafoe's Norman. Osborne. Yeah, was like, yeah. But here's the the part I liked about the scene when you find when they were, they were in the car ride. And uh, and then and, you know the vulture was trying to figure out who the Spider Man do was because he he recognized his voice. There was a part where he was in the stoplight. And uh, this was like one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, I saw what they did there, but not many people may notice that. When they were in a stoplight and um, and Tony, you know, when uh, with Peter Parker and his girlfriend was talking or whatever in the back seat, and he was trying to figure out what was going on. When the light turned green, he like his Michael King's face expression like like did this, and it's like he, he figured out what he was. And like the, the moment the street light turned green, you see on his face, he was like, I know who you are, and I was like. Oh, someone pointed out and told me that I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. I never know that stuff. It's like little subtle hints that they did creatively. You wouldn't know it until someone tells you, no. Mm. Yeah. But for me, like Homecoming was pretty good. It was, uh, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think you covered pretty much everything. Anybody got what you first to thirteen? Tom Holland was like a pretty solid. Like he's a good mixture of both. Cool. Yeah, he gives us the Peter Parker we need. Also, it's nice to have him. Be able to play such a young character, so we can follow Peter through high school and yeah. watch him develop. Um, mm-hmm. The casting of Zendaya as MJ was a nice change of pace. I like that. Um, also, his best friend is hilarious. That big, the big <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that's, it, that's one of the side characters you really enjoy to yeah, watch. I, I yeah. really love any time they get to interact. Because oh yeah, Ned. <laughs> Ned is Ned is amazing. I hope somehow in the future we get Ned as like either he's like at Avengers HQ on the headset or something. You know, like. Give me more Ned in the future. Uh, he's, see, he's, he's it'd, be funny. it'd be cool if you've seen the Far From Home. They, 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 did, they did some more funny stuff with did him. They? I'm sure they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your 13? Pretty much the same thing. Wait, <laughs> all three are 13? Let's go. Two yeah. in a row. Yeah, mine would be uh, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Wow, that didn't make the top 10. Okay. There's a showdown bringing the pain tonight, folks. Oh, no. Far From Home was good, too. Far From Home was good. Was good. But another icon villain, Mysterio. 
Now, who didn't want to see Spider-Man fight Mysterio? I was super hyped oh, when they yes. when I saw that Mysterio was going to be the bad guy. And I was like, and then the the trailers I saw, they were talking about how like he's from a different universe and stuff. I was like, I bet he's not. What, yeah, what was okay. cool was, if you're a comic fan, you already knew he was playing tricks from that first trailer. Yeah. But all the people who have just kind of gotten in with MCU and all, they're not as familiar. So it was nice to be able to pull the wool over probably 50% of the audience head. Right? Everybody, so everybody I would have loved to have been in a theater full of people who didn't know what he really was. Because I already knew coming in, he's a trickster, he's a liar, that's what he does. He's a magician. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they said Mysterio, I was like, oh, he's lying. And then uh, Nick Fury was like, he claims he's from another universe. I was like, no, he's not. And Nick Fury fell for it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, and again, all they all did. Oh no, everything was a trick in that movie. No. <laughs> well, he's, like, he's such a good villain. One thing I get more uh, for, I like that they got plus side characters. Uh-huh. Once again, like you're talking about Spider Man friend, you know, the, the big guy. I Ned. Know, Ned. I, I love it. It kind of go back when Deadpool got the the, the little bit of uh, Fireball. I don't remember his name. Mm. Oh, yeah, Deadpool too. They're yeah. Deadpool, um, uh, burn, what that burnout? Whatever his name was. What was the fire? Fire maker. What was his name? Come on, the the guy, the taxi. No, no, the kid. The kid that he's protecting throughout the movie that tries to go evil. Oh, I don't remember. It's fire or something. That's what I like about Marvel. It's relatable because everybody ain't fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can see somebody like that as a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Picked on and all that, so I can relate to it. And what I like about Spider Man. Uh, he, he, he don't like we talked about earlier. You don't judge people for who they are or what they I mean. You, you're not judging people who they are, but you don't judge them for how they look. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that to me, that I, I I love that about Peter Parker. I showed that he's a very open-minded person. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was really great too. Is like even with Tom Holland, I forgot his actual name, the Ned character. They're actually really good friends in real life. Yeah, right? they are. Yeah, that, I say yeah. they do a lot of goofy well, stuff you together. Know, they, Zendaya too. The three of them have really solid chemistry. They do. Yeah, because they. That, that's like one of the most underrated things about the whole mm. Marvel universe. These mm-hmm. movies, the chemistry that the cast always have, but especially like the, not just the individual movies, but you look at the Avengers cast because they've all been together for so long. Mm-hmm. You get stuff on screen you're not going to get with mm-hmm. other people in those roles. Like, yeah, it's like, like Anthony, chemistry so, between like, each other. Like Anthony yeah. Mackie, like Sebastian Stan are cool. Yeah, having mm-hmm. a good time together. Like, I love to watch them do interviews like for the movies. Like, Dude, the yes! Game. I do that too. The end yes. game, uh, the Infinity War and Endgame press tour stuff is always hilarious. Anytime Sebastian Stan and Anthony, uh, Mackie. Anthony Mackie together, they actually had to keep them from being, or no, it was Chris Evans and Chris, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. They, they had to they separate. Can't, on, they can't no, do because, yeah, they, they, they goof around. They, they goof, goof around too much. much. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are hilarious duo. Literally, 90% of the reason they got a TV show is because of their press tour stuff. Fans ate it up. What Anthony Matthews said, cut the check. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> cut the check. <laughs> cut the check. Well, in the movie, they, they, they Falcon in the winter, so they had a lot of funny back and yeah, forth. That, a lot. Yeah, it's just, it, because it's it's Steve's past best friend competing with his new best friend. Yeah, it's never not going to be funny because it's they a bro. They call it a bromance triangle. A bromance triangle. They're competing for Steve's best friend love. Oh my god, it's great though. But it's it's gold. Can you move your seat up? No, no. Across the board, what yeah. makes it so good, like Robert Downey Jr. with everybody is great, and like just you, it's it's something you can't fake or replicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it's genuine, it, it makes a major difference. Yeah. So it's easy to really like get involved with these characters and feel for them, and you know it's 
I, I don't know. It's just it's one of my favorite things about the whole series that like transcends the like movie content itself. It's I the feel cast you. chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, for number twelve, this is going to be interesting. For number twelve, it's getting harder. For me, number twelve. This is this is hard for me, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for number twelve, you Jesus, it's tough, bro. Hmm? I have two. For me, that's the problem. <laughs> I am sorry. You know what? I, I'll say uh, Far From Home yeah, for twelve. For me. Yeah, so you, yeah. Right. It was that or gar- it was that row. or Guardians. Yeah, the first Guardians, the second one. Well, oh, the so, second. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna reach across. No, I'm gonna strike you. I think the first. If you said the first one, I'll be you. like, yeah. I think the first one's better than two. Really? Yes. What? Two has a better villain. But, 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 but I'll get to that later. We'll get though. to that point. Yeah. We'll get to the, oh, sorry, we're, we continue to jump the gun, folks. But like, uh, yeah, for for um, yeah, for, for homecoming, I put I put homecoming at twelve. Uh, no, far come from at twelve. Uh, everything Mister Showdown said was cool. The thing that I like about it about Mysterio because because uh, I it was like they they inter- they introduced us to like the whole uh, multiverse and then the elemental like creatures or whatever, and then come to find out that it wasn't it was, it was all fake. It was like phony. It was all it was all a holo, it was all a hologram program by droids. I think it was something they had with Tony Stark's tech or something. Oh, and yeah. and the cool thing is that dude was mad at uh I think Tony Stark because and what happened was that in um if you remember that scene in Captain America Civil War when they showed like the hologram of how Tony Stark's life was when he when he was talking to his parents and whatnot and you see like yeah, that little CGI put, thing mm-hmm. that was like, like uh, digitally yeah. made Robert Downey Jr. look like he did and yeah. whatever yeah. they did they did the same hologram and, and Far From Home and I thought that was pretty cool oh, they did? yeah and then they like explain yeah, yeah. They, they explain everything like yeah like yeah Mister yeah, was mad at Tony so, for what. For so like, y'all gotta fill me in. I'm, I'm gonna. He called, far he from, be, hold on, just wait, Far from home is my number twelve, but I still haven't seen it because yeah, because like, filthy casual. Yeah, he, so he had a, he had a hate uh, hate towards Tony because he called his technology uh, barf, and then they used that that thing barf as an acronym. For, I forgot what they called it for, but but yeah, it, well, he wanted to weaponize it. He yeah. Who, who Mysterio did or Tony um, did? did? Yeah, but Tony shut that down. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tony so was like, that, like he worked for Tony, I guess, at some yes. point. Yes. Okay. Ooh, that's good motivation. See, some that, of these movies like motivation. And then the part, and then the part too, like during the process when, uh, cause like, cause uh, Peter Parker, he was set up for like the next, you know, they're trying to, they're doing it's life after the end game and such. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you got to live with, you know, there's no Tony Stark and everything, and they were building up uh, Spider Man to be the next, uh, you know. You know uh, what you call it? The past, the mental to uh, to Spider Man, mm-hmm. and a lot of he was going through some stuff. Uh, he was trying to like, you know, try to. Uh, Asked this, you know, MJL, the one uh, you was talking about earlier. And then uh, yeah. he gets past like these glasses, like how Edith, that pretty much, you know, let him uh, communicate with like the technology one stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he passed it on satellite. to, yeah, satellite. He passed it on to Mysterio, gave him the like the access code, and then he took it. And then he was playing uh, uh, Tony, no, uh, Peter Parker the entire time. Uh-huh. The cool part I like about it because like I didn't know what was real and what wasn't real at the entire time. Yeah, because whenever when it, when it was part of like. He's like, oh, they need your help, and it was like, no, it's all fake, it never happened. Is it real or is it an illusion? It was, yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. it, it went, and I, when I thought the illusion was over, no, it was still going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was, uh, Nick Fury came out. Okay, it's all over with. Yeah, it was still fake. It was still yeah, fake. You, he was playing the entire time, and then I think the part I liked about the movie was the end of it, where uh, where Mysterio like 
when uh when when uh when the Mysterio tried to kill uh Peter, Peter like with a with a gun in his face and then he he, and he uses uh we call it spider senses like he caught it and I was like oh that oh, was pretty cool yeah. I see that clip on YouTube yeah. that's pretty awesome that, that was pretty yeah. cool and then and then uh he was like nah you, I I'm yeah you know, you're not gonna get me but like the selling point of the movie was that after he like you know Mysterio like died or whatever and oh uh, so he kills him. No, I mean, I think I think something happened where he got no, no he got he got killed he got he got shot by his own yeah it was a droid. misfire of one of the guns or the droid I don't believe it kind of oh, yeah okay. but like yeah, at, so. the, at the end at the end of the movie like you thought that uh, his um, what do you call it like you know the illusions or whatever was done and he huh the drones like yeah. but what happened at the end of the movie was that he Spider-Man gets framed for the, as the one that killed the the Mysterio the hero mm-hmm. and such and the cool part about it there was a cameo from that dude uh who played uh what's the guy uh the original Spider-Man the one uh Ben Simmons the one that played the uh oh, what is the guy was like uh Peter, give me a, uh, oh J- Jonah Jameson yeah. 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 yeah he was yeah. there he yeah, he he was a cameo of him it was a cameo of him as that he's like yeah Spider-Man is uh, a traitor uh, so he's playing J. Jonah Jameson? In the, oh, yeah, he yes. reprises his role in it, which nice. was pretty cool. And yep. so he gets framed as a... Uh, service. Yeah, he gets he gets framed as uh, the murderer, and now he's a fugitive, and I'm like, and oh, then, And God. the thing is that... that exactly. They announce his name. So we're yeah. only two movies in, and everybody already knows who Spider-Man is. Yep. Yeah. Yes. He did all that before he died. So he got Y'all framed. Y'all made me want to watch, stop this discussion and watch this movie. Like, it's <laughs> a great movie. I've been telling you to watch it. <laughs> it's a great I'm movie. Sorry, there's been a lot going on. Like, <laughs> so, so like the next one that comes on. out is going to be chaotic. So yeah. we're going to, when we pick back up in like the present, not Black Widow notwithstanding, in like the present universe, the world wants to kill Peter Parker. They want him arrested, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. Huh. And then, uh, so That's like, a twist. so you got same, you, same, same thing for 12? Yeah. So what's your number 12? My number 12 will be, oh, you're saying what you Yeah. Mine would be uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's fair. And why I love the Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you went over for because you finally see Ant-Man come to the light. True. It, this was before the Civil War. Yes. I think he happened. I think he, he got big in Civil War. Oh, no, no, no. no. He got yeah, big, but he wasn't like, yeah, I got yeah, you. But, that, that was before, but this, at the, in the timeline, this happened before the Civil War. Right. Wait, Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp takes place before Civil yeah, War in the timeline? Before the Civil War. No, it, it was after Civil War. I was gonna say I thought it was after yeah, Civil War. Yeah, because he's big in Civil War. Yeah, but this is, he got. But he was a lot he bigger. Huge, no, he was. Yeah, because remember, yeah, yeah, he's swinging around. Him, he's like, "Hey, you guys ever see that old movie, The Empire Strikes Back, with yeah. the little speeders and the walkers?" Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That movie, this is why I made my mistake. He was twenty feet tall in Civil War. But in the Ant Man and Wallace, he was fifty feet tall. Oh, so he goes like full on, yes, looking like Apache Chief. Yes, in yes. a truck. I love the part when he riding a little truck, looking like a big old Hot Wheel. <laughs> 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 I forgot that we had a lot of comedy into it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I love the comedy. Then he, you know, they get into a little bitty car. You know, uh, what, what's it, what's his buddy name? One of the security guard. Uh, uh, his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that van was used for in game as a plot point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that van is a major plot point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love it too, Heidi. You know, I, what you call the uh, Henry Prince, uh, what's his name? Henry, Henry Prince, right? Yeah, yeah, Henry Prince. Yeah, 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 and had, how he had the building. It was on like a something like he had this uh, suitcase on, and he rolled the building around, and he rolled out the, it, it, out into the woods. Yeah, and he, then he make the building bigger again. Then, then he all analyzed the stuff again. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. find the right, get back in the quantum zone. Yeah
Yeah. But it's, but it's so yeah. cool, though. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it, it's mm-hmm. so many, like I said, uh, significant moments in the, in the movie. I mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go. All right. So we're approaching fast approaching the top ten. Eleven. We're now eleven number eleven. Oh boy. I thought it was gonna get harder and harter. I can tell you what mine is. Okay. You go I'll go you go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I would say that my eleven It gets oh. tough. Well, probably, my eleven would probably be Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. I think you said my male male eleven. Oh, no 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 no. Whoa, whoa. I'll say oh, yeah, I'll be Guardians of the Galaxy. That's another great movie that entered the franchise, but you get to see the old ragtag crew of Rocket, you know, Star-Lord, all those characters slowly meeting up with together. You get to meet Star-Lord's character at the beginning of the movie where he's a complete goofball. But It's one of the greatest <laughs> intros in the whole I know, series. you just see him dancing with the the Walkman. It's him just dancing, yeah, but it, it pretty much, it already sets the tone of that character. You see what he well, is, yeah. You know what? Yeah, eleven. I, I put I put I put Guardians in number eleven too. Yeah, so the first one. Yeah, I put that as eleven. I forgot yes. volume two did, did some things better that I like. My fault. Yeah. But one thing I do love, you know, it's it's you have all these different characters, and for me, my favorite character in the Guardians of the Galaxy is still Rocket Raccoon. Mine's Drax. <laughs> yeah, cause I love I love Rocket because when he snaps, he snaps, and he also he will haggle you for no matter what you have. If you got, enough, if you got a metal arm, he wants he's getting that metal arm. <laughs> you there's nothing you can. Say, oh, I'm gonna get that arm. <laughs> exactly. But I did he the... when it came to that prison scene, did he not get that arm? <laughs> exactly. Like, like he got what he wants. Oh, I don't need it. I just wanted to see if you get it. Exactly. That's why I love his character. He's like a low-key savage, but it's just um, you love all those mix of characters because you got dried who whoa, actually, I'll let you talk on that. I don't want to go too far. I'll let you talk about your points. Go ahead, go ahead. You know I'm gonna what? keep going. Okay, what'd you have for 11? Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. What'd you, what you, <laughs> yeah, what you no, got for 11? It's, it's probably Guardians. But I wanted to rank it higher, but at the same time... Um, it's so many other good movies, so, though. It's so many. So much it's more, tough. I saw this movie in the theaters three times. Yeah, it's, there's it's so tough. much more that I like like to go still, and that's going to be difficult for me to we'll let see. iron out the top 10. Um, so yeah, the, the you know I what? was already excited I, I hate for, to beat I hate to beat this guy. You going to see Ultron? I, I knew it. Oh, I, said, I was gonna say that one too. I was like, "Age of Ultron." I hate to say it for me, because like I, I like I, I like Guardians. I remember when first Guardians came out. I, I ranked it a little bit higher than some of the other uh, Avengers movies. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had to, I, I put a, 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 a Age of Ultron. At Understandable. Uh, yeah. I did yeah, that too, but I've watched Age of Ultron multiple times since then, and like it, I like Ultron as a bad guy. That yeah. that's the edge for me because like. Sometimes movies can like get lost on having a good bad guy, especially this like the two thousands plus. Yeah, I always say these really weak bad guys, but Ultron is like I'll talk about this more when I get to ten because my ten is yep Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll save that for that. But my eleven is Guardians of the Galaxy one. Like I said, I saw it three times in theaters. I love it. I knew when they announced James Gunn was writing, directing, producing that we were in business because I've always liked him as a director. And controversy notwithstanding, obviously, um, but like it, it had that comedy from the just from the jump. It was funny, mm-hmm. you know that the intro where he's dancing to the red bone and um, the mu- the music's always really solid. The, the both of the soundtracks have been really good so far, and um, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, just there, there's there's great chemistry with that cast too. It goes back to the chemistry thing. There's great chemistry with that cast right there. Bradley Cooper. 
I forgot was Rocket Raccoon until after the first time I watched it because he's you can't really hear his voice. Once you realize it's him, you can pick up on it. Same thing. But if you don't know that, you forget that it's him. And then to find out Vin Diesel was Groot was a mind just mind boggling to me. He had the best lines ever in his whole career. But um, I liked I liked Ronan, uh, Ronan the Accuser. I liked him as a I liked Drax. Um, I think Peter is probably my favorite of the of the, of the Guardians, but his close second is Rocket. I think, I like my, like my humor is similar to. I, I, I like I like Drax because he was very blunt and honest about yeah. everything. <laughs> he, you know, his species doesn't understand sarcasm, and it's pretty hilarious. Also, Dave Bautista got to showcase some really good comedy chops in mm-hmm. those two movies, and I think he's gotten a lot better as an actor than like the first couple times I saw him. Yeah, I haven't seen Stuber or any of his other stuff. It's like standalone, but as Drax, he's pretty solid in there. Yeah, as that role. Um but Ronan was a solid bad guy, introducing Nebula and Gamora, and so, sort of really beginning to establish our links to Thanos mm-hmm. with Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. You know, yeah. We're really starting to, like, we, we see, we hear his voice the first time. Also, we, for the first time, well, you know, they changed his skin pigment cover between then and, like, the little cameo he did at the end of the Yeah, movie. they changed it a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Even the actor, I think, too. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. But, to, like, to, to, you know, we get to see him for the first time, and you knew Ronan was in trouble when he defied him, but Ronan and the his ship and the Kree, that's our introduction to them. They seem kind of unstoppable for most of the movie, especially mm-hmm. after he gets that stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of good little cameos in there, like Howard the Duck is in there. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> on this show. Yeah, yeah, there's some other things in there. So, yeah, I, Guardians for me is number 11. I saw it a few times, but there's, like I said, there's so much more that I've got to fit into the top 10. Now. Mm-hmm. All right. And then yours for number 11? Mine would be, I hate to say this, the Asia Ultron. <laughs> two for two. Think, yeah, two for two. Fair. It's fair. Yeah, I, I love the movie. I, you know, I always love uh, Ultron as a villain. And yeah, I, you know, and I love the introduction, the introduction of you know Scarlet Witch and the Silver Surfer. Yeah, Silver Surfer. Yeah, Quicksilver. Silver. I, I love that. Mm. I just hate that Quicksilver died. Yeah, I want more from him. You know, I the whole I, Marvel I, I, right I, thing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it was a great, the Age of Ultron was a really great movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love how the Ultron, they, they keep trying to stop when he, he keep coming back. Mm-hmm. First he took over, you know, he never had a party, then he kind of, you know, he kind of ruined it, ruined it, deported. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's just, uh, how can I say? I don't know. It, it's, it's a really great movie. It's watchable, and the best part of the whole movie is when it was uh, all I can't even, we, we talked about it earlier today. Uh, uh, when he got ready to fight, I guess they been, what were they at? Uh, I can't think right now. I don't know. Wakanda? Or like a, well, you know when he did the slow motion scene when it's a door flying out and what you call uh, Yeah. Doing a little flip. Yeah. Then, yeah, I, I, I love that moment in the movie. Oh, yeah, I like it too. So, yeah, that would be my, that would be my number 11. Mm-hmm. Number 10. Number 10. This is going to get more and more hard. Oh, my God. Controversial pick for me. That's Iron Man. Mine would be Ultron for me. If I'm going to say the same points for, for that, I'll say is one thing that kind of. Wait, well, you, you pick I'll a, say, I'll for say, number 11 or 11? 10. 
Oh, I was about to go, but Jesus cut in front of me. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, go I ahead. You, go ahead continue, now. Sir, go ahead. Too late continue, now. Continue. Okay, well, I'll say my, my number 10 is going to be Age of Ultron. I, like you said, for it was a great movie, especially when you get to see basically that massive planet floating to the sky. Yeah, yeah I said, yeah, I said, because that, because you, you see it out of stakes or a lot is getting extreme because it was either they can get off the safety well, get off the safety and fly the planet or to try to save out civilians, but they didn't really know how they was going to do it because at that point it seemed like it was going to be the end until luckily Nick Fury came through with his, his I don't know what those ships are called, but when he came in with those, um, what is those called? It's like, yeah, those huge airships. Luckily he came clutch and able to support, to support those transport ships to take them off. But one thing I have to nitpick on it was the same thing with Quicksilver. I feel like they could have used him a lot more further in the series. But for me, it's like the way he died was kind of weak, in my opinion. Because you got that one bullet that just flaked off and hit him in the chest. And he just got, uh, and then he just stumbled down to the ground. And really, he should deserve a more, as you could say, kind of corny, but it's more honorable death. Versus the one he just got flicking set in the chest by a bullet, a straight bullet, and he dies. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weak, I said. Because he's a cool character. Yeah. Yeah. I and guess also, for... I'm oh. sorry. sorry. And also, uh, tip up what you're saying, mm. kind of uh, tie on what I said. Mm. It actually showed the power of the vision when they had to, when they come up with a plan, how to, how to stop the floating scotty, the floating, uh, I guess, uh, what do you want to call it? Well, so is it massive? Well, Earth? Uh, well, see, yeah, Earth, yeah. see, because they pulled that whole land, those rockets, and shot up all yes. the way into the sky, and the whole plan was to disengage those rockets and have the whole Earth just slam back into the ground. Mm-hmm. It was going to create like complete devastation on Earth. Yeah, pretty much. Area. It was going to be bad. Exactly. That's Ultron. That's how big of a threat he's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number, Sorry, ahead, like sorry. I said, number Wait. 10 for me is Age of Ultron. Um, mm-hmm. I like Ultron as a bad guy. Great. Uh, he's simply just trying to do what he was programmed to do. I mean, he doesn't see the problem with it. But as he goes on, he he sees a problem, but it's not the one that our heroes see. It's that humanity is the problem. And he thinks he's, he's in everything because he's a computer program. They mm-hmm. kill him, he comes back. They kill him, he comes back. And then the whole uh, the whole thing about the strings, you know, that he keeps talking about. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in the whole MCU is also in this movie, which is the scene where they're all trying to pick up the hammer. Yes! Oh, you that is, me. That's one of the best scenes in the entire oh, MCU, God. at least from a comedy perspective, because like you start to realize they're really starting to bond now. Mm. That whole moment, they've been together for a couple of years at this point, they're really starting to come together as a group and really you know, trust each other. Yeah. And you have this, yeah, exactly. Feel comfortable. You have this like sort of jokey moment where anybody's like, anybody can pick up that hammer. It's a trick. (laughs) And then Tony and, uh, Rody well, both have yeah, their, their the gauntlets on, firing just they can't wait. He's like, "Come on, really pull? Are you even pulling? Are you? I thought we we're on the same team." Yeah. And then that moment when Steve grabs it and it moves just a little bit and it quickly pans to Thor and he looks really worried for just the slightest yeah. second, and then it stops moving and he goes, <sighs> and like, he just, <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was he was really worried there for a minute. Yeah, um, would you be too? Yeah. That, that whole bit was great. Yeah. Oh um, I feel like in that movie. Everybody kind of got a fair shake to show what they can do. Exactly. I I didn't get that same feeling in the first Avengers movie. Um, just I don't know why. It, there was a lot of Iron Man, a lot of Captain, a lot of Hulk, Hawkeye, Black Widow were also there. We didn't see them do too too much in that final battle. Um, hmm. And so was Thor. Thor was in that a lot also. Um, in this movie, I feel like everybody across the board really got to showcase what they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. 
killing. Oh, that final battle was pretty awesome. They dropped a literal like whole country. That was kind of crazy. That was sick. Um, that was. But I also like how the events of Age of Ultron start every the wheels turning for a bunch of really important things that happen that lead to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So it's like a really crucial moment for like the whole se- the series mm-hmm. as a whole. Um, so yeah, that that's my that's my review. Number two. My number ten is the first Avengers. Yeah, that's see that was that's, that's the, mine's gonna the be first. Of first number ten was the first Avengers. Moment. My reason being because it was the moment where everybody came together. It was so we just we started seeing everybody on screen. Mm-hmm. We saw we saw uh, Iron Man and Thor fight for the first time, and Iron Man was talking smack against uh, <laughs> Thor. Mm-hmm. Art thou or something? <laughs> Art thou's mother's? I forgot what he said to Mother's Thor. Great. Mother's <laughs> great, and he was making he was making fun of he was making fun of Thor, and whenever fighting Thor, hit him with the lightning, whatever. And he was like, uh, 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 power at four yeah, power at three hundred percent. What's that? He said, "How about oh, that? How, how about that? <laughs> Big human being." <laughs> It was, a, across, yeah. it was it was a lot of it was a lot of great moments. I mean, mm. uh, like the battle with like Loki was pretty cool. Mm. Like Hulk, like, Lo- like Hulk's beating the crap out of Loki was fun. When he's like, "I am a yeah. god." Hold on. Like, Lo- like, the movie was funny. Like, Loki was getting disrespected the entire movie, if you really think about he it. Was. Like, he got disrespected and Tony, like, he, like, I like this, I love the scene when he, uh, when he went to, when he was waiting for Tony to get down to his place and Tony just got out of his suit. I'm like, why are you out of your suit? And he walks inside with Loki. Like, you know, this guy's a guy who can literally yeah, kill you. And was, he was just, that, that was, was a ballsy. Move. That was it ballsy is. when he did yeah. It stops. The suit starts to come off. Yeah, he like, comes off. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He goes. He, and he was like, hey, you want you want a drink? Yeah, you know, you, you want a drink? You literally made you literally made everybody mad, even your brother. That's one of those things that like only Tony could have gotten away with. No, yeah. well, it's funny because he was trying to control him too, but he kept tapping his yeah, chest. The cool, ding, the cool ding. part is like <laughs> he was getting irritated. He's like, like what? The, <laughs> I think the part I liked about like because like. Loki and Tony, when they had that back and forth, they was like, I have an army, and we have the Hulk. <laughs> he was like, now, he was like there is no head value. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, there is no way of you getting out of this. You're not going to win this at all. Oh <laughs> and so, this literally what happened is such. Like, and then, well, he said one of the funniest parts is when Loki just gets demolished, because he's like, stop, oh, you yeah. monster. And he's like, I am a god. And then he grabs him and starts backing around. <laughs> yes. and Complete then, and, and other. And then he hits him with the puny god, and he walks out. Exactly. And he's just like, yeah, you're like, ah! they, they reference that scene in every, in, in other movies and other movies yeah. that's not even part of the, uh, yeah. the MCU. They did it in Dragon Ball a couple of times. I was like, ah, I see, yeah. I got that from. But uh, yeah, so I just, I, that's that's one point for number ten. Mm-hmm. And what are you? My number ten would be the same thing, and I hate it because you said all the things I wanted to say, so I got to mix them up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, yeah. I, I love it because you finally see all the heroes. They finally come together yeah. as a team. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And I love to see the competition between the Mighty Thor and the Hulk. Oh, right, 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 right. They really yeah, established back their forth. rivalry in that uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's pretty good. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah, like, like Tor's like looking for the high five. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gets nailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a moment that you know they really was a team. Yeah, yeah they they got and, past their and then it's disagreements. Got the, it's got the the sick first slow motion moment where they're all like where it does the camera pan around everybody in their poses. Yeah, that was the first one of those. Was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hulk. 
Smash. To add to the part, he, he yeah, does that yeah, wicked yeah, smile yeah, and you yeah. see him leap to the <laughs> building and he just starts backhanding people yeah, through the glass. Oh, that was a lot of fan service moments. Yeah, I'm always angry. Very. It was edgy, but it was perfect. And you seem to demolish that one beast with one punch. And, oh, yeah, that giant the Yeah. Thing. Uh, the monster downtown. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin Murray laying on the car. Hey, y'all need to do this, do this, do this, do that, do that. You know, like, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. 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 That was funny. It wasn't even like a full minute. You see him just take on like four dudes and like. All right, I need four guys in the building right here. We need, we need back up around here. We need glasses off this room. I was saying he had a lot of. He didn't waste no time. Yeah, he wasted. When you realize Marvel was here, yeah, yeah, that that movie is like if Iron Man started it, the Avengers is like, oh, this is going to be a a game change, like a like a um culture like a pop culture changing thing exactly. that's happening mm-hmm. here and look yep. here we are uh eight what nine years later now this year and mm-hmm. yeah cool. i think i think culture swung hard because of because of that mm-hmm. yep, uh, yep number yep. nine we're on number nine now right yeah for for yeah. me for number i'm sorry for number nine i'm gonna pick the first guardians mm. put the, the first guardians we uh keep defending him I'm sorry, the first Guardians is like, um, you pretty much said everything you had to say, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. What I'm going to say my number nine is number Guardians. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Hey, Guardian is yeah, for me, yeah. He's such a good character. Just remember, he is not a rabbit. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> but I love the first time he come around, he's like, what? What's a rabbit? rabbit? Yeah, what's a rabbit? No, like, <laughs> I couldn't see him come along. After they fought, uh, what's the name? I can't do. Uh, Ronan? No, uh. Creed, what's the name? Uh, uh Ronan? Ronan, Ronan, yeah. Ronan, it's yeah. Ronan. They sit down and they would just talk about you know, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And Brett sat right beside him, which is my second favorite character. Yep. And he kind of just really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like. Exactly. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. And I love that. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, number nine for me is the first Avengers. We, we mm-hmm. cover most of that. Same uh, for me. Uh, the uh, the credit scene where they're in the banged up shawarma place after Tony had brought it up while they're fighting is pretty classic. It's also like classic Tony because mm-hmm. he's like, you guys ever had shawarma? Like mid literal like that fate scene. of the planet is on the line. He's asking about if they've had shawarma. And then there they are like this restaurant is basically destroyed and they're sitting at a table. In outfit, like they didn't change or anything. <laughs> the Hulk is still the Hulk. Yeah, and they're, they're eating. Shawarma. That scene was uh was was reshotted in for that movie. They yeah. actually reshoot it, and the funny part about it, like in the scene, if you look at Captain America, he had like his hand running across his like his face. Yeah, like they're all really bored. Yeah, because because you know, what happened was that uh, he mm-hmm. could because he had a beard. Yeah, and he oh, could right. and he couldn't and he couldn't shave. He couldn't he couldn't shave it because he had he was doing some other movies. So he, if you look at the shot, he was like this the entire time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but, yeah, like, Tony, Tony says something like, hmm, not impressed or something like that, and then it 
It was quiet and subtle. Yeah, <laughs> just eating. Like, you wouldn't you be like, they're tired. <laughs> because you think that's it. And then it's after that that we get to Thanos. Came uh-huh. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fun. Oh, when Thanos happened. Oh, everybody yeah, was, was hype. Everybody just, was hype at the like, end. They say something about the failure of the invasion. It just turns to him. He's just like grins. You see that throne? And I was like, oh. oh. Yep. Yeah, he was like. Fans freaked out for that one scene. They did. Yeah. I'll say another thing I like. I don't think you guys talked about much. Like everything else, you guys say I love about it. But one thing I did like about the first Avengers is about with the conflict with the heroes. Like to go more depth in that, it's like you have all these different people with different mindsets of how to get different situations done or how they handle situations. So oh, it's yeah, yeah. back oh, and forth. So between, my yeah. favorite thing you is like especially the, the helicopter. Yeah, when, uh, when Tony and uh, exactly. Keith are him. But it, yeah, it wasn't just him. It was all those. Take this suit away. What, what that makes you? you I'm gonna say, but no, but, but you gotta think about uh, that. Was, yeah, he tried to turn them against Yeah, which is another thing, yeah. But one thing I love it too is like, not only was it like you got Tony and Captain America going off bunny heads first, which of course develops yeah. to other things in the future. You got people that came to actually expose Nick Fury for his plans when he came to that Hulkbuster suit and all the weapons like that. You got all those different characters that are basically just exposing stuff, which is of course Loki's plan from that. Yeah, but yeah. which leads to that big old fight scene and those big confrontations. And then you have. I like the problem when uh, Tony, Tony was picking that Bruce with it, there was a shocker. Trying to make it- yeah, he's like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, stop. <laughs> you mad yet? No. <laughs> but I say, that's one of my favorite scenes where it comes like like the story written part of that. Because you see all those different mindsets collab together and you see how they conflict. Yeah. Because, yeah. But you can, you can relate. Uh, you kind of relate with that. You see, yeah. you see the whole bunch of people that never really work together. Yes. And all of a sudden, y'all are a team. Y'all got to be you no... Know, some people ain't gonna back down. You got all the t- obsessed around. Yeah. You know, everybody, oh, listen to me. No, listen to me. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that it's fun to get a like. Yeah. Okay. Oh no! no, no, no. no so, I was like, 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 say something. Oh no! Because I was like, I guess we're, I guess everybody guessed. We're never on number eight. Yeah, we're on number eight. So for me, number eight <laughs> is tough, and uh, I might it might be a controversial pick. Eh, no, nah, it should be happy. It should be happy being in the top ten, mm-hmm. anyways. I'm gonna put the first Iron Man, number eight. Yeah. It's the yeah. one that started it all. Messing up, bud. Nah, it's You're messing up, bud. Nah, it's the, it was the one that started it all. Messing up, bud. Nah, I'm saying Iron Man because the first when the first one came out, I remember when they when they started with him, and I was like, my my first reaction was like, what, 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 what can they even do with Iron Man and such? And then Robert Downey Jr. just blowing everybody away with his first appearance as mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's just from beginning to end. And how it set up everything when, like, at the end credits of the movies when they show like Nick Fury and you talk about like the Shield Initiative and everything, I was like, I just, I, I just yeah, I just remember, tw- like, twelve years ago when that happened, everybody was like, oh my god, and that just, and every movie that came after that put everybody, they put everyone's butts into seats and such. If you were a true friend, you always had to stay in the theater, and mm-hmm. you always stay in the theater to see what was next. And everybody at least, you was like, "You're not a true fan." I was like, "How do y'all? How do y'all get up and leave the theater? It's been going on for like eleven years. It's like eleven or twelve years, and y'all still walking up and getting away." I don't like. Yep. It's just like it, it. It pretty much set the standards for what, what was to come. Uh, Tony's backstory was cool, and you know how he became like the, when we saw when we saw his first uh, suit. They paid homage to his first suit in the comics. That was pretty cool. I mean. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a reason. All right, my number eight is uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. No, <laughs> See, it's 
Pittsburgh is it's, it's getting tough. I told you it was going to get tough. It's tough. Because that... I, I really, really like that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also too long. What? Yeah, it, it drags. Yeah. It drags. Civil War is longer than that. The, but it doesn't drag. Winter Soldier drags in the dead middle of the movie. It, like the the right after we get introduced to T'Challa, and he beats the crap out of Bucky, and they chase him across Geneva, and they capture them. It drags right after that, because they drag out the whole thing of Bucky being captured and they getting rebrainwashed. They they hinted at Zemo being a problem all movie. He finally mm-hmm. is right mm-hmm. in, in in the Civil War. Um, but but in the Winter Soldier, like the the movie just drags. It, it really drags for me. And I do agree, Civil Civil War is kind of long, and that it also drags right when I was just mentioning. But um, but the Civil War had Civil War was a bit. Me not the Civil War. It had it had other things that made up for like that bit of dragging. The Win the Winter Soldier was like probably like one of the better like I hate to say like action movies in yeah, a no, MCU. It had good action but because that, because that doesn't, that it, doesn't it, excuse it. I, I don't know. I'm just saying like it had like it was like the movie where people people were comparing people were going to compare like to like the spy movies and such. So like it was just thrilling action and everything then it was like the whole conspiracy like when hydra was like infiltrated the shield the entire time you didn't know you didn't know who to believe yeah, but like, and then it, but, it, but, it, on, but there's, but, but, there's but no explanation it's a conspiracy it's a conspiracy but, it, but there's no there's no foundation of explanation older, for it even, hold up you gotta okay, nick, nick fury nick fury nick fury everybody kicks the button nick fury kicks the button in the movie the debut of the winter soldier like when like it was there was a lot of suspense. You don't know who to trust in the entire movie. The elevator scene. It was, it was a lot of great moments, man. I'm not denying that. I know. I'm just, I'm just but it's got its issues for me personally. Uh, where it's okay, like, I can't argue with that. Yeah. The whole Hydra thing is like how they literally expunged them from existence. There should have been nobody left. Mm. Like that. It, it's it's one of the weaker elements of that plot that nobody ever talks about. It's like how. Nick Fury knows everything about everybody, but you're gonna tell me he got fooled? The man who can't be fooled? I mean, got to, fooled? Wait, to, no. to, to be fair, but yeah, but so when who, who. when did it happen and how? Because the last time we saw them, they were they were just destroyed, expunged. The last bit of them we saw was in Age of Ultron, and they wiped the floor with them. So beyond Baron Zemo, who wasn't even really a Hydra agent, he's just a guy. Okay. Who could have done it? Also, was that Robert? Is that Robert Redford that plays the the chairman or whatever oh, that they're Robert. in? He was really good as like the is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Kind of thing. We're right? number eight, right? Yeah. Okay, make sure. I, I, I did a uh, obviously the whole the first time we see Bucky show up as the Winter Soldier, and he's just taking it to everybody, mm-hmm. even Steve. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, the final that's one of my like higher on the list final battles of all the movies mm-hmm. because it's awesome because we get to see Sam who we just met in that movie be the Falcon for the first time going around doing his thing mm-hmm. on your left to, yeah exactly on your left no yeah in Endgame it's just yeah in Endgame it's just Sam turning yeah. the tables on him yeah on yeah. your but, left um the whole thing with like the helicarriers being all uh, automated. There's some things that really bother me about that movie, but I do like the action. It, it's got a ton of action. I love that sort of spy thriller, like that was yeah, the spy thriller kind of thing. Yeah, it nice. it's a nice change of pace. I think it's the only movie like that in all of them, really. That has that sort of feel. 
At least yeah. until we get to the Black Widow. Civil War had, had some elements like that for like a little so, bit, but like for just a little bit, yeah. yeah. So, Civil, Civil War, War. Spy, the spy, the spy espionage, the, the Zemo stuff early on when we're first being introduced to him is like that. Yeah. Um, but I, and I, I like it. It's just, and I understand Steve like pulling his punches when he realizes it's Bucky. I don't know. It is. I like the knife movie, fight was pretty cool. The choreograph. Really cool. When they were, when they were fighting in the streets at uh, yeah, downtown. Yeah, downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, they were like, it was like, oh, that was so thrilling. I was like, oh god. Um, the whole oh, the bit where Black Widow uses that like holographic facial thing mm-hmm. that is pretty cool. And she just <laughs> she just takes it off. You've been played. Um, <laughs> So there's there's a cameo in that movie by somebody that I can't remember who it is that always gets me. It's one of like the engine, like one of the tech people that they when they run in on the like the little command room at first when she kicks the door in and she comes in and it's her and Maria Hill. It's, it's somebody in that room I can't remember who. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I hate that guy, the guy that leads the shield. Stri- the he's actually the Hydra agent, not the bald oh. dude. The the actual the uh, yeah, he becomes that. Captain America. They they go after him at the beginning of Civil mm-hmm. War. I hate that guy. Oh, crossbones. I, I, that's no, 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 when no, that's, that's, no, that's no, Civil War. No, that's Civil War. Yeah, yeah. But no. whatever his name was before, they they call him. They never call him Crossbones. They mm-hmm. call him by his actual name. I know. That's what, that's what, that's what, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Captain, I think it was Winter Frank Soldier or something. Number, uh-huh. Winter, Winter Soldier's number eight for me. Yeah. What's your number eight? It's gonna be that. But I'll say for my, I'll say be Winter Soldier. This man is but agreeable with huh? everything he's pressing. No, kind of It's gonna get tougher. No, but I say for my reason why I like Winter Soldier. And of course, the action is cool and all. I love like action, but for me, I said there was a more of an emotional, emotional feel to that movie because it's like when it came to Captain America and he saw his old friend Bucky, it was like a mental strain for him because he's like he's trying to save his friend. But at yeah. the same time, the very people like with kind of Nick Fury and everybody else, they kind of wanted to somewhat eliminate him and get him out the problem. But the thing is, there were some parts where he kind of had to bend the rules to help save his friend because that was his one person that was with him since day one when it came to you know the original movie. I like the way you worded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's why. I, that's why I like because it's like it was. It's basically like it's a sense like you're trying to save a brother who can't really save himself because his mind's just been so corrupted from all those torments and those mental. I can't say coding. What's the word for that? Coding. You want to say coding? coding. I will say all those that mental coding in his it's mind like and making that man into yeah. a weapon versus yeah. being a person. So it's like that's one thing I love about the movie, especially when it came to that final fight. It's kind of corny where you like sometimes fighting with your fist says a thousand words because you can see that moment he was trying to save Bucky with all he can, even though he was just trying. He was basically at some point he was beating the crap out of Bucky. It was vice versa, back and forth, back and forth. And Bucky but the whole time him. you could see his fighting style was trying to save him no matter what happened. That's one part. Like now, I think he did look dislocated his arm too. I think he did. I don't remember that. I, 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 just remember he, I remember he, he got saved though. He it, did. It, but yeah. I said, that's one part I love about the action's cool, but I like the story that's behind it. You see the emotional state of and part of, and, and part of that story kind of continued continuing in the Civil War. Yeah, though, which is uh, which got you more. But that'd be that's what, talking, that's what's, what's, what's your number eight? Eight would be Army. See, two for two. Army. Two for two. When I see Iron Man, mm-hmm. I said, Marvel had finally arrived. <laughs> all the bad anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, because, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, the, the Spider-Man TV show, when they had to pull him off the building with a rope, it looked like he floating. He
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta see that. I don't think I've seen yeah, that. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Luperino. Mm-hmm. That's a credible heart, but Luperino with a green afro it just didn't cut <laughs> it. And I always know the hut was a white guy. I knew it was a black guy. <laughs> Brother Smash. <laughs> you wouldn't like me if I don't get my 40. I love the idea of her, man. Thank you. Like, like I said, it kind of set the ball rolling, and it set the it set a very high margin for the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Um, yeah, that you bring up that old Iron Man. I I cringe every time I see like the first two Iron Man. So like that one that they had in that TV show we were talking about. It just uh-huh. it bothers me. Really, oh. It's like a nightmare image oh. for me. I don't even know what you want. To, you can't call that Iron Man. All right. So number seven. Uh, it's number seven for me. Careful. Uh, probably it'd be, be, be uh, Guardians uh, two. Seven for me would be Guardians. I have to disagree with you on that one. It's my, it's my, it's my pick. That's fine though. No, I mean it's 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 higher it's on the list. I, 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 I'm glad it's on higher on the list. But for me, like Guardians two, it was funny. Cause I almost put that low, but then there was moments in two that I like. Um, Yondu and there, there was a lot of. I think, mm-hmm. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two was like it was that one was like a, a fun, like a good time, fun movie and such. Because mm-hmm. like everybody was having fun, they were a little more establishment with the characters. Like you see Yondu because first he was like, you know, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was like this bad guy, but then you start seeing things from his point of view. Like he made him, he he made a mistake or whatever, and then he got pretty much like blacklisted from the family because like he because he. He, the he for the choices he made yeah. because he broke the code or whatever, and then it was just yeah. You, you start seeing development from his character, and then I never forget one of the characters. Remember the guy named Taserface? <laughs> My name is Taserface. <laughs> that was hilarious. Taserface. Yeah, and there, it was a lot of good moments, and then there was like moments where like those those uh those yellow people or whatever them gold skin people when they like if you if you insult them they get oh, yeah they get they God. get offended so easy and they they hold grudges yeah. there was a scene where they were being they were chasing those uh the guardians in that ship and they're and then it was like <laughs> a literal arc it was an arcade, arcade game. Game. <laughs> but yeah, oh! those ship, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's one of the moments. Like they had a great moments, and then uh, Ego, the planet was Ego was interesting. Oh, it was played by Kurt Russell too, and then um, I, th- I thought it was a, an overall entertaining movie. Like the, Guardians is a probably one one of the MCU movies, one of two MCU movies that made, that made me shed a tear. It was at one part when Yondu, when uh, when when Yondu like let uh, what's the name lives. Uh, he might have been your father. Yeah, he, he said he might have been your daddy. He wasn't your daddy. No, that part I was like, oh, I was like, that kind of hit me but a little bit. But you felt that, <laughs> but though. I felt that. All that, yeah, yeah, because like, because like, he was telling like you're, you know, he's like, like Rocket told me, yeah, you're, you guess, y'all knew you're now a guardian and everything else, and and then I was just like, it, it was a lot of great moments. Mm-hmm. Like even oh, like, I want even that one part. I remember when the when the the little what's that guy's name Groot. When uh, whenever when they got captured in one day, it was him, Yandu, and uh, Group. He's like, "Here, I need you to get me the little thing, the little uh, that little uh, toy." <laughs> and he keeps bringing him the wrong stuff. Like, <laughs> Listen, this is great. My, my number seven is also Guardians Two. Dave Groot 
Baby Groot, little, yeah. Well, he's not. He's like toddler Groot. Yeah. He was hilarious in that movie. From the bit where he's dancing to the music at the opening, yeah. during the opening scene, um, to the part where you were just talking about where he keeps bringing him the wrong, the wrong stuff. Like describing in full detail exactly what he needs to find, and he can't find it. Um, to the bit where he's explaining to him what button to hit, mm-hmm. and he's reading it back to him. He's like, I am Groot. Uh-huh. I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. No! Like, <laughs> I am Groot? No! Like, uh, just He's fantastic in that. And then that also leads to one of my favorite... Um, credit scene bits where it's like later on and he's teenage Groot. Oh, right. And right. In, he's like, look, you should get off the game. He's like, I am Groot. He's like, just being all, uh, it's you know teenager is. <laughs> 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 like, Whoa, yeah, you can't use that language yeah, exactly. here. <laughs> but if you notice also, his room is like all overgrown with vines and whatnot too. Cause like, mm. I don't know. just kind of like the little touch that they all have their own. They, 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 things. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I loved Guardians 2. I think I liked it more than one, honestly. I yeah. Like, I had to think about it. It's like, yeah, Guardians 2 was a lot. Uh, I did yeah, things better than one. I hate to say Kurt it. Yeah. Russell was really good as a bad guy. It was hard for me to hate him at first, but as we started to learn really who he was, it became pretty easy. I learned um, like Nebula too a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, she started to warm up to being a part of the crew and being on the right side of, you know, this, the, this side as opposed to the other side. Um, Mantis, Mantis was interactions there. with Drax are fantastic. <laughs> but he's like, and he's like, you, you are hideous to look at. And, and, but he like meant it in a good way, though, you know, because he just doesn't know how to express. No, you're hideous. But um, he's like, good. Seeing Peter like finally tap into his uh, celestial, power. his yeah, his celestial power like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, if he can figure out how to do that consistently. It's gonna to find out what happened to his mom, we know why she yeah, died was even messed up. Yeah. yeah, but that they they needed that to give the, the audience the motivation to hate ego. Yeah, Marvel tend to do this. They'll give you like a likable villain and stuff. They, they make him likable first, and then they'll hit you left field with, "Oh yeah, he's just a well, yeah." Because it's important for them to have the villain be relatable because um, eventually it'll make him easier to hate. But also like. If if you have a like relatable villain, like especially as you get older, you start to kind of understand. You look back at like villains and bad guys from movies you watch and things like that. And you start to understand their motivations better. Yeah, like once you understand how the world works and such. Mm-hmm. Um, they so, have reasons. Yeah, to so it's it's just kind of necessary. You they want you to have this like relatable, likable villain. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can kind of understand him, and then they do some really messed up stuff. And you're like, see, oh, see, now you've crossed the line. <laughs> see, now you see, now you don't messed up. Bro. Let me tell you why. Messed up, AA run. See, that's why yeah. I want to talk about this other movie, but it's higher up. So, like, me. so what's number seven for you? My seven is actually Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it's Iron Man for number seven because, of course, y'all said pretty much everything else. Of course, for me, it's the foundation for the MCU universe. He was the original OG that literally set the bar. He said, this is how we're going to do Marvel movies from there. And really, it was just a great movie. Even though his character was super cocky, sometimes arrogant. He Sometimes you want to hate, but you love his character for how he is. But that's his character. You enjoy him for what he is. But most part, you got to say everything else, though. So. What's your mm-hmm. number seven? My number seven will be the Civil War. The Civil War? Oh, number seven. Yeah. Oh, better than Civil, uh, oh. Winter Soldier? Yeah. Okay. I, I love it. I love because like, you're a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. Do you remember back in the day, back in the 70s and 80s, when they do like, you know, X-Men versus the Avenger or X-Men versus the Fantastic Four, how they had that iconic moment when they had 
So the hero lined up on the, on the right. <laughs> yeah, it was hero lined up on the right. Mm-hmm. That brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. And I just love it being a comfort fan. A lot of people did them. Just see, it, just see two people here. It was a lot of homage. It was a lot of homages too. Yes. And that's why, I, even though it went in the Civil War that I uh, wanted, but it, it did enough to please me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it, it went away. The they, they could have put it like the extra comic book, but oh. it did a job. And you know, I was satisfied. It kind of like you pull up to the table and you got your feel, and you say, you know what? I'm not full, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> right. I feel you on that. Yeah, I, I love it. Oh man, that's pretty cool. Now we're on, I guess, number six. Yep. Number six for me is the um, Winter Soldier. Everything, everything was discussed. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I even said some stuff earlier about like the espionage. That's I already said what I had to say on the earlier. Yeah. So, what you got, Brad, for number six? Number six. Let's see what this is. This is where I have Iron Man. Iron Man for number six. We pretty much covered all the bases with this one. It was like, ooh, almost knocked the mic over. Ooh. It was really important to just the MCU and kicking off, but also like, what is it, like three years before the next movie, right? Yeah. So they knew it had done well, but it seemed like almost they were still a little hesitant at first to get it going. Yeah. But then we, we get it going, and Iron Man is the jumping off point for, like, you look what you look back in 2008 and where we were, like it was, it wasn't cool to openly, you know, rock your superhero swag and be a fan of comics and all that stuff and all that jazz. Like, you know, if you were, if people knew you liked it, it was because they also liked it. You know, true. Now you can't walk out of your door without seeing Marvel this superhero that all these movies, these you know things that there aren't tie-ins, their own standalone movies that are original superheroes, all this other stuff. It's completely overtaken society, mm-hmm. and Iron Man has to be high on the list, at least to me. It almost made my top five, but um, it has to be high on the list, at least to me, because of what it's done for beyond just like being a pretty good movie. This gets tough, man. Just like, thinking about it. Yeah, Tony yeah. Stark. Tony Stark is on my Mount Rushmore of superheroes. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I like that. Love Iron Man, and um, but I also like Tony Stark. Just as like an individual person, yeah, because he grows so much both through exactly. the comics but also the MCU. Like when we meet him at the beginning, because I, I thought it was an interesting choice to start the whole series with Iron Man. I think yeah. they did it because he's like a really well-known superhero. Mm-hmm. But they could have done Captain America. They could have done a couple of other people, mm-hmm. and they picked him. And it it sort of encapsulates the whole series because we watch this guy go from this really arrogant you know, greedy, you know, um, playboy to he's humbled because he's almost killed. He realized yep. the, the the horrible, like, bad he's doing in the world by proliferating his weapons into into the world and, you know, doing it to the highest bidder. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He, he starts to see the impact, the negative impact he's had. And that, that continues for a long time. Like, which, which movie is it? Is it Civil War where he's giving the TED Talk and the woman stops him backstage, and he thinks she's trying to like, kill him, mm-hmm. and she just wants to show him a picture of her son that was killed in Sokovia. Yeah, and like even that far into the series, he's still dealing with the consequences of the things that he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he he's Tony. A lot of people can identify with Tony in the same way they can identify with Thor. Is like um, he's a flawed individual, but we see him overcome all of these things too. You know, when when he that that line that Steve tells him where he's like. You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play 
to lay over the barbed wire and let somebody else crawl over you. Mm. And then in the very end, for Tony to be the one that sacrifices himself to save the world, that right there, just that little link shows all of the growth that we see from Tony Stark through all these mm-hmm. movies. And even if he's just popping up like in Homecoming or even in there's a, he's in like one or two of the little credit scenes for other people's movies. Mm-hmm. And just to, to see him grow and everything like that and to look back on Iron Man very fondly, at least for me, yeah. knowing what it started for the MCU, but also just for like pop culture. Like it's, it's cool now to like, everybody wants to admit that they're into superheroes and it's like, yeah, you know, instead mm-hmm. of, you know, having like backlash from it, I'm glad to see everybody be comfortable to be able to, say that because for a long time it wasn't cool to like superheroes yeah. you know? that's true and now because of the iron man and what that caught like what that led to mm-hmm. it's you know it's a thing that everybody can can appreciate and have fun yeah, with it. yeah everybody and it's gotten so i was telling i was talking to him earlier about everybody's got something like a lot of people got into reading comics now everybody's got their hero whether they've been on screen or not yet everybody's found their hero because stanley created all these characters and all these other writers created all these characters there's something for somebody you know, you can identify with some one of these characters somehow more than any of the others. That is so true. And it, it, I, I challenge anybody listening to this to find, and not just in the MCU, if you read comics too, like to try and find somebody that you can't like try, try not to identify with somebody. Yeah, it's impossible. That, that is so true. And you know, I know you're talking about Iron Man, but like one of my favorite characters in the Marvel Universe is Wonder Man. You know, he got all that power. His fix is like Thor Hammer when he hit. Yeah. But his thing was that he thought he had died once in that little insecurity there with all that power. You know, that is relatable. You know, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you're you afraid what the problem the problem with outcome. You know, I put myself in home way all this time. What what could be the end for me? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what, what's the end? And I, and I like it because that, that is relatable. That kind of like you being a cop. Yeah. And you, and you, every time there's some trouble out there, everybody else is running away. You have to and run to you, the yeah, end. And you're rushing right into it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the end outcome is. Mm-hmm. And to flip it back to Tony Stark, what I like about how, how fearless he was at the beginning, but once he got a family and he you know he was responsible for other people yeah, that didn't he like had something he, to yeah, lose. Exactly. Once he had something to lose, his old whole attitude changed. Mm-hmm. But he developed, also, he developed a lot. Yeah, he did. I like yeah. about him, he owned his past. He did. And that's what that one now I give him a lot of credit it, for. It took it took that woman show you know, introduce like showing him that picture of her son for him to really step up and own all of the bad things that he had done. But the Tony we get from that point on, even though it does lead to creation of Ultron, is a better man for it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. even with even with the best intentions he created an enemy that almost undid them. Mm-hmm. But Ultron mm-hmm. seemed fairly unbeatable there for some time yeah. before they figured out how they could do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, Ultron made the mistake of making all those copies and he weakened himself and then they all came together and they and then they took the twins and turned them to the good side and took mm-hmm. away everything else he'd been using against them. And, but Tony coming like either like he like I said coming from the best place possible, he created something evil. He still owned that. He's like, yeah, I was responsible for mm-hmm. Ultron. Mm-hmm. But understand I was doing it for the betterment of the planet. He's like, because like he said, that something is going to come from space. He was like, I went into space. Like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, mm-hmm. when he went out there to throw that, that nuke through the, the black, through the, the portal. He said, he literally he said, realized, he, yeah, he, he realized how insignificant he was and how much mm-hmm. danger was out there. He literally he, said like he, that he right like, there is the end game. Yeah. He was like, yeah. that's the end game. He's like, something's going to come through that we can't handle. He's like, I saw all of us dead, right? That's what, was it Loki that put that thought in his head? Mm-hmm. It was a, oh, it was a witch. She was called a witch. And, uh, oh, okay. um, yeah. and so like, he, that's his, you know, he has to protect the world because he's got to protect 
a daughter that didn't exist at the time, but his eventual plans to have a family, but to protect them, to protect the earth because he felt responsible Mm -hmm. because the whole thing was essentially his idea. You know, like Nick Fury got him along and then Tony went out and brought in everybody. Yeah. And also you got to realize too, because even though once he realized all that stuff, the one thing he didn't want to lose and what he lost. Because he didn't want to lose his family. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't really want to die. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. As long, as long as we go through this and I survive, I can be here for my family. But he made the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and the bad part, Dr. Strange cannot tell him. Because, because he, he knew if he told him, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it. And that's what that whole, the whole scene where he looks at, at Steven and he hits him with the one finger mm-hmm. while he's holding back all that water. Mm-hmm. It's like the reminder that there's only one of all the, how many was it? Like six million? Fourteen, 14 million outcomes. Yeah. Out of all of those outcomes he saw, there was only one. So and it, it solidified Tony's resolve to be able to go through with the losing the, he had to sacrifice the one thing he wanted so that the one thing he wanted to take it, like to enjoy could be able to move, live, live on. Off, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of like the movie I watched today, like, like the Ligurians of the day. So what is moral? And, and he said, is it good morals or bad morals? Well, it all depends because he can go both ways. Cause, and he, he was saying like this. He said, just imagine a moral, you don't want you don't want to fight people, right? Yeah. You don't want to cause problems. Yeah. But you in a room and you see the guy with a gun shooting over everybody, but you behind the guy. Yeah. You don't want to hurt the guy, but in order to stop him, you had to kill him. Mm-hmm. You want to kill other people. So what will you do? Will you sacrifice that one guy or will you let him kill everybody in the room? You know, that, mm-hmm. and, and when you kind of that what Tony Stark he sacrificed himself. You know that kind of reminds me of the scene in Man of Steel where mm-hmm. um, Superman was Clark was just hell bent on saving Zod because yeah. he's the only other person like him, exactly. and Zod refused. So he was going to kill those people with his heat ray, forcing Clark to kill him mm-hmm. because he refused to be Superman's friend. He refused to you know not to to bow to somebody else. Mm-hmm. He's like you either we're going you're going to kill me or I'm going to make you kill me. Like kind of like we're talking about with the Joker and the Batman. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. it's something similar also. It's like mm-hmm. it, you know, it it the it, uh, it, it's just similar. Mm-hmm. So, so number 6. Oh, no, you good. Wait, 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 yeah, number oh, 6. <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number 6. You're number 6. Okay. So for nine number 6. <laughs> I have a little headache, but I'm going good though. Yeah. Oh boy. Huh? Yeah. I think my number six be Guards of the Galaxy two. Okay, yeah, that'd be my number six though. Well, I said most part you guys already explained too. Like I said, I'm a big lore story. It's like I like how there was two father figures basically in his life. Of course, he didn't really pay attention to the main one. He should have been until towards the end of the movie. But it was kind of cool when he got to see his dad or his real dad was the Celestial, and then you got to see his dad. They got the bond for some time. You saw how excited he was because he got to find his father. But of course, oh yeah. Later on, you see how his true colors was, and of course, he has those visions, and it show what happened to his mother, which of course leads him to fighting. And then, of course, deciding we got to see is yes, he used the celestial powers from that time, and they went at it from time to time. And then, of course, the last part we get to see what's his name, where he actually got to have that last moment with his, I guess, adopted I guess you son. Say, yeah, yeah, keep it simple. It's adopted son. Oh <laughs> uh, no, a kidnapped his son. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you get to see like he got the. Sh- but this display is real feelings for his his kidnapped son. I guess you can say that. That's the second yeah. time. That's yeah. true. He always said he would as a child. <laughs> I feel like that was the second time the actor Michael Rooker 
Cause he could, like even as I'm talking like the show like Walking Dead, oh, like boy, because he scene. like he I think he he does a cool job of like playing like redeeming characters like they were bad mm. but like but he, but he always does some self sacrificing stuff at the end and he always gets and, he, and it's always like a redeeming quality and you're like man well, you know I wish he could have stayed long but his story was over with though. Yeah. Talk about so, uh, Michael Rooker basically yeah. like he, like, oh. when he like, I said he, he tend to play characters yeah. that uh that you know they're bad at first but then in the end they have like redeeming qualities and they always like it's always like a redemption yeah. death at the end. Yeah. That's that that yeah. scene it was like you felt that one. Yeah, that yeah. whole I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. He did say that. Yeah. So it's your number six. Whole bunch of misfits that really shouldn't be together, but yep. like that dollar experience that yep. they had, they really are like a family. And yes, and, yeah, and go back to like you said at mm-hmm. the beginning, a real father would sacrifice himself for his son, mm-hmm. and that's why I love when Hondo, you know, he picked the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that, you know, that was a, that was a touchy moment. It was touchy. That's what that's what I meant. I, I, like, I, I was like, like. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought take... the movie was going to end on a, on a good note, and then you had that scene. You're like, well, no. Yeah, that happens. And then immediately following that, um, I'm just like, okay, well, th- things are things are pretty pretty grim. Yeah. Well, something else happens right after that, too. What, what I think they, they do like kind of like some kind of space funeral for him or whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh, with the, the fireworks and all? Yeah. yeah. He died with a yeah, but I think the, those other guys showed up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the original Garden of the, of the Galaxy, if you read the comments. Mm. So, yeah, so I think it was. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was in it too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember the name, but yeah, but if you read the original of the, the wait, comments, yeah, then the you said Sylvester Garland. Stallone. Oh. Yeah, he was in Guardians too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, remember? He was, oh yeah, they were. Yeah, because him and uh, Yondo had a conversation. Yeah, original group of Guardians. Yeah, when he, when he, when he, the little. I guess gold things he had on his shoulder when he actually uh, flies space, they actually grow kind of like wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought he looked kind of like Judge Dredd. And him, the Christian guy, and the charge, uh, 20, 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them the original Garden of the Galaxy. Mm, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they pay homage to a lot of characters. They, they do that in a lot oh. of their movies, but you don't read the comments, you wouldn't recognize, no. you think, who are these guys? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so here we go. The number five. Top, top five. Okay, so number five for top. me. Here we go, boys. Thor Ragnarok. Thor. I'm going to strike you. No. I'm going to strike you. It deserves No, for me, Thor Ragnarok blew me away when I was happy. Obviously not. No. I'm putting it It blew him away. I got it. I have my reasons. This is for me. It's like... I think it's top five is not bad. If I had Thor Hammer, I'll sit on your chest right now. It's nothing wrong. Top, if nothing if wrong with top five. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong because my, my, my I have my hey. Let, let me let me I, land. I can, I can let feel me him land. on that. But yeah, because it's top. It's top five is not bad. 
like Thor Ragnarok. Hey, I remember when I remember when the trailer. I remember when the I remember when the trailer came when the trailer came out, and I was like, I was hooked all the way. They played that with that rock music that was in it. I forgot like dun, 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 dun. I was like, yo, this was immigrant, cool immigrant song. By yeah, way. and it, and it had like it had like a little like Guardians like have like have fun vibe to it, and then you start seeing Hella, which and then what she was capable of doing the whole Ragnarok thing that was going on. Um, you see, and the Hulk was there. The team up was there, and they they, they kind of expanded on their relationship a bit more. It was just I I, I love everything about uh, Ragnarok, and then the cool part about it was that I remember with Chris Hemsworth. He was like, "Yo, we need." To, I mean, he was like, "I don't remember." I remember he said something. He was kind of a little frustrated because like they haven't really done much with his character and everything. Yeah. And he talked to like the, I think the people in the studios, and and he was like, mm. and it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll do something. We'll do something right for you. And they actually. Yeah. They actually had fun with it, and they gave like Thor more of a, a personality to it, and it was something a little more relatable, and it was just you know just cool and mm-hmm. everything. And then there was like the little like the Easter egg scene with like uh, Doctor Strange when he was trying to figure out uh, you know where you know where his uh, his dad was and everything, and he kept on messing with Loki the entire time, oh, and yeah, he had him, I was falling for like thirty. Yeah, so like, <laughs> and he keeps talking. He just sends him through the portal. Yeah. And then it's just they, they talk and talk and talk, and he finally brings back, and he hits the floor. And yeah. I was falling for thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> the, that, the entire scene of them in New York City is pretty funny. Yeah, oh, man. It's, it's, I, I, I know it's gonna be a controversial pick, but I say Thor Ragnarok is like top five. Yeah. I, I'll say that for well, me. That's that's. I mean, I'll let y'all elaborate more with y'all. My, with y'all five is. my number five is Civil War. Okay. I wanted to be higher, but there's there's too much good stuff for me in front of it. So it's, it's tough. Um, I'm telling you, it's, it's a tough getting, list. Uh, Civil War for me is number five. Uh, I was looking forward to that from the first Avengers movie. When I found out that they were they were going to make that many of them, and like there was this whole plan, I was like, man, I hope it's Civil War. I hope we get Civil War. And then they announced it, it was going like after Age of Ultron, they were like, yeah, Civil War is the next step. And I was like, yes, because I knew I knew what that meant. And the only thing that I I think that hurts it for me is that Cap doesn't die at the end of it like he did in the comics. Because I was waiting on that and waiting on that and then as the as the time for the movie came around I was like I bet they don't kill him because he's too popular of a character right now. And they didn't. And I I wonder what would have happened with this series had he been killed at the end of Civil War. Because we would have gotten a different Captain America immediately and not now. Yeah. And I understand why they kept him and why they waited till now to move on and everything. But like that's how the Civil War ended, and for the longest, I was hoping that's what we were going to get. Captain America, the super soldier, the man out of time, not felled by uh, inter- like an extraterrestrial species or something like that, some invasion, some elder god or something, but by the bullet of a sniper from a roof across mm-hmm. the street when he reveals who he is. Yep. And like, um, and there's an the introduction of one of my other Mount Rushmore characters of the Black Panther. Like Black Panther. I, yes. I remember when they showed the first like production still of the suit. And I almost threw my phone across the room because I was so excited. Because I mean, like, it, like to see it like actually there, you know, like knowing he was going to be in the movie, and then they made T'Challa like such a cool customer. Like he's just he's such a Joe cool. Like you know, he's just cool, calm, collected. Uh, the and he's sitting there, and Black Widow's talking to him, and she's like, you know, you you don't um, let us catch him. And he's like, you, he's like, you can try, uh, but you'll have. He says something effective like, but if I get to him first, I'm going to kill him. T'Challa was not playing. His father died. T'Challa was not playing. Tells her with no remorse, "I'm going to kill, kill. him." If that I was T'Challa was not playing. So even then, yeah. like that big fight when, it, when he was trying to go to the airport, he was going after. Yeah, when, he, yeah. was going he was going to kill him. He was yes, like, yeah. yes. He was like Agent Romanoff. Um, 
I am not my father. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm saying, like, even then, like, when he got on the planes, like, she kept shooting with those taser shots. I love the part when he, they were running. Like, it just slowed him down, yeah, but he kept, kept coming. Yeah, I, I love the part when he uh, when they were running on, like, the freeway or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, the, that scene was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that <laughs> thing was great. It was really underrated chase scenes. It was underrated. Um, like they were running like, like they were Steve's running at full steam and he can't keep up with them and Steve we know at this point is he's just superhuman uh-huh. so he's struggling to keep up with T'Challa and then um, T'Challa is agile too he, <laughs> he was yeah he's on Bucky's tail the whole time he's on, on his on butt <laughs> Bucky's on a motorcycle he was, <laughs> was and, like that scene is funny but it's epic at the same then, time um, and then uh, Don Cheadle, you know, or I should say, uh, Roni, War Machine shows up. He's like, "Congratulations, Cap! You're a, uh, what do you call it? He said you're a wanted man or something like that." Yeah, you're a fugitive. Yeah, or you're, a, you're a criminal. I forgot what he said. Um, yeah, you're a war criminal. That's what it is. Yeah, but uh, I just really like Civil War. It was great. The the bit at the end where Tony and where Zemo has done exactly what he was trying to do the whole time. He was never trying to reprogram Bucky to bring him back. He was just trying to divide the Avengers. And that's it. For the mm. first time in three Avengers movies, after consecutive tough baddies tried to divide him, who but this little regular man divided the Avengers Tell right the down date, the middle. December 1991. And he plays that video and you you get the realization that Bucky's the one that killed Tony's parents. Yeah. And then then the big twist that Steve knew this whole time. And he's covered for him the whole time. The funny thing is, yeah. the, the funny, this man in the, face. the funny thing is, I was like, I, I looked up like, when did it happen? When did you know about it? It, it, it happened back in Winter Soldier. It was a yeah. part. It was that scene where they were showing all the images. All and the it, images yeah, in that bunker. If you look at, if you freeze it, they show one incident when they show like his parents died. And that's when he yeah. saw. I was like, oh, oh that's how he found and out so about he's it. He's known mm. all this time, and he. that sends Tony into a fit of rage we haven't seen from him since uh, the guy that saved his life was killed. Mm-hmm. So like, that's movies and movies ago. And they have this knockdown drag out. He blows Bucky's arm off and is about to kill him. And Steve takes him out. And that line of, uh, he's my mm. friend, Tony, and he hits him with the, so was I. Yeah. Like yeah. the finite, we are no longer friends. The part, uh, that, that was a hard the part. Of, the part of the movie yeah. was the ending where it was like, that, that shit doesn't belong to you. And then when he, as soon as he dropped the shield, that was like, yeah. That's it. it was like yeah. the end. It was like the like the the end. Like of Captain, he's no longer Captain America. He's yeah, he Steve Rogers. Team Steve mm-hmm. Rogers. Yeah. What, what was Nomad? Right. That's what in the comics uh, he was Nomad. In the comics. Uh, yeah, Nomad. Yeah. So Civil War is. I, I just started rewatching it the other day. I'm slowly. I got all the way to the. I seen fight. I uh, seen that movie three times in theaters. Also, mm. also the introduction of Spider Man to the MCU, and uh, yep. that was a great moment when he comes in, and we realized Tom Holland was the future of the character. He's just so perfect. <laughs> it was like he we, we liked him in. I was saying, but he was though. He was. Have you people, seen that movie in Star Wars? Strikes Back. People questioned it, but he was absolutely perfect. Yeah. yeah. For that, you got a metal orb? That's awesome. Also, he's like, how do you see all these things? When he's like looking at the mm-hmm. looking at his first little suit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Can you just not? <laughs> This is great. But yeah, the, oh my gosh. Yeah, just him just being a kid in the mm. moment, you know, this the freshman in high school, just completely lost with all these like heroes he idolizes, and he's fighting them and going toe to toe. The bit where he traps, uh, where he's fighting Falcon and uh, Bucky in the like the terminal, yeah, and he traps them in the wall. He's like, "Listen, I'd love to stay in chat, but I gotta go help Mister Stark." And he like he leaves, and they're just both like. They're okay. so upset. What did, what did Falcon says? I'm like, can't believe we got bested by a kid or something like yeah. that. Like, he's so upset. <laughs> he kept on talking to the kid. I was like, I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before, but usually ain't this much talking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't say that here. But yeah, the, for such a tense like series of scenes to be like uh, 
like broken up with all the comedy that happens through that that particular you know. Uh, oh, when part of when Ant Man got big and he grabbed yeah. the the war machine, or when he's in the when he's in the suit, he's like, "Who who the hell is that?" He's like, uh, "I'm your conscience," and he's like, he's like rips the thing. He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to do a lot of repairs, man." And he's just like running through like. Really <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god, that was a lot of good moments in Civil War. It was just yeah, that was, good. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, that's why I gotta put it a little yeah. higher. I think. Yeah, what's your number see. five? We're number five, right? Mommy Ragnarok. Okay. The disrespect. Yeah, I said I have my pool. No, I'm saying it's a great movie. It's just there is when I explain the other movies, I like more reason. I said I'm not gonna deny, but I said definitely once you said most of it already. One of the funniest scenes, especially when it comes to well, two funny scenes where it's Thor versus Hulk. That was a great scene from a great fight. Well, the funniest scene when actual Ragnar actually came out, and then you think like, all right, you need to let him go ahead and destroy Asgard. You see Hulk just leap right to the dude's oh face yeah, 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 and start bashing it in. Hulk, don't smash! Yeah, oh, yeah, and they, oh, ones, they, don't smash! Oh, yeah, he's, he's a, a guy, yeah, he's a guy. big monster. My, no, one of the things I like about it, hey, hey. My name is Korg. Hey, Korg, yeah. Meek. We're going to so, go to the spaceship. When I get to my <laughs> full Ragnarok review, that some things are going to be said. Yeah, he's like, want to wanna, wanna <laughs> go on a spaceship? Want to come? You come? Yeah. on that big ship over there. You want to come? You want to come? <laughs> That's <laughs> That's Korg. Is this Meek? Oh, my name's Korg. Meek's dead. Meek's dead. Oh, no, no. He's alive. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> such a goofy character, but you love him. Like, I would love to huh? see. I would love he to is see. Unique, though, I would love to see him, Thor, like the Thor and the Guardians of characters, like. They go on adventure together. That would be so hilarious. That would be so hilarious. And Thor to be with the Guardians just for the like the comedic, comedic potential there with Drax also involved and Groot. Like the the whole the whole cast, the whole cast of characters. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh my goodness! That's for me. What's your number five? Number five will be Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Mm, Okay. I love Winter Soldier. I love the fight scenes. To me, out of all the movies, that is the most iconic hand-to-hand battle. Just think about mm-hmm. it. The one that when he fought in the street. Yep. Mm-hmm. When him and Black Widow, they man on the ship. When he fighting that guy, and that guy, oh, you, you, just, you don't even jump when you got that shield. Captain America took it off the like, off Oh, the yeah, he did. He did. He took he did. off the shield, put it on his back, and said, it's time for a... He's like, he's like, all right, bet. <laughs> that, that, that was our mark. It was so many iconic moments in that movie. You know, I I, I love it. Uh, like I say, it, it was hard, you know, kind of toughen, you know, where to put it at. But I like Yeah. It, that, it, yeah. yeah it, it, you know, hand-to-hand name. Can you name any more of a movie that got a better hand-to-hand fight scene? No. Well, that was know, the Yeah, that's the yeah, I know he had a knife when he fight mm-hmm. in the street. And I like how you went down the van with it. It, 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 was, yeah, it. it was awesome. Yeah. But this, the, like you said, it's hard. I don't, I don't think there's any fight scenes that compare yeah, to that. But no. A lot of iconic moments, even when he first ran into the Winter Soldier, when, uh, what's the name? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Fury was driving down, down the street. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he shoot the gun and bang the slide on the car. Yeah. Boom. Okay, maybe just a crack. I did it. Boom. Then it. Nick Fury hitting a car, all the cops, he's like, he looking at the cops around her, you know, then he realizes that they wouldn't know, wouldn't know no cops mm-hmm. around her, and they probably break into the vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, hold, hold, okay, hold, it. wonder what, uh, resistance, 
Hold. Yeah, I remember that scene. Soldier was yeah. good. It's, yeah. Winter Soldier, like I said, is still the best action hand-to-hand fight scene. Yeah, that that nice, that nice. Fight like scene. action yeah. stuff has a special mm-hmm. place to yeah. well, yeah. uh Steve's fight, no, not Steve's fight. Um, who fights the dude that becomes crossbones? Is it, is it Falcon? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, they score off, and then um, he does, that, does he does he come across him later on inside the building again after he shoots his wing off? Uh, well, actually, what kind of shoot a wing out? Uh, Bucky ripping off. Yeah. Yeah, Bucky uh, ripping wing And then, and then yeah. Sam comes across him again inside that building, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what. Yeah. How like they fight? I said the forty third floor. And he go, what kind of It ain't like they got the numbers on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, so man. Like man. Jumping over your land. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of icon on him, man. I like it. We know uh, Bucky actually defeat. Steve Rogers. Mm. You know, he, he didn't let him die. He, he could let him drown in the water, but he didn't. He actually saved him. Mm. So, yeah, it, it got a, a lot of icon in the moment. They did. They did. It's like, whoa. So, I guess for number four. number four, so number four for me, uh, whew. I think y'all like my number four. Number, mm. right, number four may be shocking, but that'd be, whatever. Number four for me is uh, it's Black Panther. Oh, my God. Number four? Yeah, he's killing me. He's nah, killing me. no, I mean, it's a fair list. But, I, I'm, like like I said, it's Everybody in top five. It's top five. It's top five. Most people, most people, some, let me, well, I'm going to explain why. So, Black Panther, I, I love Black Panther when it came out. I think I saw it three times, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, that movie was a movement for a lot of people. Huge movement. It was a, it was a huge movement, especially, like, Hey, you know, black people, because it was a, you know, this was like, we haven't had a black superhero movie, like, for Marvel in a long time since, what, Blade? Yeah, it was probably, mm-hmm. yeah, for like, since yeah. Blade, like, I know that, like, Wilson did Hancock, but we don't really count, I mean, that, that was, it wasn't like a soup, like, like, come from like, Marvel imprint, like, basically what I'm saying, we, we haven't had like a moment like this, especially mm-hmm. since Black Character was, uh, I mean, Black Panther was created by Stan Lee. And it was taking place in like African roots and such, and there was a lot of you know, Af- you know, African things and mm-hmm. black people being painted and um, in the futuristic, you know, like my paint. What I'm saying, pe- black people being portrayed in a civil- civilization where there's high technology, we have one of the best resources and we have the best technologies and everything, and we're and we're you know we're not being you know viewed as as lower than. You know, you know, less than uh, powerful or anything like that. I mean, we never had anything handed to us. Everything was just from the motherland itself. Just stuff like that was pretty cool. But then you have a great story um, introduced with Killmonger, and in his, you know, and in, like, the backstory was cool. The overall story was cool. But the cool thing about Black Panther was the villain Killmonger and his like motivations and uh, you know ambitions and stuff. And it was something you can relate to. And at the time when it came out, like some people. Who are white didn't understand, you know, some of the things that you know black people go through on a daily basis as far as like, uh, you know, like racism or um, like like racism, like sense of place in life and where you want to be, discrimination and what you know what he was trying to fight for, you know, like he had like good good intentions but like bad uh, execution. How you do it? Like he wanted to take over like you know wakanda take their resources and pretty much fight against the oppressors and it's like yeah 
Yeah. Essentially, like he he's coming from this place of like it makes sense. Like, yeah. Even as mm-hmm. even as like a white person, like yeah. I, especially like I can understand like his yeah. motivation. Of, I think of all the villains we've seen in the Marvel universe so far. He's like, another character that made me cry too, though. He's the top villain. As far that's, as motivation, maybe that's not from skill or anything, but as motivation goes, mm-hmm. he's the most relatable. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like you can just understand, and like I don't understand it like you guys do, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like I can, but I can see on paper, like you know, like I get it. Like mm-hmm. you know, his motivation makes more sense than anyone else's did. Yeah, but then at the same time, he becomes like when he wants to essentially commit genocide. Yeah, yeah, of everyone else in the world, exactly. like the yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it, it's like he's trying to justify like his, you know, like I, it, it makes sense. You know? Yeah, I, I really liked him. Yeah, as a I, agree. I, I agree with like the Brandon said. It, it's like this, this how I look at it. He just like I'm one of y'all, but y'all let me behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was gonna say. You, you took out my resources, which was his father. Yeah, and y'all forgot all about me. Y'all didn't leave. Y'all didn't bring me over here. Yeah, and and y'all was both preaching about family and all this. Mm-hmm. Look, look how y'all treated me. Yep. Yeah. So I, I it was it was kind of like ref- reflective because like mm-hmm. like even like if you take the like African or not African part of it like there's situations it's kind of like it's kind of deeper like if you look at it in America it's like there's like black people who are like well off and such and like uh, you know like where there's like basketball like rap or anything they're you know they're up there and then people people below them was like you're not doing anything back for your community or anything you you got rich and you left us behind and it was like it was like if you like the movie is so deep, for, yeah. it's so yeah. But and you gotta think about it too, because and some people like that. Once they once they get ahead in life, they forget uh, where they came mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And so and yeah, and that kind of was you know that's how he felt. You know, I'm one of y'all, and y'all like y'all head, y'all live up here in style. Here I am living in poverty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. And y'all knew I was out there, but nobody came to get me. Mm-hmm. And, and bottom line, everybody want to be a part of something. There was a lot of good moments in Black Panther. Yeah. The like, challenge day. Really oh, and I, you know, you can't just, just say it unrelated to the black people, but uh, it related to our race. Nah. I mean, like, yeah. yeah like, even in you know, in China, sometimes you do some wrong, and yeah, you know, you'd be a big, powerful lawyer or whatever, and you could make one one big mistake. And here, they'll take all that power away from you and put you in an uh, isolation in a room by yourself. You, you know, you ain't nobody. You know what's funny? Like some, there were some people that 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 was like, "Oh, Black Panther wasn't that great." Like Thor was better than that. Cause they, like there was like, "Y'all just trying to hate." I was just trying to, cause you know, you know, black people trying to have a cool moment. But it was a great movie. It made it made its money and everything. It made over a billion dollars. It was the first. Yeah. You know, not only was it an all star black cast movie, but it was, a, but it also made a lot of revenue and everything else. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing that was funny because like. The movie like Aquaman, mm-hmm. off topic. Like they had the whole challenge day thing about who's going to be right the king and everything, and it did some parts similar to the Before Black. Yeah, from yeah, they did things mm-hmm. very similar to Black Panther. Oh, that was a great movie. Oh, like, but y'all crap on Black Panther because because it, because y'all didn't because y'all didn't want to, no like y'all y'all. No, it's, it's because it was uh, tell it like tell, it tell the truth. White people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be honest, uh, the, the story. The, I said, Aquaman the story was all over the place. Yeah, you know I it, still haven't seen it. Oh my god! We, uh, I tell you this, Listen, we had yeah. A, I was just saying we had the discussion. I said, I said, it's, it's better it's, than other movies. It's movie, definitely but. one of the better DC movies, but it's still. I said, com- <laughs> Justice I, League was I, I, bad. I it, it won't be, it'll be better. I would say that. I was saying yeah, because it's. I, I'm still not a fan of it, but I said, it's definitely something you could watch. 
But compared to DC, I mean, that's DC. Compared to Justice League, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah compared, yeah. Yeah, the better, I would say, let me say a better DC movie, I would go somewhere with, I would go with, like, Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Constantine. Oh, I think, I think it would be, like, in terms of, like, the, the, the ECU. I'm talking about the, yeah, the, the DC. The, 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 yeah, that's what I'm referring to, yeah. Yeah, it's like Dark Knight, oh, yes, but yeah. But. Yeah, but like the Black but like the Black Panther is just, uh, it, the movie was cool as a moment. Even, even like the villain when he got, when he died or when he got killed. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was like, in my mouth, I was like, come on. I was, I was hoping they, they keep, you know, they can like bring him alive. But then he said that one powerful thing in the, at the end of the movie. And I was like, oh man. He was like, and a lot of black people can relate. That's the part. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. When it comes to slavery, yeah. all the answers that died. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be thrown yeah, off the ship than me. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Why you want to keep, like, right, you yeah. want to tell me so I can lock me up? <laughs> yeah. He'd rather be dead and being bonds I'm like he said bury, yeah, like, bury me in the ocean like my ancestors that jumped from ships because even because they even knew that death was better than being in bondage mm-hmm. and I was like oh man that part maybe, that part, I think that part made me tear the most I was like oh yeah. but then but the, but, the, but the cool benefit of, of that was that like T'Challa learned from like the like the flaw of what you want to talk more yeah hold on uh, the rest of us still have to mar- put back Panther up so, like, take home we, we can't we can't cover everything okay you t- so. I'll, I'll, I mean go ahead What's your um, number four? My number I know, four I'm talking to much. Where is it? Infinity War. <laughs> what? Yeah. Infinity War? Infinity War is my number four. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You'll, you'll see why when we finish this, this, this list here. Continue. We're the top three. Um, really loved that movie. That was a phenomenal cliffhanger to leave off on. Um, for him to snap and then like we watch everybody dissolve. And then there's nothing else said. Like, there's just nothing else said. Like, it's just silence. There's not even any music to the scene or anything. And then we had to wait a whole year. But I like movies with the, when the bad guy wins. I love that stuff. Yeah, it was like, you felt like Thanos won. Like, mm-hmm. there, there was no music or anything. You felt so hopeless. We lost T'Challa and, um, who else? Sam. Bucky. Bucky. We lost Scarlet Strange, Witch. Uh, Stephen Strange, Scarlet Witch. Vision was actually dead, not yeah. dissolved. Peter Parker was gone. Spider-Man was gone. Drax, Groot, um... Like they're they're all gone. Oh, uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord. Like, so just like, and it hurt because we've grown to really Nick love. All, yeah, yeah, Nick Fury. Nick Fury we've, too. We've yeah, grown to really love all yeah. these characters, and it's just like, oh man, this, I'm not this, gonna lie. this feels helpless. I'm not gonna lie. I was low key happy when it happened because because uh, I knew it happened in the well, com- it happened yeah, in the exactly. comics. So I was mm-hmm. like, so I like. They made like they were going like, you bro, know, like direction. I, mm-hmm. I I like movies when the bad guy wins because it'd be so unexpected. Because some movie be sometimes do like the whole typical oh, we're gonna win. Like Star Wars did it with like The Empire Strikes Back, which mm-hmm. is probably one of the greatest Star Wars movies of all time. That's another topic of, to a bit of discussion. Yeah. But go yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I love the the sort of adventure we go on. Uh, Thor, as we see him, has been down and then he's up and he's down and he's up. Um, Thor was MVP. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He goes the whole scene where he goes to that Star Forge and like holds it together to like align it so he they can use it. This for Storm was also, um, <laughs> doing it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that Peter Dinklage was going to be in the movie until he shows up as the um, what was his name the the guy that's at the forge the, the one of the dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. The only one that's, that's left, what killing cause, you means because Thanos showed up and killed them all after they made the the gauntlet for him. Mm. Yeah, because I don't remember why why he killed them all. They put him in the forge another one. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, um, I think he turned his hand into stone, so you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, And then, yeah. um, just everybody sort of journeys, trying to you know get the stones and everything. And then, uh, the way that movie, the way that movie starts, it picks up right after uh, Ragnarok. Yep. And um, you know, we've seen Thor; he lost his hammer, 
but he gets he's lost his confidence sort of because as, throughout the Ragnarok, and I'll talk about this more when I you know, mark that on my list. Um, he just kind of loses his identity, but he seems to sort of regain some of his confidence when you get Stormbreaker. But the way the movie starts, it picks up literally right where Ragnarok left off. Where as that went to credits, Thanos' ship showed up over their ship. He picked them up. We see all of the bodies from all the people they've already killed. Like we, we don't get any more context other than like it's already gone down. We within the first ten minutes of the movie, he's beaten Thor or he's beaten the Hulk to a to a pulp, turned him into Bruce Banner. He's killed Heimdall with the sword that nobody else can wield, mm-hmm. and he's choked Loki out with one hand, not even trying. And then he he and then he wrapped a what did he wrap Thor in like that the iron or whatever he like yeah, and then he cast him off into space like he like blew the ship up and launched him into space. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've actually like heard from Thanos, seen him on screen like that. Like we've seen him in little bits and clips and pieces, but like in person with his entourage, the Black Order, and all that. Our first impression of him was like, "Whoa, this guy's a serious threat. Like we could be in trouble here." And it just goes downhill <laughs> from there because then um, whatever the little skinny dude's name is and the big guy Ebony Maw, they Ebony show Maw. up on the planet. They show up on Earth, but we get the whole little bit that interaction with uh, I can't remember who Tony's on the phone with. But he tells Wong he's invited to his wedding, uh, which that, that line got me. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And then we get the bit where he walks in. Tony walks into the – I can't remember if it was Tony or Bruce because Bruce just shows up. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, like, start they, – they're breaking stuff around the – around the uh, what is that place where Dr. Oh, Strange is? Uh, I can't even that Neither can I. Um, <laughs> but they start breaking stuff. And uh, Wong's like, you, you – you, uh, you can't touch the whatever the it, it, there's a lot of really good comedy there that breaks up and all of a sudden they're under attack again and yeah. then the pace just quickens and for every minute the movie goes on the pace is quickening and quickening it's like ramping up to that final battle where uh, T'Challa hits the evacuate the city turn on the defenses and get that man a shield and then instead of a shield he gets those like I don't even know what yeah the, the, the radium shields he's out there going to town but all of a sudden, it all seems lost because just getting overwhelmed. Like Bruce and the Hulkbusters getting overwhelmed by the sheer numbers, and like people are going down. And then my favorite moment in the whole movie: Thor shows up with the Bifrost, which shouldn't even be possible. And then he pops up and he, he like decimates all these dudes and he hits the "Bring me Thanos!" And he like flies off and it's, with the storm and breaking. he's just just wiping everybody out on his own. The Guardians are there too, but like uh-huh. he's just just destroying these people you know what's the, the good thing about that movie i think everybody showed off their a game yes everybody that, showed off their a game especially I, I love the scene with iron man fought thanos because he was giving his all even yeah, though it, was really i trying. love that and then and, and thanos is just like he hits me hard a couple of times but thanos just shrugs it off and then finally takes that shrapnel his own armor and, st- armor and stabs know. him with it oh, and he what does he say he's like i hope they remember you oh man that i was, was like oh man that was chilling for everybody in the and theater everybody like, no stupid star lord ruined everything yeah, everybody hated thor <laughs> they put they had a tear list for, for that movie he yeah, was at the like, bottle yeah. everybody hated star lord um but yeah, that, yeah everything would have been fine if he controlled four. himself. I'm sure we'll think, talk about it some more. I think, was some, I think what was impressive that most people kind of overlooked was that uh, like Bruce Banner fought fought people in the in the yeah. Hulkbuster. Yeah, that was like I, I think a lot of people really looked at like overlooked like you, that. You think the only people probably capable of using those are like using those that equipment is Rhodey and Tony. Yeah. Well, then we see that, and then in Endgame we see Pepper use rescue. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was you know, really cool. It's just like, okay, well, anyone really can use these suits then, provided yeah. they, you know, know how they work. Know mm-hmm. how to operate. Fine, I'll do it myself. It was like the callback. Remember when uh, you try to get the Hulk to fight? <laughs> oh, help, Hulk. No. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so scared. Oh, man. Oh, if any words, a great movie. It is. It's, it's a little higher in my list, but <laughs> go What Jay, you got, Jay? Mine's uh, Civil War from number four. Okay. Yeah. Civil War. Civil War. We already talked about most of it anyway, so. Okay. I can't really elaborate Which, too much on it. War, What's uh, your number four? four? Yeah. yeah. Don't hate me for this. Endgame. Oh, wow. For number... Be my number four. Really? Yeah. Yes. Interesting. I love the, the story about uh, all the broken heroes trying to, you know, get themselves back together, try to find a, find a way to yeah. reestablish themselves to try to get, you know, everything back to normal. Mm-hmm. It's I a like, long movie, too. I like the, well, I like the story, yeah, we are beaten, but we are not broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they, and, they, and they fought back. But the only thing, it took too long for them to get to the battle. You know, you know, you had to go through. But you, you, had to think, go, you know, they had to build a camp, and you know, man. yeah, I, it just, it just, because it's like. You know, there were some things that I, I do feel like it did take a little long because yeah, yeah. that movie's a little long winded. Yeah. Of all of the movies, that one I think drags. Yeah, you gotta hold your pee. But like they had to, <laughs> yes. Three hours. <laughs> but like they, they had some things they wanted to tell, and that's why they yeah. split it up. So we did get to see things with like Ronan, like finding finding Clint and seeing him mm-hmm. as Ronan, and like uh, arguably we probably could have done without that opening bit where we see his family yeah. killed because we could just. Like we could assume that later on, or he could even mention it in passing after they find him. Yeah, but like, but they had to tell that part because you had to see what happened to the Ant Man and in the wall. You got to, you yeah, know, you got to tell all that. Yeah, you know, and how they had to had they had to come all the way back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Then that's that. I love it after you know. I love uh, I guess the journey of Thor. You know how yes. he felt. Uh, you know how he felt off. You know hardcore. Like, mm-hmm. That's that relatable. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just say you're exactly. Big, you're a big. Uh, he had a lot of character uh, development uh, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you at the top of your game, and all of a sudden one day you go out there, and you break a leg or something, that you can't play no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you don't have self pity. You know, you let yourself go. <laughs> like, big t- fat Thor. Game. game and video game. Yeah. He was playing Fortnite. I, I yeah. You cheat. You call this on the video game. I'm coming there with my hammer. I'm gonna smash your sister. <laughs> New uh, master. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I love the part with the hook and you know rocket the raccoon. Them two make a good couple. Oh. They can make a movie just about just about them two. <laughs> yeah, they could. Riding in the truck and the truck, you know, holding. You know, you know, back on the ground, you know. Yeah. Just, I like the, the, the Guardians, how the, the remaining Guardians were, you know, handling stuff around yeah, uh, the team. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, seeing them, because that's the first time we really see them interact with the other. Because, like, we got a little bit of that in Infinity War, or yeah. in Infinity War but we yeah. got a lot of it in okay. Endgame. Mm. But going back to your point about Thor for a minute, mm. I think I found through that arc of Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame mm. that I ended up relating to Thor almost more than anyone because, like, We've seen him, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. we saw him at his highest high, and then we watched him get hit his lowest low, and like he, he lost a lot. The, the, the closure mm-hmm. he's able to get, like he thinks he's no longer worthy because she, his sister, destroys his hammer, mm-hmm. and that was his identity. And then his father, Odin, reminds him later on, "It's like your power doesn't come from your hammer; yeah. it simply lets you control it more." Yeah. So we see that he figures out he doesn't need the hammer anymore, exactly. right? But he still doesn't know who he is because that hammer was his identity. Exactly. So he still in his mind isn't worthy. Yeah. And then he goes, he gets to go back 
in time and talk to his mother and get the closure he didn't get to have because he was off gallivanting when she gets killed. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really important to him being able to um, come full circle as like mm-hmm. a character because that was something that had obviously been bothering him like his the whole journey since dark the dark world yeah and, but it, go ahead. and he um and then w- that right before he leaves and he calls the hammer and it comes back to him mm-hmm. and it reminds him that he's been worthy all along mm-hmm. he never he never needed the hammer Odin told Odin told him as much he didn't need the hammer mm-hmm. it was more like a symbol mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. and, and so when we see him again wh- you know he's when we see him after in, at the beginning of Endgame he's obviously broken mm-hmm. you know he was I was you know a god you know I'm a god I'm the son of the all father and you know, king of Asgard, and here I am, king of a non-existent kingdom that's broken and in the middle of nowhere, and I failed. I couldn't kill Thanos, even though he did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he feels like he failed. Uh, yeah, but I like it because it shows the human aspect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What left for the Golden Guard? Yeah, exactly. Like you, yeah. you're really able to connect with them because they've all lost. Like you know, yeah. they feel defeated and. So to get Thor, the, that bit where he calls the hammer and, mm-hmm. and Stormbreaker, and he, he suits his armor up mm-hmm. for the final battle, his confidence is back, mm-hmm. and like he's he's finished his journey, and like it's a really awesome to just watch him develop on his own. Like everybody develops yeah. a lot, but to see where we meet him and to see where he ends up, exactly. you know, it, it is really great. It's really kind of like what I was saying. When you watch a movie or something, you always get something out of it, and the, and the basic bottom line is. That's kind of when you got knocked down, don't mean you got to stay down. Mm-hmm. And, See, that's and, and I love it, and especially the part, one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, is when Captain America picked up Thor Hammer. Yeah. Oh, the, the, boy. The, the, the people that did it. Yeah. Big fan service yeah, moment. Big oh, fan God. service. Just, the people in the theater where I was yeah. in freaked out. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah, oh! I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or didn't. But, yeah. Yeah, and when he actually did the teaser and uh, the Asia Ultron, you know, and with those, I knew it. Yeah, I knew yeah. It. He had, you know, he had that, he had. That I can't um, believe that yeah, they, he had known since Age of Ultron. Exactly. Yeah. I can't believe oh, they, that fight. That fight got nominated and then lost to Captain Marvel. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, what are you oh, doing? Oh, Thanos versus Thanos versus yeah. Captain America versus Thanos was like the highlight of the fight. Amazing. I was like, what are you? But yeah. You gotta think about it. And also, well, another thing I really like about it because. People always underestimate Thanos. They think, oh, he got to have a gauntlet. No. He was a lot more vicious. You got to forget about it. He's he's as a titan. He went toe-to-toe with, uh, he went toe-to-toe with Odin. He went toe-to-toe with Galactus. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, I know, uh, now, I was going to say, tell everyone you're saying, too, it's like in the movies, they really did nerf Thanos a lot because think about all that cosmic power he can use. He can summon those massive beams that could devastate buildings and all that, too, but exactly. he got nerfed. And they, even then, it's like in, in that situation, they were still struggling to take on Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking about nerfing in Endgame? Well, yeah, no, that's, so no. Cause well, I mean, I didn't say that they nerfed him. No, he was a lot more vicious. No, 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 no. Okay. What Jason talking about. Okay. Okay. So, what are you talking about? Because Thanos got a lot of other, other, other power, but in the uh, oh he, he, yeah, he used all his physical power. Yes, he, he, he did not use none of his cosmic power. Yeah, it's probably because probably because of writing. Yeah, no, he, he used his yeah. cosmic power. Can you imagine how many people would actually? Uh, no, out? a lot of people would have yeah. died. A Thanos, lot of people. Was, that was a that was a warm up. Yeah, that was a warm up, and I I just love how he took on Thor army. He would take on everybody. Yeah. I, you know, only time he actually used some power when he fought Miss Marvel. And yeah, he, yeah, it was yeah. sad. She t- t- got the advantage on him yeah. quick. 
That's why he had to take that gym out and blast her away. Hold on, honey. I got something for you. He's like, oh, hold on, big fella. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. Okay. So I guess. Uh, here it goes. Number three. Number three. Here we go. This is, this is, guess where it gets tough. See, I would put this at number one, but I, I put I put uh, Captain America: Civil War number three. And um, is that high? Yes, it's that high for me. It's that high because most people look at that was Avengers two point oh two point five, got their uh, Age, Age of Ultron. And for me, what I liked about Civil War, I mean, we we pretty much discussed everything, and it was about. The main theme of the whole movie was about that people like it was two ideologies. Tony Stark wanted to be, you know, Tony Tony Stark feel like people should be we need to be regulated, you know, you know, because everything we've been doing saving people it has been the cause of other, you know, the death of other people, and they never, then they never. That that was one of the things I liked about it because we always joked around like we like Justice League whenever you see Superman like fight people in the cities and I'm like yeah it's like it's like you see I was this property damage or whatever you know somebody was in that building and we just people say oh no it was there the entire time like come on now like let's be realistic if people were fighting across the building and the whole building crum- came crumbling crumbling down people would have died as yeah. uh, that's that's very realistic. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, they, the, and the and the cool part was that the government was like, y'all need y'all have to be held responsible for your actions. Like, yeah, so y'all are for saving mm-hmm. the world is cool and all, but at the same time, like people are dying, y'all not taking that in accountability. Mm-hmm. And then that's what was a cool theme about it. That's what, and then and then it was the whole ideology. Like Tony Stark, he was trying to fight for the good cause because, like you said, like like you said earlier, like when that lady came to him about the son who died in uh, Age of Ultron, and he <laughs> felt that intense guilt about that. Like you know, like Tony was like he felt guilty, and he was like, "I I, I got to do what's right." What he was believing, and then Captain America was like, "Okay, that's cool, you know, but how? What if there is a fight that we need to take, and we can't, and we can't do it because we have to follow fall under orders and such?" And he felt. And he, go ahead. They kind of go back. I know it's kind of off topic. But yeah. They kind of go back like the Jedi's. A lot of fights that they wanted to fight, but they but they but they couldn't fight. They wanted yeah. the Jedi to stay out of there. Mm-hmm. Now my Anakin ended up turning out like the way he did. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's just, it was it was just a lot. It was just a lot of good. It was a it was a, it was a lot of cool. No, it was a it was a lot of cool allergies because like because like even like there was like a comedy that did it before then like the Batman uh, the Dark Knight one mm-hmm. when he got older and then like Superman was fighting under the, like the government for regulation and such mm-hmm. and then Batman was like no and he was kind of like doing what Captain America was doing it was just it was just, it was just I, I just like the ideologies because like you know you know. One of these, they one one of these, they they eventually are, they're fighting for a good cause, but it's like you know, it's whose side you're on. It's like whose side are you on, anyways? And then like the fact that, like you said earlier, like Zemo was the one who uh, turned he the his, the whole entire plan was to you know just to to turn the Avengers against each other. You know, was a brilliant plan. He actually won at the end. Like <laughs> he he won at the end of the day. And I kind I kind of like movies where. The bad guy wins. Like you may, yeah. Like everything is cool and Danny, but he got what he wanted. Captain America is no longer Captain America. They're no longer speaking. Now they're fugitive. It's just life is tough for everybody now. It's just it wasn't never going to be the same again. And I just like the whole theme about it or whatever. And then, like you said, like from like Winter Soldier, like Captain America, he was trying to save his friend the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like, like. He knew him from back then, and he knew who Bucky was, and he knew it wasn't like he. It was not as entirely as his fault, but the whole world would didn't want to look him that way, mm-hmm. and, that's why, and that's why. Off, yeah. And that's why, like, when 
I know off the top of the game, like when people got mad at the end of Endgame, it was like, why did Captain America didn't give the shield to uh the, the Bucky? And I was like, you got to think because people were already going to view the Winter Soldier, you know, they're going to they're gonna look at him like he's the one that caused all these terrorist attacks and everything. They're mm-hmm. not going to identify him as the good guy because even this, even though that's against his control, the, the public perception is they're going to have, they're going to yeah. view him that way or whatever. Yeah. And it was, why didn't it really become the uh, Captain America into the future? Yeah. They were part of the Golden Hill Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it was just like, if, like, Civil War, I think it was a great movie. It was a lot of good, it was a lot of good messages. It was just a lot of serious things and they, they, I know, like sometimes, like you know, the Marvel films tend to take themselves a bit seriously, but I think they really know the part with this one, with the message and everything else. Yeah, yeah that's for me for number three. Uh, number three for me is Black Panther. Okay. Um, I I love that movie. I still do. It, it holds really high regard. Obviously, T'Challa in Black Panther is one of my favorite characters, but um, I just really like that movie. Like I I love like other people's cultures. Yeah, and I'm not like the like the cultural appropriation kind of white person. Like, I love to admire. Like, seriously, no, I love to know. admire other people's cultures mm-hmm. and enjoy it He's from like a colonizer. So to see like all of the research they did on like African culture and mm-hmm. the way they just infused it into the movie and made it was so seamless. Yeah, and like the colors and everything was just like it was, it was all really awesome to see. And then we see Wakanda is like the super advanced country, mm-hmm. and people a lot of people don't know. But there are countries in Africa that are on par with countries like top tier countries in the true. world. Yeah. They South want Africa you to believe that like, yeah. you know um, they mm-hmm. want you to believe that they're all these impoverished third world countries, and that's just not accurate. No, it's not. And not at all. And um, the, that's what Wakanda kind of represents is like the true like Africa is like look yes there are countries that are this way and this way and this way, but also there's beauty here. There's there's some wonderful sights. There's incredible things to see, and Wakanda kind of encapsulates that. Um, but to see like to finally to get to see the Wakanda like on screen was awesome there's so much cool advanced stuff and we meet the rest of Chala's family and everything um, I love the the character that they gave all of the different tribal leaders like uh, Winston Duke as uh, I love Mbaku. Winston Duke he was great I don't, I don't think he was really well known before that role was he like was oh, that yes. his breakout role no nah. Oh, no, 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 he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had a, 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 a but he, he didn't get that recognition to that movie, right. though. But he was good. Um, and then I thought Michael B. Jordan, that's, that's still one of my favorite roles that he's ever had. Like, yeah. He was fantastic. But also to see Claw come back again, oh, yeah. you know, we had seen him he was funny. his hand and, or what, his hand or part of his arm. Yeah, was, yeah Ultron and, cut and, it off. In Age of Ultron. And then here he is, like a cockroach. You can't stamp him out. Yeah. And then, uh. <laughs> Andy Serkis is a really underrated actor. Yeah. Because we've seen him do so much. You know? Not in CGI he, this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And he was great as Claw. Baby, he manipulated me. Killmonger, the way he manipulated him and everything, and then became the lackey in the end. Um, the the final fight between um, T'Challa and Killmonger on that, that, that rail and everything mm-hmm. was really great. The whole battle, the whole the whole battle at the end was pretty solid. Um, yeah. But like, just also like, to think of what it means, like, culturally for just the society ryan coogler was he's a, he's a black director it was written by black writers it was a f- all black cast like that had never been done before so to be able to witness that with my own eyes was really awesome for me mm. because like it's like look look how far we're we're, we're like we're making progress like it may not seem like it if you listen to the media but like here we are and then it went on to be one of the highest grossing films of all time after mm-hmm. all these people. And I know there's a lot of white folks out there that were hating on it saying, well, why couldn't we make a movie like that? Well, because we've got hundreds of movies like that. What are you <laughs> talking about, you mm-hmm. idiot? 
Like, what do you mean? Like, when can when can black folks say that they had a movie that they could really identify with? Like, not just the protagonist, but the antagonist too, and like everything that came with it. Like, it was a first for yep. a reason, and mm-hmm. like. I, I think it was I think it was great and, and I I hated having to listen to all these white I have other white friends that they just didn't understand it. they're like well it was a pretty good movie and I was like shut shut it you're not gonna understand like, <laughs> like in like, the you understand I was like yes actually I do understand thank you like, like I'm willing mm-hmm. to step aside and be like yeah th- yeah like, have the moment because you deserve it because this is historical mm-hmm. you're witnessing history you know like this this is a great moment and I'm sorry that y'all don't see it that way but that's what it is like, yeah I open up a lot of doors. yeah it did. Like, it, it, Exactly, and then yeah. look, we now we've seen Jordan Peele for the the genius that he is. Like Tyler Perry got, opened his studio yeah, in Atlanta. Exactly. Yeah. Tyler Perry's got his his own studio now in Atlanta, and like they all the no, things we've seen because like, of it. This whole like the whole thing is this. It's it's all about the the generations before they've been what they've been doing to pave the way for exactly. everybody. Mm-hmm. Like uh, and who's like look, Sydney, look from see. like the Sydney Poitiers and like Eddie like Eddie like the first, like Eddie Murphy when he did like uh, Coming to America. Yeah. That was like kind of in a weird way like a Black Panther before Black Panther because they yeah. showed like Africa and everything. It was just mm-hmm. everything's been paved the way from the generations from the next generation to get up exactly. to, to get us up to this point, and we're still to this day. You know, we're still trying to. Um, Mm-hmm. We're still taking baby steps. Yeah, we're still taking yeah. baby. Like, we're still like we're still in a in a. I would be honest. Like we're still in a way like we're still they like, fighting for uh, yeah. against oppression mm-hmm. for you know racism. racism. You know we want we want yeah. people to see it that like, you know to see us that you know there's a, a lot more to us than what you see in the media and what they portray exactly. us as and like, such. We, and, you know, we yeah, and we yeah, it's like yeah, it was like we we just yeah. yeah. Like you see, you see T'Challa, and he's this very regal, well, a soft-spoken, well-mannered, like leader of a country. Yeah. And his, you know, there's everybody like, um, oh, what is the actress's name that plays his mother? Auntie. Uh, Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett. Hey, what Auntie. A great, what a great choice. Mm-hmm. They had a great cast. I, yeah, they really did. That they. Uh, Forrest Whitaker was in it. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Huh. I think she would have been a stronger storm. Mm-hmm. But she just always carries herself so well in whatever role that she's in. So, like, I think she would have been a great storm. Everybody um, everybody loved the quote from Black Panther uh, from Forrest Whitaker when he says, And now he will have the strength of the Black Panther. Strut away. Also, what was really cool was when they do that, those challenge scenes, and you see all the different tribes and they're also contrastingly different with their look mm-hmm. too. Like that to sit down and uh, be able to be so creative with each tribe, make them feel individual, but exactly. as one at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I love Mbaku too, uh, by the way. Yeah. Mbaku was, was great. And then, um, who, who, who? Daniel, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Daniel, Kalu- Daniel Kaluuya. He was good. Like, you, he was on T'Challa's side, and then, no, he's with Killmonger now, because that's where the power's going to lie. Mm-hmm. And, no, no, never mind. I'm really not on his side. He was, just, he was a king for a minute, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I like the way he, you couldn't really figure him out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought Michael B. Jordan really stole that show. Nope. I thought, I thought, um, I thought he was great. The movie was a it was a cultural like impact too because then that them when it came out like a couple of years ago in February like a lot of black people you would see them like approach each. I remember I was at work at every black person yeah. like, they see everybody see we start doing this and such and people and like what's going on? I was like, I 
was like, yeah. what? Yeah, we kind of forever. It was a movie. It had a lot more powerful meaning than what it was, though. Yeah. 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 And the, the reason that not everybody saw it is because there's just too many white people that don't understand. Yeah. It's the same folks that want to go around and say that, you know, talk about racism like it's not a yeah. problem and things like that. And yeah. That's, that's the... Culturally coolest. You know, yeah. that's... Eventually, they're going to have their wake-up moment. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, then y'all try. Then y'all tried to tear that the director down, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was foolish. Yeah. But also, you look at the careers at launch. Like you said, it set things up for Jordan Peele. But Winston Duke has been in a couple of really big movies because of that. Um, There's gonna be another Blade too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, which is not possible without the success of Black Panther. Like, let's be honest, because after that, people were like, well. Does Marvel have any more black superheroes? You know what's funny? Yeah. You know what's funny? The first one. Yeah. You know what's funny? The Black Panther was supposed to come out in, in the early '90s, and um, Wesley Snipes was supposed to play him in the beginning. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, like he, like he, he was a no. yeah he yeah, he was a tapping in. I guess stuff happened. and He went with Blade instead. So could you imagine like trying to pr- like portray Wakanda accurately with like the technology of the '90s? No, that would have looked rough. What? I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we, we, we wouldn't know. I mean, we wouldn't. Nah, also, it, 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 it would either be like Meteor Man budget, yeah, see, <laughs> Meteor Man budget, or or something. Or, like, uh, the Adventures of Pluto Nash. You ever oh. see Adventures of Pluto? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Woof, that was rough. One. Uh, yeah, it, it would have been visually appealing for everybody. But yeah, like I, I loved Black Panther. Um, it probably been a good movie for the culture. You never know. Visually, like, I mean, yeah. visually that movie was really stunning. To yeah. Me also, um, the scenes where he's on that other the ancestral plane mm-hmm. that just looks so cool. Just the the colors popping out and everything. Mm-hmm. But also, people, yeah. the wisdom that the second time he goes that his father imparts on him is like, look, I left you in charge for a reason. Like, I need you to be who I know you can be. Quit worrying about other things and how they're going to affect you, and simply just step up and do the job. And they, like his whole family was there, you know, mm-hmm. and it sort of hit him. He was like, he was like, you don't need the power of the Black Panther to be who you're supposed to be. And then he has that like realization moment. He comes back, and I was I was really worried how they were going to bring him back when they killed him. But that was also interesting too because it really feels like Killmonger wins. Mm-hmm. When he takes that herb, mm-hmm. but it he was burned the rest of it too. Yeah, it burned it all. I was like, "What?" Yeah, but I was that, like, "Are they gonna are they gonna make any more?" That's it. That's that <laughs> that probably it. That's that's definitely my top three. It had to be like I, I remember how excited I was to go see that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I saw it three times too. That I, I, the, the I, twist that Killmonger was actually his uh, T'Chaka's brother's son, mm-hmm. and that we'd seen him at the beginning of the movie down there uh, playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was that was unexpected. I can't remember what happens to Claw in that movie though. Did, did they kill him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Killmonger yeah, kills him. Yeah, killed him. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so he can prove. Yeah, that's right. That's the story. He was cold. What you got for number three? Number three is going to be Infinity Wars. Okay. Yes, number three. <laughs> for me, is for me, it was number three. Like, we okay. talked most of it before. We took. We talk about most of it already, and I had a point beforehand, but I lost my idea. What I was gonna say, but you know, for what it is, it's basically for me, it's literally the first time the Avengers actually lost a fight. It was like yeah. one of their biggest fights they had, and they came out with the L. And like he said before, you get to see, like, of course, the last scenes. You got to see the defeat. Is it, is it the face. first time they lost? 
I'm talking about like a, a, a real one. Oh, okay. Like a real yeah. L. Like they yeah, okay, got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's that saying. Because usually, like, you see how they were fighting. They were fighting with the hardest, their A game. Yeah. They threw on the field, as they say. Exactly. And even with Thor came in with his Stormbreaker, it's like he came close to ending the deal, but they should've lost. Should have aimed for the head. Exactly. That's why I don't forget like when he said that. He's like, he kind of gave him a hand. He said, next time, aim for the head. Could have ended it. But it's one thing I like about that. Let's talk about everything else about that. What's your number three? Number three is Ragnarok. Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok. Think about it, because it's really two movies in one, right? Mm. It's also it's Planet Hulk and Ragnarok. Yeah, mm. I, I remember. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I sorry. Oh no, I'm just, I just said because anybody that you know me, I'm a big comic book fan. I read the book uh, Planet Hulk, and I was sure hoping they were to do the movie, but. I was satisfied how they blend the, the, the two together. Yeah. And I love, I, I've been waiting for Hella for the longest. Even though they twist up the story and make them from uh, being Loki's daughter into being his sister. Yeah. I, that I really didn't oh, care for. She, she's his, Loki's daughter originally? Yeah, she's really a, a Loki, Loki daughter. She's like, oh, okay. she's uh, Asgardian version of Death. Yeah. So, so yeah, so her, her role is anybody that kill, kill an Asgard go to her. Yeah. Anybody, anybody and that's how she's able to yeah. raise them up from the dead mm. when yes. she does it, yeah. And I, 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 I love it because, you know, the Sucker Hulk movie was great, but since they got a new character to play the Hulk, I want to see him as a Hulk. Yeah. And, you know, he has to see the Hulk being a Hulk. You know, mm. angry lady, come here, angry lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that was like the. I, I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who gonna be buddy, who else gonna be buddy with the Hulk? Yeah, it's the only person he'd respect because you know to get the Hulk's respect, you have to be strong and yeah. mm-hmm. you know uh, powerful and, and fight same, well. And the, same the same thing for Thor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thor. You, you know, it, it, to me, it, it, it was like uh, Ragnarok, Thor, and me, me Ragnarok, and also uh, uh, Planet Hulk, and also it was a guy buddy movie. Yeah, and, yeah, like a like yeah, a buddy and, cop and movie. I love it when he, when he, when he actually went door, finally broke out of the building, and he slide down, down there and get to the venture ship. Like and the, uh, the hook coming there. Don't leave! Tell him to open it. Don't leave! Like, no, stop! Stop! You're doing like, too much, yeah. Don't leave! I like, like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the uh, door coming. It's coming to venture. Point break. Yeah! Then Hulk got a brand coming there. When the hook coming there, Strong adventure, okay, okay, asset, uh, asset granted, you know. You were mad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, something that I come moment, and I, I, they did the uh, justice. Mm, yeah, it, it just it, it's just a really, really great movie. They ball, like I said. You see a little bit more about Hondo. You, uh, you see uh, the true story of the uh, the uh, what called the Asgardian God. You know, you always thought that they was the, all the good guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you well, she that scene where. She destroys the ceiling, and yeah. you see the real like yeah, inlay yeah. first, exactly. and you realize that they were actually the bad guys. Yeah. Like that, they, 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 these realms didn't, you know, just choose to be under Asgardian yeah, rule. It, that they crushed it, them it, underfoot yeah, and forced them yeah, to submit. Then, I gotta watch that again. Yeah, 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 I remember that scene. Today, when we talk about you know living gods and also oh, like God of War earlier, yeah, yeah, and it, it kind of tie into the God of War. Where you know what I mean as as guardian as a bad guy yeah yeah, yeah and, and now it kind of when you kind of think about the story kind of make it relatable yeah mm-hmm. so yeah but I, I, yeah I also Thor or uh, Ragnarok would, would be my uh, my like two movies in one yeah but I really love 
Oh, yeah. All right, what you got? Number we reached two. the top two. We're number two, right? Yeah. yeah. Number two. Oh, my God. It's, it's two. It's out of one out of these two Avengers movies. Right. <sighs> this is tough. Get it right. As much as I want to put Endgame at number one, I had to put the number two. And the reason why uh, I play Infinity War at number one, because like I said, I'm a big sucker when the bad guy actually wins. Mm-hmm. But I'll elaborate that in a minute. But like, when for number uh, for Endgame, I thought it was a good wrap up of the Infinity Saga. It wrapped up a lot of character moments. Everything we just we just said was discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody got what they wanted in a, in a way. I mean, except, you know, I mean, most, mostly everybody got, kind of got what they wanted. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, mostly everybody got what they wanted. Like, it Tony. Yeah, wasn't there a tagline? Wasn't there a tagline, uh, before the movie? It was like, whatever, whatever, no, whatever it takes, they said, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes. It's all they keep saying. Like, there was a lot of sad. I didn't cry in that movie. A lot of people did, but I was like, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember moments where I was like, I was, I was watering a little bit, but never came out. Like, there was mm-hmm. a part where, uh, when, when Black Widow made a sacrifice, I was like, oh no! When he went to that place to get the Soul Stone. Yeah, mm-hmm. But that part right there, I hate to say it, I've seen that coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was too obvious when you look at the, yeah. you go back and look at all the movies in the Marvel Universe, Clint would have a less effect on anybody because True. he was in a lot of the, and a lot of the, he didn't come back into the end game. Yep, so, true. And I, I can see them in him, so I look at Scarlet Witch would have more effect on the audience. Yep. Than anybody. That was, yeah, that's the part I hate. I was like, oh, they risked yeah. it. Yeah. I thought I thought they were, I thought they were going to do like a different means to get to get the soul stone, but I was like, no, there, it was, there, there, was, there was no, yeah, there was no other way. There was no other. And way. then the the, the yeah. funny, the sad part was too, like when when remember when they, uh, when Hulk was like, you know, I tried to bring her back or anything, and there was nothing you could do. I was like, that's it. You, yeah, and then you see the Hulk grab that bench and just launch it. Like across the lake and into yeah. The oh, it was like at because, the end. You know they they kept teasing that romance between them. Like she had a connection with him that nobody else had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. The bar. Yeah. The bar. Yeah. Yeah. It was just I, 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 the movie was great. I, the biggest payoff in the movie was like the best thing in superhero history, and that was the part when they brought all when everybody got brought back. Oh, you had that gigantic battle. That was. The pinnacle of how you do a superhero yeah. battle. Yeah, because yeah, I've been waiting for this all my life. Yeah, it took me damn near forty-five years. Yes, my because you know Cap stands up and he's his shield is broken. Like the strongest man, that scene where Thanos strikes the shield with his sword or knife, whatever it is, yeah, shatters not breaks it shatters that vibranium shield. It's like. Well, that's the strongest like metal, metal. in the, like the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, he just broke it like it was nothing. He's standing there with that broken shield, and he takes it off, and he's standing there, and it's just like it's just him. Like we've seen Thor in capacity. Tony is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know. You know, uh, Banner's holding up the building. Mm-hmm. Like what? What's left? Like Cap is going to die fighting Thanos. Like this is how it ends. Yeah, I was worried about and it too. Then, you know, um, there's well, that. Actually, uh, he didn't actually take the shield off. He actually scrapped it on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the army comes over. The you know, he brings that army up, and it's just like, well, it's been a good run. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you hear Sam hit it with the on your left. And then that first portal starts to open. I was like, wait a minute. And then they all started to open, and people just started to. Pour you see that? Yeah, like, big the portal. You like Wakanda comes through, and like. Uh, even Howard the Duck comes in there. And like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was there. <laughs> yeah, he was. And it's like everybody comes back and just like, there's like, 
Oh my yeah, gosh. That's so beautiful. That was epic. They <laughs> showed everybody. Say, from you want more? No. You visit everybody? You want more? <laughs> you want more? <laughs> he, calls, he calls the hammer and catches it and hits that Avengers assemble and they just rush everyone. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Oh my. That was running, the biggest. Everyone else flying <laughs> in. <laughs> oh my no, god. You know the cool part? Bro, <laughs> the giant, like, Goliath, like, Ant-Man was there, too, yeah. and he punched that lady thing in the middle, oh. like, oh! <laughs> Everybody you hear just, the stuff, you hear the shockwaves, boom! You knew somebody, you, like, knew, oh. you knew somebody was in, probably at home, they got in, like, DVD, or Blu-ray, they were, like, they, like, paused every scene just to see what all happened, and just, like, scandalize, scandalize yeah, everything. Just, yeah, the whole entire time, there's, like, there's so much going that on, was, it's hard, yeah. That, that was, like, man, this is a comic book brought to life. Yeah, like, so see, oh. I was, like, take a page out of this Justice League, this is how you, this is how you do well, a we can also see it. Too, you know, yeah. like it wasn't yeah. just super dark. And they actually used, they actually utilized everybody, everybody. and it was just, it was, it was, time it was yeah. built, earned, and we got when, it. When <laughs> Pepper flew in his rescue. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. I was trying to think what else happened in the movie. It was just There's so much. Like, a lot of stuff happened. It. it was just, in, oh, like when, no, when Captain Marvel came to, oh, and, yeah. and they remember the, yeah, she destroyed those, she destroyed. Scarlet, we don't want, we ain't talking about, hold up, Scarlet let, me, let me say, power. Scarlet yeah. Witch, she's been the MVP, underrated MVP, she was, she was MVP in the Civil War, she was saving a lot of people there, Infinity War. and then, and then, uh, Infinity War, well, cause she saved them from those massive said, machines, yeah, she but, showed, she showed her potential, but, yeah, but, but like, showed, but she, yeah. but, 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 but she did in game, like the, she kicked off everything when she threw that bomb up she, at the building, being careless, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna ignore that one part, but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that one part, but when they were finding the airplane, it was like, she was, she was always, right? she was always there, this, she was like that support character you need in the AI, like, oh, mm-hmm. she's always there, but like, in the end game, when she fought Thanos, I was like, oh boy, well, you gotta remember, like, she, her powers even buffed, because like, she she's was mad, furious, yeah. uh, she's, you took everything, now, from me, now and she I was had like, her chance to get revenge. He was like, "I don't even know who you are," because it wasn't <laughs> her Thanos. Right there, yeah, it wasn't cool. her Thanos. Yeah. So, um, and then like she was killing him, and yeah, then uh, she was crushing him with yeah. that, and his armor was breaking. And then he calls that artillery strike, and he's like, "But what about our old man?" And he's like, "Just no, do it." I'm gonna say because he actually would have died. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's two characters would have killed him was be Miss Marvel, both Captain Marvel, both women characters. and then you Scarlet Witch. They came close I to killing. Oh, oh, he would have, he would have, yeah. yeah. He would have, he would have put it on. And then um, the part that the part I love about the movie, there were some people, some. White men that hated this scene, and there was the oh, one with all the, the women. The women all the women were standing up there. Yeah, they are not true comic Yeah, they, they don't understand. He's like, oh, I just forced it in the yeah. movie. That's because uh, I was like, uh, female uh, Avengers. Yes, the the people upset about that were the same neckbeards that were upset about Ray calling her a Mary Sue and like Star yeah. Wars and stuff. It's just there are people that are never going to change with the times. Like, oh, it's just forced. That was so unnecessary. Yeah. A women's Avengers team isn't even yeah. real. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, all right, it's like it's a woman uh, uprising. You know, it's, it's a, mo- a moment for the women uprising. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't what it, what it was about. It was like y'all really don't know your history then, because then people. It makes me laugh because people be saying this and that. And it's like y'all. Y'all know anything about Stan Lee? Like the guy that pinned all this stuff? Do a little research. But see, see, that scene was actually really cool because of course you got all them together but in the same sense they were kind of like protecting Peter Parker while he's moving the glove. So they're kind of like mothering him around because they were all surrounding him from different angles. Yeah. Read the comment. 
Like, you know, you know, yeah, just, everything happens for a reason. It's like, quit looking for something. Like, quit looking for something to be angry about. <laughs> you know, do that. Just cause uh, all the Marvel movie, it, it got a whole lot of more comic book fans, mm-hmm. and a lot of them is not up to date. So when you see things in the movie, they don't, they can't relate to it, so they just assume mm-hmm. instead of yeah. doing the research. Exactly, they go back and just talking. They're, mm-hmm. they're assuming, yeah. They're, sorry, and then the, the one part about the movie, like I hated this part, was like I, I, I low key was sad when Tony had to go, but I knew it was necessary. So it was yeah. so necessary, um, but like in the in the lead up to Endgame or not yeah. Endgame, Infinity War. I assumed he or Steve were gonna die, like just off the top well, of my head. Yeah, I did so too. I was like ready when it happened. It's still like I thought Steve was gonna die. Really, yeah, yeah. I did too. I they both were gonna die. Yeah. yeah, I did too. I really, I thought they both might die. And then as as Endgame progressed, I was like, it's gonna be one of them. But yeah. I was ready for it. The one, the one thing I liked about like Endgame was like the, I know people be like, oh, they did the, the time travel stuff was funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, the, the part, I think the part, one of the highlights I did like about the movie was like, I mean, you you see Tony's character and his growth and everything, and he had, and, and you know, he has his daughter Morgan with the whole "I love you 3000 thing. But I think one of the cool things I like when he went back in time, and then he spoke to his dad, and then, uh, and then it was like, you know, because I remember like he, it, it, from Tony never had like a great, he never really had a yeah. good relationship with his dad before, but like just, just to talk to him, you know, but just to talk so, to him, you know, but, you know how he was like, you know, when he was like about to have a kid and what his mind frame mm-hmm. was and everything, mm-hmm. and he was like, it, it was like Tony, it was like Tony got that closure he had exactly mm-hmm. that he never got with he never got with his uh, dad a long time ago, yeah. and then uh, it was just it was just. The growth from, like I said earlier, from Tony's yeah. character from the beginning to, to, to the man he is now, it was just like we experienced it with him. And then mm-hmm. the lead up to his, like, his, you know, his big sacrifice and such, it was just like. He, yeah. Um, yeah. he the, those time travel scenes were really important for a couple of characters. Even Steve, too. They, yeah. they all got closure on things that, yeah. you know, they needed to finish their hero's journey to the end of the like, to exactly. the finish, mm-hmm. and, like, to get to the end. Yeah. Like, Thor. Got to talk to his mother and say goodbye to her because mm-hmm. I don't remember where he was. He fighting when she, yeah, he, he was he, off he fighting right. when she got killed. Yeah, uh, Tony got to talk to his father, which was you know his biggest regret as we saw multiple times was that the last thing he really the last interaction they had was not a good one. You know, they had a big fight, and you know he didn't get to get the closure he wanted. And then even Steve going back to New York and everything that happened with him while they were in New York is like, uh. It wasn't the same exactly, but everybody it, sort yeah. of had their own thing yeah. they had to come to grips with. Just like, like Clint, like when he and uh, when he and Black Widow went to whatever planet that was, where that uh, from nowhere, I think it was nowhere, no, no uh, nowhere, yeah, uh, yeah. And they, well, from uh, here, where it was called, but yeah, go ahead. And you know, to get the Soul Stone, it was like he wanted to die for the team, but she needed to die. Like it was the closer she needed too, because she, like she said, she never had a family before the Avengers and that's all yeah. she had. So like it, it was a lot of yeah. a lot it was a really well Yeah, done. he still had a family to go back to. Exactly. And that's what that was you know what she kept trying to tell yeah, him. Yeah, but she said, Yeah, I, I got some more blood in my measure. So yeah. Mm. So it's time to pay the piper. Yeah. yeah. And uh I think what else happened in the movie? It was just overall it was a lot of great moments. Uh like when uh, when Tony when when Steve went back and he, he actually got that dance because all he because he never got that uh that dance with yeah, Peggy Carr that was his closure yeah, yeah yeah and it, it was just like he and, and to him like it was cool that he actually went back in time and lived a great life and mm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah but then I, I still wonder because he, he went back and lived so I mean she must have passed away 
before he came back. Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. a there was an interesting theory I I saw somebody posited that um you know how when we see her funeral in Civil War mm-hmm. and there's like that elderly man like in the pallbearer group like if you go back and watch it there's like a a man that's much older than the rest of the pallbearers. Mm-hmm. There's a theory that that's other Steve. Like, that's the Steve that went back in time. Interesting. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, my number two is Thor Ragnarok. Um, That, since, since, like, it dethroned a ton of movies for me atop atop the list when it came out. And uh, I really like that movie. It's... A great balance of really good storytelling, but a ton of humor. Mm-hmm. It brought that lighthearted feel that the first movie had, that the second movie did. It was second movie was too dark, too serious. And what yeah. it made the first Thor sort of redeemable was that sort of comedic element it had. Well, Taika Waititi uh, came in and just turned that up to like eleven, and then told a really good story. And everybody, just like you said, they went and had fun with it. Yeah, you yeah. can tell everyone enjoyed shooting that movie. Even Jeff Goldblum, like he was great. Yep. Goldman was great. Tessa Thompson, she was really good. I love her tragic backstory. She's the last of the Valkyries because they were sent to stop Hela and she killed them all. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's an alcoholic who's cast herself off out here. She basically sent herself into exile because she failed. She, she pulled the Yoda. You know, she was like, mm-hmm. well, I wasn't able to stop her. All of my sisters are dead. I failed. I'm just going to sit out here and wallow in my self pity. So is, is that what Asgard do when they, when they don't win? Did they go out and get drunk? Yeah. Because yeah. they're such like proud warriors, I guess, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun, getting to see her backstory. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, obviously, is great. But then I was excited when that first trailer showed him in the arena with the Hulk. I was like, it's Planet Hulk. Like, yeah. it, I was so excited for that. And then, that my yeah, exactly. We know yes. that, <laughs> that, that. was really cool. Um, oh, my gosh. I, I really, I really like that movie. I just Taika Waititi playing my favorite, my favorite character in the whole movie is Korg. Korg, and I couldn't. I, it's me. If I was like ever, if I ever ended up in some situation like that, I'd be the giant rock man that doesn't really have any powers, but mm-hmm. like I'm here, you know. Yeah, he he's hilarious. Like he he's got this gift of like comedic timing and delivery. Yeah, that made that just like the way he talks just made all of those lines just roll out really funny. He's like. Uh, when he runs up, he's like, take that wall, and he like kicks the wall. Take that ghost. Yeah, take that ghost. <laughs> get out of here. And, um, and then Meek was hilarious without ever saying anything. And it turns out he can talk, apparently. Like, we find that out later on. But uh, he's he alive. just had, he's he, alive. he had the best lines in the movie. And he was only on screen for like, what, 10 minutes maybe, tops? Probably. Just gold. But I, I really liked that movie. The way they tied everything in. Uh, we continue to see the really great chemistry between, uh, what is his name? Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. I, I love the scenes where it's just the two of them. Like we, like you see a bunch in that movie, especially mm-hmm. when they go to steal the ship and all that. And he's like, "Let's do a." What's the thing he says? He's like, "Let's do a, let's do, let's do. He need, uh, he needs some help or whatever. Yeah. I'll play help. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I need help. I need help. Oh he was like, I need help. <laughs> that 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 was pretty funny. There was a lot of improvised lines from yeah, what I heard. You could, yeah. you could tell. You yeah. could tell by the way like, stuff was delivered. It was like I think it was like the one part. I think, like, I think majority of what they said was improvised because I said there was one scene like like the one where Thor was explaining about the time where uh, he said that Loki was turned. Uh, he turned into his thing. He, he goes. He goes like, yeah, he knows how. I, he knows how I love about snakes and everything. And he turned him blah and stabbing. And he was like, I hated him. <laughs> and then Loki was standing there smiling. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Uh, 
when Hulk grabs Thor, starts slamming him all around, and Loki is like, "Yes, yes, that's how it feels." And then, and then Jeff Goldblum's like, "It's like it's a it's a long story." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Stan Lee is like yeah, the, his oh, one of his my favorite cameos of his where he's just like the crazed barber with all of those attachments on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to also see Thor finally get R.I.P. to Stan Lee. That was really that was really dope. Wait, he had that wing helmet because I've been kind of waiting for a while for that too. Um, and then the back half of that movie is really solid. That final encounter with her where she's like, "What were you the god of again?" And then. Because she like hey, she ripped his eye out or whatever. Oh yeah, she did cut it off. Yeah, because like and he just like blows her away with that bolt of lightning out of the sky, and that's when everything changed. For like it was like uh oh, now they're really in trouble yeah, because job, because because now he's figured it out. He doesn't need because like that he keeps having those flashbacks when he's getting wailed on. Like he, we see him do it a little bit against the against the Hulk, and then he couldn't make it happen again. Mm-hmm. Well, he keeps getting wailed on, and she's wailing on him, and she's trying to kill him, and then he has that flashback to Odin again. And he has that moment of realization. He just blows her away. And then, then they start playing that same song again that we heard earlier in the movie. Yeah. He comes down and just starts <laughs> destroying her army of the undead. Um, Hulk's battle with Fenris was great. He was like, it's time to show you who I really am. He jumps out and just wah, face plants onto the, the rainbow bridge because he couldn't. Tur- he didn't turn into the Hulk. On the way. <laughs> He's just laying there. And, she's just like... and then also Carl Urban with the uh, underrated MVP of the movie as a uh, What's his name? Sledge? Uh, uh, Scourge? Yeah, Scourge. And he, he's, uh, I don't remember what he called those M16s that he had stolen from like someplace he had gone. Yeah. But he jumps down and he becomes the hero and he's like, machine gun everybody. <laughs> that, was a, that was a cool card movie. Also, you realize how dangerous Hela is the moment you meet her? She, she is. crushes Mjolnir. She casts them off to somewhere else. She kills Odin. And then um, she goes to Asgard and immediately Kills mops the floor with everybody all of Thor's friends and their entire like security force. Yeah. And I was super sad because like all those dudes were really awesome and she yeah, kind of killed them pretty quick. I hate to say this, you know, because uh, I know we talk about Marvel, but I gotta, I gotta say, you mean the movie and one of the moments when uh, what's called what's what's his name? Like, uh, what was the villain in one of the moments? Oh, I haven't seen Wonder Woman, so. Oh, Steppenwolf, right? That was in the uh, yeah, Justice yeah. League. I thought it was Justice League. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. yeah. The CGI was terrible. Yeah. yeah. In Justice League. And remember, yeah, all the Amazon in there, and, and, and they, had, they, they had clothes me, and, you know, for, uh, for he going to get out. Yeah. And when they battle him, and then look at the battle of the Asgard and fighting hell. Now, we're going to seem like the real warriors. <laughs> Throw the other one, yeah. Helen, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and all they doing, and, and uh, what you call, it, they all running away, riding. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Running, yeah, run, run. And one of the Amazon got crushed by a horse, and she died. Suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the Amazon, they actually, uh, they actually got a lick in on uh, Helen, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what I like. Um. I'm trying to think. Oh, the, like you said, the bit where the Hulk like launches at the big monster that they're yeah, trying to like destroy Asgard. Great. That was sir, hilarious. It's a big monster. Yeah. Let's see. So I hit it with the strongest blast I ever could. I still don't do. smash, but big monster. It took like 19 movies. We finally got the Hulk as we all like know him. Yeah. Yeah. There's this big dumb monster. Like, he doesn't have a lot of English. 
Yeah, he just spin. wants to fight. You know, that's yeah. all he wants to do. He almost broke that Damn. Ragnarok's mask, too, though. Yeah. That's what yeah. got scary. He's like, oh. Yeah, you start seeing a little crack on his mask. You're like, yeah, yeah he needs to stop. Yeah, <laughs> Hulk was having too much yeah, fun. The scenes with uh, Thor when he escapes and Banner after he turns back and he has no memory of how he got to Sakaar. You see, because he's been the, the the Hulk for like the last what two years? Two years. Mm-hmm. He's like, how do I get here? He's like, where are my pants? Like, he, <laughs> he has no idea what has gone on. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's he's like, invisible They see like Thor's face where he's like, "You're one wanted man." He's like, "You need to be incognito." Incognito. He takes that shawl and puts it around his head, and he's like, "Yeah, great job." It's like yeah. all of the all the comedy through that bit was was pretty funny too. Yeah, I guess. And then with the green man, he gets free with the dream. Yeah, with that, <laughs> yeah. That powder. Great, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. I'm mm-hmm. beyond thrilled that Taika Waititi is coming back to direct the next one too for Thor. Yeah, or uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Blood and Thunder. Yeah, that's um, one they have. They're gonna have the other lady that's the female Thor. Yeah, that's when Natalie Portman's coming back mm-hmm. as Jane Foster to be the Mighty Thor. Yeah. So I yeah. I have a question to pause at the end of this, but we need to finish this top ten. Yeah. So or this this we need I, to finish. I, 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 I gotta today. go soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. so go ahead and go. Oh, yeah, Bet. Yeah, yeah, I drive. Yeah. Wait. So my turn. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Okay. So my number two is Black Panther, because of course that to me is like that's one of display one of the biggest messages in all MCU. I'll see MCU universe. Because one thing, especially with Killmonger too, I'm trying to keep it brief, is just with him. He's one of those villains that, of course, you love, but he's one of the characters that. You hate to see him die, but he needed to die in order to progress T'Challa's yeah. character development, which is one of the hardest parts about that, because he was such a cool character, like you said, well, I've said it before, about how from two different mindsets, you have T'Challa and you have, uh, you have Killmonger. From T'Challa, he was birthed, he was there at Wakanda, See, so he has a lifestyle from there where everyone's, you know, picking the royalty, you know. They have this, this beautiful scenery, and then you got Killmonger, who was basically raised into a hood with his father, which they had that play basketball from there. But the lifestyle from them too was quite different because from Killmonger, he was in a, such a discriminative area, which is like segregation as well. And then it wasn't a much what's wrong with word what he used for. Basically, they were considered as lesser. This basically keep it simple. It's like normal stuff you see in, sometimes in America, whereas discrimination people see you as an inferior being versus people in Wakanda, which is like the actual superior ones. So it's like he was hurt from there that no one came there to help him out, and then we know the story from there that was make developed his character. It's just like you understand this point. It's like in the sense you know some people would actually follow him because they hate to see that standpoint. They want something better, which try to go for genocide, which is no, it's not a good thing from there. So. This thing you see him clash is just when they clash, you see it's a powerful moment because, like I said, it's two different mindsets from there. It's just it's hard, especially when it comes to when Jot Killmonger actually dies off because his last mission was so powerful. Where he said, like he said, he'd rather jump off the ship like his ancestors did than rather be in bondage because no no one should suffer that. No one should suffer that life for during imprisonment. That's something you want to live free. That's that's one moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to go more about that. Keep something. Yeah. Yeah. Question number two. Same as you. My number two will be the Black Panther. Okay. Once again, I like it because to me, it was it was like a version of a Black James Bond movie. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I love it. I love the chase scene. I love the soundtrack too. Yeah. Yeah. The soundtrack is great. I love the soundtrack. 
Yeah, and I, I like how they in, introduce you into Wakanda, then you see how way advanced they move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love it. Like that. End, like he said, I, 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 sometimes it's, it's a villain I want to root for, but he had to die, you know, before uh, T'Challa can, can become the man who he should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it I, I it's a really great movie. A lot of stuff we already cover already. We already said when mm-hmm. somebody else brought it up. Yeah. Uh, number two, you know, uh, we, we that guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Number so one for me. To the top of the list. Here. Number one for me would be Infinity War. Uh, everything we talked about. Like I said, yeah. I love when the bad guy wins. We already elaborated about that much. I don't think anything. I don't think there's anything else I can say. I know. Not a great moments. I love the back and forth between. Uh, oh, I love the back and forth between uh, Tony and uh, Strange. You know, because they both were like, stuff. both were like headstrong. Like, no, I'm gonna do it yeah. my way. No, we're gonna do it my yeah. way. You don't, you don't understand yeah, anything. I, I, I'm gonna say it's not uh, uh, Doctor Strange. I'll say between uh, uh, Iron Man and uh, what's the name? Uh, the, the leader of the Guardian of the Galaxy. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter. 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 Oh yeah, my gosh. Now they want to go and go. Oh, they meet each other. School. Uh, the stupid one, or we can do. My <laughs> yeah, he just disrespect these. Yeah, 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 two two men, you know, uh, you know, just. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like when when he jumped Thanos and he finally pinned him down, he's like, "Whoa, we finally did it." That's FYI, that was my plan. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, do you really need to announce that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. your plan it backfired. Yeah, exactly. Um. So number one it's, for me. Oh, you were done. You done? I was like the, the, the saddest part with me. The saddest part. It's kind of the funniest part for me. But like oh, when they so good, Mr. when they were when they were. Oh no, we were talking about that. No, it part was it was part of Spider Man when when uh, when they were like restraining Thanos and they were trying to take the glove <laughs> off and then like they pulled it. No, no. When when Spider Man, he was almost close to. He was like this close to getting yeah. the glove off and he came back. He was like, no, no, and <laughs> <laughs> he got he lost yank all the way forward. Spider Man lost the grip. Sadly. It was it was like gone. It was um, close, but it was all yeah. Star Lord. Uh, That's number one for me. Yeah, number one for me is Endgame. I, I really liked Endgame. It was a, it was a fitting end to the yes. you know twenty three twenty two because it was you know they, the Hulk was like a post Endgame thing they did, but like it was a fitting end to the whole the whole series. Like we got really good closure. Mm-hmm. A lot of characters finished this big arc they'd been on. Mm-hmm. We saw sacrifice and victory. We saw. Our heroes, the down more down than we've ever seen them before. But they got up and dusted themselves off, just like Steve Rogers had taught everybody. You know, how many times have we seen Steve just get you know just get wailed on and just kept getting back up? And even then, like he just kept getting back up. Like Thanos was beating on all of them, he just kept getting back up. And mm-hmm. just all exactly. Yeah. And um, to everything comes together to see that whole scene where they come through the portals and everybody's fighting and. Everybody gets their screen time. We really see, as if you didn't know how powerful Captain Marvel was from watching her movie, seeing her take out that ship single-handedly, she beats the stuffing out of Thanos for a solid 30 mm-hmm. seconds. Like, she wields the, does she, does she wield the hammer too? No. No, no, no. she doesn't. No. No. Oh, but she like goes supernova and starts beating us. Yeah, yeah she, mm-hmm. she tried her best to prevent him from using the glove. Yeah. And it. Yeah. Um, the bit where Peter's just running around carrying that glove like a chicken with his head cut off, mm-hmm. trying not to get killed in this epic battle. <laughs> um... That was pretty good. Yeah, this thing was so great, though. But honestly, that it yeah. was it was fitting that like the movie, the whole thing kicked off with the phrase "I am Iron Man," and that's how it ended too, right before Tony snapped. Um, it was a sad moment, you know. Rest in peace. But I, I, I really liked the little Fictional tribute piece. they did with the the funeral, also. Mm-hmm. 
and they cast that little like hit the thing from his chest out into the little lake yeah. and you saw the the kid from Iron Man 3 was there exactly. and all those other people were there that, like some of which we hadn't seen in you know forever excuse me so like was Ross was, there? Uh, Ross yeah I don't know Hmm. But um, he should be. But alert. it was it was a lot of <laughs> yeah. it was a little bit of fan service in there. It had just a lot of great moments. Obviously, top one was or one of the top ones was uh, Cap wielding the hammer. Like that was that was great because like um, if anybody was going to be able to do it, obviously it was going to be him. Yeah. Like, there, who else would could be more worthy if not Thor than Steve Rogers? This man that we've grown to know that never wavers from his morals or never gives up like you see at the beginning of the movie when they're five years later and they're talking about all the events and he started that like um support group for people that lost people and Mm -hmm. everything but leave it to scott lang to have some really fun like everything's super serious and somber at the onset of that movie and then scott shows up and the comedy kicks back in again Mm -hmm. and it kind of lightens the mood a bit but then Tony shows up and you know levels it all out again, and he's depressed. He's like, "I lost the kid." He's like, "You said we lose together too, and you weren't there." And he walked off on him. I was like, "Oh man, yeah." You know, like that's that was pretty rough. The CGI was good. They made him look skinny. Yeah, they did. Like you said, when uh, Captain America picked up the hammer, if he would never uh, told Iron Man that secret that he was holding back. He would have been able to. Yeah, he would yeah. Have been able to yeah. The, yeah that, I think that's what made it happen because. Uh, if you beyond that, like you look back, what else bad had he really done besides holding that secret from Tony? Exactly. And then the second he got that off of his conscience, he once again was worthy mm-hmm. enough to be wielding the you know this hammer mm-hmm. that is unwieldable unless you're worthy. Mm-hmm. And um, not just that, but he was wielding like a pro too. Like he was beating the crap yeah. out. Of oh that my thing. gosh! And then he was using it with the shield too. Like mm-hmm. that, he bounced off the shield into his face, caught it, and hit it with yeah. the shield, and hit it with the hammer again. Uh, but all that all that time travel <laughs> stuff was really necessary because there was yeah. a lot of that's where a lot of the comedy of the movie was and you needed it at that point because everything had been so serious they revisited um, a lot of cool moments yeah, too yeah they did they revisited a lot of great moments the bit where he was like Hulk smash and he was just like ah yeah because <sighs> like he's all past yeah. that point of his life now. Was, yeah. he was embarrassed when he saw him yeah. so he's like yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was great that was um, funny yeah, he, he was like when he's in the diner and he's like, you know, they just they love me, and he's like, uh, you guys want a picture with Ant Man? Like, who's Ant Man? He's like, no, just like, no Ant Man. Oh, I and love that like, scene. Just, just stop. He got mad. Yeah, take the phone. Take the phone. just there was a fitting, and I was really happy with that. Like, I was sad that it was over, but also with everything they gave us, like potentially now with Thor joining the Guardians and. Um, now, as Guardians of the Galaxy, Asgard, essentially, mm-hmm. all of the new like open-ended things that like potential we have, I'm pretty excited. Although I'd be lying if I said I did not want a Ronin movie based on the ten minutes we get of him as Ronin in the movie, mm-hmm. because that was like top three favorite moments in the whole movie. He's out there just yeah. doing work, mm-hmm. just really killing people, and it's like no remorse. He's like he's just out there because like that's what his life has become, mm-hmm. you know. But I kind of saw Black Widow's death coming, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then the question I want to answer is, how how did Red Skull, of all people, become the like the guardian of that stone? What? How did he get there? We never uh, get that information. I think he got sent to that. He, he had the space stone. He had the, he had the space stone, and then I think he, I remember he used it, and then the power like warped him somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's that was the last. I think they explained it in one of those videos. He got warped into that place. 
And I think and he, he couldn't leave. Yeah, he couldn't leave because then something I mean, something happened. He said, "But when did he? Well, use- well, he couldn't leave because the job wasn't done. But yeah. Once he uh, he told them what they needed to know, he, he could have left that place. Yeah. I thought he was going to leave when when he, he told Thanos. Yeah. But he can't worry to leave then, but he mm-hmm. didn't. But yeah, and then he showed up again when uh, Clint and mm-hmm. Widow showed up. And you know saying, what's You know what part we never talked about? Thanos, like Thanos's journey throughout the entire movie. I mean. I mean, like, I, I, he I, almost gets to the point because like, you if, can see why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, like, we, we never talked yeah. about his ideology because he, uh, he's. I, I, we, I forgot. We forgot to talk about. We, yeah, we can't. We cannot talk about his uh, his ideology and everything because he was because he felt like he was doing the right thing he too. Yeah, he felt very justified in what he was doing because it was necessary. But he, he thought. But when you go back, you can say the same thing about Ultron. Yeah, you know, exactly. He, yeah, and that's the was, that's the difference between. Um, Ultron and Thanos and like Frank Castle, we're talking about the necessary evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's the difference. Yeah. It's, it's that it's that like fine of a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the part of it, like when he actually sacrificed Gamora. Yeah, that I was like, <sighs> and she was still was more, dead. That was more of a shock than Black Widow. Yeah. To me. The thing I'm interested to see is you know Gamora burned off on the Guardians and didn't appear to be with them. What? Is, there's like a there's a there's, theory going around there's too. There's a comic. There's there's a stretch of or there's an arc of the comics where she becomes the big bad, right? Does she she gets the stones or something. She replaces him. Uh, no, it's it's like, Nebula. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that in, in the theories, like when th- when Iron Man snapped the, his finger, uh, they they were saying that she should have been gone too at the, at that point because she was. But we see her though. Yeah, yeah, and we see yeah, her after yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that you couldn't get what give it like if she would change this timeline, it's not going to change the current timeline. It's just going to change that timeline. Yeah, that's so what she was explaining. Yeah, so that, that's why she was. That, that's why she still exists. Yeah, because remember she said you can go get those things, but you've got to bring them back. Yeah. That when she was explaining that whole timeline, the mm-hmm. the multiverse theory essentially. Tomorrow, was like, tomorrow, I was talking about the death of Gamora, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about. Yeah, and they. And but, that's, but, but, that's but, but, why, but the thing is, everybody else was from a different timeline too. Yeah, like, but they, they were twenty four. They were twenty fourteen. They were like the twenty fourteen. Uh, villains you know at, at that but, time but that's why steve went back in time with all that stuff he yeah, took yeah. all the stones back to where they came uh-huh. from to reset the timelines because snapped, remember he, he oh, well, 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 I'm, I'm not oh okay when our man snapped he got rid of all the bad guys exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. well I, 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 yeah. I know I, i'm just saying, i'm just i'm not i'm not speaking for i'm, I'm speaking what i'm talking about what, what people what other people are saying yeah yeah i understand it but yeah Yeah. At that time, uh, Gamora was not on Thanos' side. Yeah, and she, yeah, she, she, she yeah, I would, I would argue because she, she probably had conflicting thoughts before. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously she was taken from her. I mean, we, we saw her backstory. She was no, because it, remember Thanos. Uh, yeah, you know, play the uh, you know, play the, the Telltale game. Yeah, the, and, and, and Gamora, uh, and she talked about her and Nebula. Nebula, and she talked about yeah. Every time me and my sister, every time we battle each other. If one of them lose, father will replace one of our parts
and she lost and she lost her Gamora a lot. A lot. That's why, why she's she all cybernetic. Yeah. yeah. That's why she got mostly machine. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, obviously if you play the game, it kind of go more in detail. It kind of tell you more of a backstory. Yeah, you really understand. Uh, you really understand the sisters and yeah. their motivation for like. Of their hatred of Thanos and that they're working with him out of necessity more yeah, than exactly. like that they're like their allegiance lies with mm-hmm. him. Exactly, and also in, in Garlic being a Garden of the Galaxy, a Bible too. That when they finally made they finally made up because they, they realized they didn't really have no problem with, with each, each other. other yeah. It was their father for putting them against each other. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why they made that's why they made up. But also mm-hmm. that that Gamora wasn't snatched because she fought with them because mm-hmm. again she wasn't really a bad guy. Yep, it was just necessity. Exactly. Um, but what is that? The Tilda Swinton. She. Oh. What's her name? The all uh, the whatever one. The chosen one or the. Oh, uh, the one who had an uh, She she taught Strange everything he knows. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Um, I'm sorry, it kind of late. My my mind. But yeah. when yeah. when she when she hit hit Bruce and like knocked him mm-hmm. out of himself, that was pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she because she knew it was the only way he would like stop and mm-hmm. let her explain things. Um, and then the scene where. Cap goes back and puts everything back and then comes back. I was worried, like, when they introduced uh, Falcon, I was like, he needs to be the next Captain America. Because, like, as you see the series go on, he's one the one that really aligns with Steve's, like, mm-hmm. thought processes and points of view and everything. He's Steve's ride or die. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, he's always got Steve's back. Exactly. When, you know, when he wanted to go after Bucky to save him in Civil War, mm-hmm. who, the, who was the first one there? It was Sam. Mm-hmm. So, like, naturally... Even though I know Bucky become had at some point becomes mm-hmm. Captain America, I was like Falcon needs to be Captain America yeah. because it just makes sense. Yeah, because like also Bucky sort of says it when you know he, he when he asks for like he's telling him he's going to give Sam the shield. He's like mm-hmm. he's like people would never be okay with it because of the things that I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like that that that's okay. He's like that that's the way it should be. Yeah. It's like people can never forgive me for what I did in the past. Yeah, and I, I like it too because it's kind of bringing the MCU up to date. Yeah. You know, they can got, they got, it's like they re, retell an old story over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now they can tell original stories. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody can say, oh, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was, I was really happy when he got the shield. Yes. I was I was super Me happy. Too. And then I was also happy to um, know that he got to go back and have the, the life that he always mm-hmm. wanted. Because he, he was like, you know, I was thinking about what Tony said. I'm going to go try some of that life. And I was like, okay. I'm okay with that. That's a good <laughs> he said, he said, I think he said that to him in Avengers too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like it was just a really solid end to everything. I was very happy with it. The, the potential that it left us with. Yeah. Because when I left the theater with that night, I was like, the potential for so much right now. Like, all the ways they could go with this. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good way to end it. So what's your number one? In game. In game, same as same as Brennan again, huh? The same as Brennan again. Yeah, that's my choice, sir. It was the closure of all closures. It was the best way to end it. Call it the Infinity Saga. Even though I wanted, I wanted a rematch between Hulk and Thanos, but it won't happen. Okay. Yes, I guess. Mine would be Infinity War. Infinity War. Two or two. Yep. You know why? Mm-hmm. It's like the Empire Strikes Back. That's what I said. Yeah, like, yeah. That That's why I've that been saying this this whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I, I'm a sucker for when the bad guy wins. Yeah, yeah when he fought, they, they fought all across the universe. You know what I mean? mm. It was like one big 
Brown War, you know, they they, they, they fight on a planet Titan. You know, That's what's yeah. <laughs> The Avengers got whooped on Titan, Thanos' yeah. home planet, then he came to Earth and whooped everybody. They still, got, they still got whooped. Yeah. And they didn't find out what all happened until they all, you know, all got, got mm. together. But by that time, everything was over. <laughs> Hulk yeah. got whooped in space. He, he got whooped in space, whooped in Titan, whooped in Earth, too. Yeah, exactly. Whooped in uh, another, another place as well. <laughs> they got whooped everywhere. And, it, and that thing was, wasn't even trying. That's, if you really, he wasn't even trying that much. He, he said he used his cosmic power. That was his physical yeah. power. We thought that was a big fight in the end of that movie, and then uh, Endgame happened. Him. And, exactly. He was like, "Boy, he's still that strong." He's like, "No, he's like, he fight. He's fighting for a purpose this time. He's, uh, <laughs> he's personal." You know, Bridget said at the beginning, you know, at the beginning of the movie, you see what house when uh, Thanos had to take on the hook. When he got to, to every mom was like, "Yo, he's like, no, let him, let him go, let him have that fun." Yeah, I, I run away. Hook, put him on, then he, he's like, is that all you got? He did that reversal. Anybody, anybody, if I heard, if I was fighting somebody and somebody said, let him have his fun, I'm like, okay, hold up, what you gonna do? <laughs> well, he's, like, he's not even trying? <laughs> and then he pieced this fool up real fast, I was like, Two piece, ah, three piece. Yeah, so he like, body and then the body slammed him. Let's say, out cold. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, that's when well, that it, phrase it, we have a Hulk it lost value. It, a, it was a boxing match. <laughs> it didn't turn into a wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> it was very one <laughs> I was I was pretty bummed that they killed Heimdall, but I knew yeah. that movie was going to see a yeah. lot of death. But also, apparently, Idris Elba never really liked making those movies in the first place. Uh, uh, they, they already he didn't get he said he didn't get much screen time. He was saying. Yeah. So. Well, well, it, it, it and also his character didn't have that much development. He, yeah. he, got, he had more when he was in Thor Ragnarok. Than he, than in the other, other movies. Yeah. yeah, he had small, very small screen time. Also, him rocking those dreads and wielding that sword look cool. Was cool, awesome. yeah, was yeah. Because and I, his armor looks so dope too. Yeah, yeah. we saw him. We saw him like those people running through, and I was like, oh no, these Asgardians are getting killed. And then, wow, one of those dudes get bisected by that sword. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then he's just going to town. I was like, look at Heimdall. Yeah, we he's finally got to see him fight. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know there was a reason that they entrusted him as the sole protector of the Bifrost. Exactly. It's like he must be some kind of bad dude if if he's yeah. alone over there protecting that thing. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got to see. So yeah. yeah. In all of the Thor movie, they really didn't. He really didn't do nothing. Oh, well, the only thing he did was jump on the, uh, the ship on what uh, <laughs> he did yeah, in the dark, the dark world. Yeah, I, I see everything. He's running. He, 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 he didn't use a sword. He put out two of the dagger. And he jump on the ship. Yeah, he really did much. Yeah, yeah. And he, the ship went down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like, like I said, I said uh, Infinity War was the best. But it, it was it was one of the biggest battle of all time. Mm. And you finally seen the, the the Black Order. Yeah. You know, they they left out super giants. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. You know, it actually with five of them. The, the uh, what you call the uh, cheering the thing up. Mm. But I don't know why they didn't put her in the movie. Or is it they didn't find out that she wasn't even necessary? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I said the Black Order was some bad people. They were doing work before it, too. We really didn't get to see that, though. Mm -hmm. Because you get that skirmish with Ebony Ma and Mm -hmm. the other dude in in New York City. Mm -hmm. We never Mm -hmm. really see Corvus Glaive fight. And then... um, you see a little bit because he went to yeah because it was him it was division oh, and and uh, yeah, Scarlet. They were getting whooped for a second. We see her. We see Proxima Midnight fight a little bit in Endgame, mm. but that's it. Like as cool as they all looked, I was yeah, like, she, can we at least mm. see them fight a like get like one on one battles with some of the heroes yeah. to give us an mm-hmm. idea of how strong they really are? Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. That what I kind of missed in the Endgame. That what I kind of 
it kind of went in, in the fourth spot for me because it, I expected more out of them. Yeah, I want to yeah. see them have a one-on-one battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, the first time we see them, they're just there. They're like, okay, well, those are, like, his heralds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. And then they're supposed to be fighting for him. And the times we see them fight, we really don't see them fight that much. Like, that's I don't exactly. think we really get a good gauge of how powerful they are. But that's obviously... Right. They must be strong in their own right if Thanos thinks enough of them to have them in his employ. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, I would I would have liked to see more from them. Yeah, yeah. kind of like Frieza in, in the in the Ginyu Force. Yeah, yeah. But what a key! Yeah, yeah. Because the key is tough. Goku shut up and then yeah. before everybody. Well, I guess this that's that's gonna wrap up the episode of the uh, the podcast. Uh, sorry that the long episode is a lot longer than anticipated. We didn't think we thought it would be like a couple hour uh, conversation at best, but I guess when you're rating all these movies from like twenty three to one, there's a lot to go about. I want to thank um, uh, Jason, Brandon, and Mister Showdown ninety nine for being here to talk at this discussion with me. Uh, is there anything you guys want to say in closing? Like this was a good discussion. Stay tuned. More content coming here. Yes, sir. Yeah, Excelsior. Rest in peace yeah. to uh, Stan Lee. Rip, rip to the to Stan Lee. And uh, until next time, guys, I'm Statics J, and we'll see y'all next time. Peace.